Painkiller already, episode 438. No guest tonight, Kyle. Couple of sponsors tonight, of course. ExpressVPN, Get Quip, Smartmouth, and Aturo. We will talk about all those sponsors later on in the show, of course. There are links in the description if you just can't wait. But yes, this is a very special episode of PK Painkiller already. Just I us boys, or just us girls, whatever <laughs> it is. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> hey, you know, we were going to start with Game of Thrones talk. I just had a different idea. Tell me if sure. you're in. We're not very structured. I want to hear how your post-drinking episode night went. Oh, just um, went to bed. You just I, went, I went to, to bed. Uh -huh. I went to bed. I woke up at 3 a.m. and then I was good to go. I, I went and played some uh, played some Rust. Really? And, uh, and watched some movies. Yeah. It wasn't my worst night. But I could have thrown up. If I had decided to just lean over the toilet, then I would have. Um, I, I don't know if it was on the show or on my Twitter or whatever, but someone had given me the advice that I shouldn't go right to bed, that that would not be the move. So I stayed up for a while and just kind of drank water and maybe had an ibuprofen or an aspirin or something. And then a few hours later, I went to bed. I woke up no, kind right. of a I mess. two episodes of It's Always Sunny and then went to bed. Yeah, and how were you the next day? Fine. Uh, I was fine. Really? The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just woke up and, like, I... There's a difference between like if I go to on like a Mardi Gras like huge party or something, uh -huh. and I wake up the next morning like oh my god I feel horrific and the way I feel after like I mean I definitely was somewhat hungover after that for sure I guzzled like probably a half gallon of water after the episode ended, but like really just that feeling of dehydration is what I, I was got. suffering that and then a little bit of little bit of headache up here. Everything Colin says is yelling. So I come downstairs in the morning. He's like, good morning, Dad. I love you. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was so loud. Shut the pow! <laughs> and uh, my wife did something, I don't know, a box with, like, uh, all the packaging material in it. And it was just, like, everything uh, going back upstairs. This is a horrific environment. That's always the stereotype you hear, that everything's really loud. Yeah. I've never experienced that. I've n every it just is, like, you get shitty sleep, and so I get irritable quicker. Because even though you're like asleep when you're drinking, there's something with like your REM sleep that you never quite get there. Like if you're drunk when you go to bed, so you'll wake up and it's like, oh, I was asleep for seven hours, so I should be fine. But good Lord, I feel like I slept for 40 minutes. I can't oh. relate to any of this. Um, not, not a bit. The, the only side effect I had is I don't remember the last 45 minutes of the show. I have no memory of any of that. Um, but you um, woke up the next, or no, you, you said you played Rust at 3 a.m.? Yeah, I slept, you know, we got off at what, like 11, 11.30? I have no idea, frankly. I don't even remember us going over like, what'll be the name of this show? <laughs> like, after every episode, we do this thing where, you know, all right, yeah. and that's a wrap. All right, so what, what, what was No memory of that title? whatsoever. Did we do that? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> we did. I, I, yeah. I, I have we no memory. Have was I present for it? I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't, I don't know. I do. um, that's that, impressive, that's... dude, that you drank that hard. And then by 3 a.m., by like four hours later, you were like, all right, who wants to hop on and uh, ruin that asshole neighbor's fort? Yeah, I, I process alcohol really, really quickly. Like like if I, if I have like four shots, like if I take a big belt, I'm literally good in an hour and a half. Like I'm, I'm just mm. good. It's like like I'm not tipsy Belt. or, or That's such a anymore. cool old-timey way to say it. <laughs> or when they're like in, in Mad Men. Where they put, they say like, "Give me two fingers." Yeah. Oh, I, and you'd I, benefit if you had fat fingers with that, right? Like I, if you're a big I, fat fat person. I can do four fingers and be good to go again in an hour and a half. Um, just not really feeling anything. But yeah, I, I, I don't remember the last. I'm gonna say 45 minutes of the show. I, I hope I didn't say anything too horrible. 
Um, uh, but but I, I I woke the next day. I noticed that there was a lot of Waffle House around me. Um, I, I and I was like, where'd this come from? <laughs> <laughs> you, did, did you Ven or not Venmo, whatever the fuck it is? Uh, DoorDash. Poor Postmates, our no, sponsor. Postmates, Postmates. Postmates. Uh, coupon code pay PKA. You posted uh, yeah. a bunch of Waffle House. Episodes. Yeah, I, you don't remember me eating the Waffle House and what no. eating the pizza? And, I remember and, that. Yeah, um, uh, maybe, maybe I have no idea. Yeah, so uh, my friend sent me a screenshot of me eating the burger, and you know how when you feed a dog like like a piece of meat, its eyes all like bug yeah. out. It's like, <laughs> like that's saw, how I am I with this burger. I'm like, ah, I'm eating this ridiculous burger. I, I had like a burger and hash browns or something like that, right in the middle of the show. I Somehow guess. on <laughs> the show, I thought ordering a pizza with pineapple on it was like a really funny gag. That's not the height of humor, but that's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Uh, that's the way it goes. But yeah. Whatever. I, I, uh, but, but yeah, I was good to go. I, I think good. drinking those. Um, what was that orangey soda thing I was drinking? It's like nineteen percent juice, and the rest is like carbonated water. Oh, oh, oh! San Pellegrino. San Pellegrino. That's that's for rich people. That's some fancy ass shit. I, I don't know about that. Is like costs more than a six pack of beer. Well. Maybe. More than a like... beer? It, it, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that is some rich people shit. <laughs> it's a whole seven dollars. <laughs> oh, is it more than uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon? <laughs> yeah, I, it, it probably is. A... PBR is like the hipsters' go-to beer. Like if you go, like I have a. Oh, I thought it was. A I have cheap a couple beer. friends. It, it is like, but it's so uncool that hipstery people like it because it's you know. If they Schlitz go against, came back, yeah, that's yeah, what they Schlitz, put to. Or a stag or things like that that are so phenomenally uncool that but it circles 80s. back around to 80s and cool. It, it's, it's like what your dad drank when he was 15. And, and like, like if they brought Schlitz back with one of those, those old school like pop tops yeah. that make the big hole, it'd sell like crazy. Like, you want a taste of the old days? Hmm. Do you guys have you ever heard of Peels? The when the white man ruled the world, <laughs> like, 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 like every every redneck and white trash piece of shit in the country, be like, you're goddamn right. I'd like to taste him, sweet old days. <laughs> we used to drink now, Peels. Our Confederate is... limited edition can. <laughs> Game of Thrones talk. Yes, the Robert definitely. A. E. Lee pop top. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, can I, I start? Piping hot take. God I... damn it! I'm done. I'm done. This has been my favorite show for like, I think I started two seasons, two seasons were out, which is a wonderful way to start any show because you really get that. Yeah. You know, you get to that first cliffhanger of the end. And I, I think, you know, when Ned died or whatever, I don't recall exactly how the, how it goes sequentially, but then you're like, shit, season two, here we go. Let's see what happens next. And I, I got that full experience. Then I've been hooked for like the last five years. And... <sighs> I've watched a lot of YouTube videos and I've seen people talk about what has gone wrong and whether it's mm -hmm. the the writing uh, not being based on the books or whether it's just um, character decisions about what characters do that don't necessarily make sense. I don't know. Uh, it, it's probably a combination of all of the above. But I've, I, I'm done. I, I don't like the show anymore, frankly. I really don't. And, and, it, and it's not some sexist white male bullshit like i'm i'm okay with Arya killing the the white the white um the the night king i'm not it doesn't make sense with the story at all or with I'm the okay. prophecy or any of that it, it doesn't make sense with the prophecy like, like like that bugs me a little bit like like maybe if what if we found out she was she had a penis this whole time like that and that that, was that would win me back that'd win me right back you know who'd be Arya surprised try. gendry Oh, <laughs> not a surprise to me, my lord. <laughs> uh, but but like I like sucking her little cock. 
Just a, <laughs> literally a little cock. <laughs> like I a thought pinky. it was a big clit. Yeah. <laughs> but when it Theon's came over there, I was confused. The hands <laughs> over there. I wish I had a little cock. Mm. She's a squirter, you know. And then he's just got like dried cum. <laughs> so, like, like, let's just talk about the most recent episode and some of the nonsense. Yeah, like, what was it that? I'm sure you went into it the way I did, where I was like, let's try and be more positive. Absolutely. You know? I want to love it. I, I want to. I was okay with it. I the, want the to openings. like it. That's a good way to say it. The opening scenes were, were good enough for me. I liked them in Winterfell, rejoicing, celebrating the victory. That was good stuff. And it, it, it brought me back to like two episodes ago where. Oh, that wasn't the opening like, scenes, but yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, it brought me back to like two episodes ago when they're like preparing for the battle. And it's kind of the, uh, the polar opposite, right? Everybody's sitting around talking and drinking, but they're very sober. Like not literally sober as far as alcohol, but they're, it's a sober mood, a sober tone. It's very dry. And this is like the polar opposite of that. It's like we won and we lived and this guy's a hero and this person's a hero and, mm -hmm. and it's great. And you got to see little things like, like, like I, I don't care about the love story between um, Jamie and Brienne. She just saw that coming all the way. And I guess I kind of did too. I just didn't say anything. Dude, Brienne's clearly... been giving him fuck me eyes for six years now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and, I like the the hound over there, sort of toasting Arya, the 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 hero of Winterfell, and th that was all good. But when we got to Daenerys, Daenerys uh, flying her dragon high above the sea, and not seeing the fleet of ships that we'd already talked about, and then Euron sniping the dragon out with three consecutive—I I know he didn't personally fire all three shots. I'm aware of that. But mm -hmm. Euron and his crew firing three consecutive bolts that hit the dragon kill shots like there wasn't one in the foot or one in the tail or one through the wing. Like it was like chest, chest, head or neck or something yeah, like that. Neck. And, and I, I, I'm just like immediately I'm like bullshit for so many reasons and not bullshit based on my reality, not bullshit based on movie realities in general. Bullshit based on the reality that you made for us, Game of Thrones. Bullshit based on your own fucking rules about how dragons work, about how those ballist those scorpions, which is what the ballistas are called, work, mm -hmm. and based on like like what we've seen like pr the previous like baddest motherfucker in the in the kingdom do, which is the Night King throwing javelins. He only hit one out of four. Like like I think he threw maybe right? four javelins in mm -hmm. his whole like thing. He threw like mm -hmm. one at the Battle of Winterfell, and maybe he threw like three total. Uh, after in the first scene when they're when they're out above the wall, he's like one for three, one for four, something like that. He's a he's a three hundred hitter, but Euron's a fucking he's the fucking Ted Williams of shooting fucking <laughs> ballistas into the is. air. A baseball player with a high fucking batting average from from back in the day. Didn't he he's, blow his brains out? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not a baseball historian. I just know Ted Williams was a good fucking hitter. All I'm saying is. I called bullshit big time. And look, I don't care that you killed her dragon. That's cool to kill her dragons and power her down and drive her closer and closer to the edge so she'll do irrational things. Don't do it like that, though. That's fucking stupid. Dragon scales are tough as steel. Those ballistas cannot pierce them. That's bullshit. It's just bullshit. Like, when you go back to... And look, I know the whole thing about how dragon scales get harder the older they are, and these dragons are only six or seven years old. And, but and I know how the in the old stories with like Valyrian the Dread or whatever the fuck he was called, they had to shoot him right in the eye to kill those old dragons with stuff, and still they keep fighting. I don't care about that. What I'm saying is, all three of these went right through the fucking dragon, like like the dragon was made of putty, and mm -hmm. I called bullshit. And then I call bullshit on what she does next, which is fly straight toward them in terror and like anger, 
and then turn away and, and leave. Instead of flanking them, coming down from a high angle of approach, going around those rocks and coming from behind them. Are those things really on a 360 degree swivel? I don't think so. I don't and, know. But once look, again, people who've played Total War, they know how to use those units. And, and you are those ballistas, and if those ballistas exist in this world, and I'm aware that Kyburn apparently just made those things, but if they exist mm -hmm. now, shouldn't they be on every fucking ship in the realm since they're literally more powerful than pirate cannons? Like they're like black. They they, they eviscerated those those big heavy ships of Daenerys. They they just blew holes straight through them. Like 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 mm -hmm. you could never you would never you could never win a naval warfare engagement against those if you don't have those. That's that that's like add when when like modern navies added like the big guns that can shoot over the horizon, and like one team doesn't have them, and they're like, we are fucked to rude. <laughs> like like. When that's a technological advance that that yeah. you don't just skippity dippity over. So then I call bullshit on Masandi being plucked out of the ocean. Oh yeah, we've we remember that cute chick with the afro, right? Let's pluck her out. Who made that decision amongst these barbaric pirate men who are supposed to have their fucking tongues cut out? By the way, who made that decision to pluck her out of the water? Now I'm, I, no. I, I'm skipping around a lot here. But, That's a good point. I didn't consider that though. Like, why would they pick some random ass bitch? They, they don't know that she's. Buddy if they buddy. did pluck her out, they'd have literally raped her to death. That would that. If you showed me that scene, I'd have felt like it was a bit more like Game of Thrones. You know, I'm glad they didn't have a raping her to death scene. Look, I'm glad they didn't have a raping her to death scene. But in lieu of what we had, I'd have preferred it. And I'm skipping around here because because I I'm trying oh, to erase fine. this episode from my memory. But then we end up at King's Landing bootleg backwaters king's king's landing which i'm pretty sure is filmed somewhere in tennessee now all right when i rem what i remember of king's landing was a gigantic majestic city with a lush fucking forest outside remember when Tyrion was meeting with oberon martell he was trying to meet with oberon but the prince of dorne arrived before before dawn and he is in the city somewhere enjoying the pleasures he's He's in a lush fucking forest with these huge hardwood trees that are gargantuan. And I'm, I'm in the books. I remember reading about how there's that big forest out there and how there's a lot of stories about like, like the bandits in the forest and stuff. And the knights have Barris and Selmy having to go out there and fight those knights. And mm -hmm. there's supposed to be a big fucking forest. Now it's like scrub brush and you get to see one wall at an, at a real sharp angle. So you can't even tell how bad the CGI is on this fucking wall. Like, like, where did your budget go, Game of Thrones? Why did you cheap out on this major set piece, which is the wall of the they city? They blew that the whole budget on the battle that you can't even see. <laughs> I, I want to jump in. because One I, more thing. Okay. <laughs> Pet your goddamn dog, Jon Snow. I'm glad you said His that. You walked into off. my thing. So It lost an ear. I have... Here's my take on this. In, people are fussing about the writing a ton. They don't like, you know, who... The whole the build up, which I'm kind of with them, they don't like a lot of things about the plot armor. And in 2004, Allen Iverson led the U.S. Olympic basketball team to a bronze medal, and people shit going. all over him for that. They they were like, "The fuck is wrong with this guy? We're America. We always win this." And they said Allen Iverson wasn't good enough, kind of. But I didn't blame Allen Iverson for that bronze medal. I blame Kobe. I blame Shaq. I blame Jordan. I blame the people who didn't fucking show up and play. So when you're fussing you at D and D for the hold on here, when you're fussing at D and D for the writing, 
Fuss at Ger Martin for the lack of writing. He's the fucker who's been sitting on his ass going to trade shows, just, I don't know, dripping in pussy or whatever the fuck he's doing, not writing the show. Remember that cute little conversation we used to have about whether the book would come out in time to get in front of the, sh- sure, the fifth sure. season? The cute little conversation. How adorable we were back then, thinking that he was going to write another book. He is not going to write even one more book. He's I done. think he'll get one more There's out. There's no way that guy's even drowning in pussy. Can you imagine his right. skin tags? I have happen. more. It has become okay. fashionable to hate on this show. I've been I've watched hours worth of YouTube hating the show. Petting the dog is one of my prime examples of irrational hate on the show. Really? You're fussing because yes. the dog wasn't pet. We all know why yes. he didn't pet the dog because the CGI is expensive, right? That, yeah. it, it's just so much more expensive. To- How many subscriptions do I have to steal before <laughs> you can afford to, to, to pet just, the dog? Oh my God, no, I, Angry I, I, Joe I, I, went I, ballistic on pet the dog. It's become a running theme in all these YouTube videos I watch complaining about the pet the dog, pet the dog, pet the dog. You know what? This isn't the dog petting channel. It's okay if he just salutes the dog and they save 250000 dollars in cgi not for me okay um the dragons right people are complaining that the dragon died the dragon died too easily you did that people Mm -hmm. would also complain if the dragon didn't die if the ballista had been shot and it bounced off his scale then they would have said this plot armor is too much of a problem what are we going to do about these dragons and by the way kyburn beefed up the 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 ballistas between seasons according to the youtuber i watched that uh, I, I I didn't stand them side by side, but the ballista wasn't that effective when they attacked Jamie. I think it bounced off or something, so they beefed up the ballistas and now they work. I will admit these things are better than trebuchets. Reddit needs to get their They're shit together at this point. You know, like they're taking out dragons and ships and they're not just putting holes in ships they're blasting their sides like u.s it artillery took like three minutes to destroy that entire fleet <laughs> like it so was like absurd. three minutes the, and nine of those darts i get gun. it they're op but the thing is i complained about plot armor around Jon snow for a year now and if you rewatch battle of the bastards and see the arrows do everything but hit him see every guy charging him with spears and swords only to like I don't know, hit a gopher hole right before they get to Jon Snow, then, you know, like, I can't do that and then complain, you know, the dragon died too easily. You know but what? the things that happen to Jon Snow happen in a battle. Like, like, like battles are absurd. Like, like, you look at those Medal of Honor stories about literally bullets going through the guy's clothes. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a celebrated hero, then, and that's what a Medal of Honor winner mm-hmm. is. If, you, if you're telling the story of the greatest hero there ever was, then it's I like there's that some they're luck involved. That, I, I, I'm like I like that they're showing that it wasn't just that this guy was the best swordsman there ever was. Because what's so great about that? Like 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 if you're like yeah he was he he won every battle how? Well he was just better than everybody else. It wasn't even fucking fair. Oh no he won every battle how? Well the gods must have touched him because I saw 15 arrows land around the man. I saw a man coming <laughs> to cut his head off. Watch and Battle I, of the I, Bastards again, dear viewer. Not, I'm sure Kyle's knows it, but and then watch the it through the lens of. Yeah, this guy is just surrounded by plot armor. Every time he's about to get beheaded, the horse hits a gopher hole. Every time they fire a volley of 397 arrows, they land around him like that woman at the circus spinning and they throw the knives at. It's it's magical how he's not hit. And the whole, like, resurrected because he has a purpose or whatever, that doesn't save people, as witnessed by the guy that got had to be resurrected, is it seven times? Something like that? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, seven 
don't know. So um, it's plot armor. So when they kill the dragon, I'm like, you know what? Good. I'm glad the dragons aren't bulletproof. Now we have a show again. No. I actually came down. No, 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 I, like, I came I'm down fine with them killing thing. the dragon. Well, it's how you kill the dragon game. within the rules that you've already established. A lot of like, people like said, are upset that the ships ambushed the dragon. Yeah. They, they, Dude, you the fly. writing's not good. You fly. You know you'd have seen those boats. I would have seen Did you see the clip? Did you see the clip with the director? There's of the an show? armada here this time. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. Where he said that um, Where he said he's like she forgot Daenerys, about it. she she forgot about the uh Euron's and it was like no. Yeah. No, that was a previous episode where like Varys and Tyrion scene. or whatever is like yeah, the previous scene where they're like, and we can't forget about these ships over here. Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh yes, those ships over there. She came around totally. And they were like, know, Why would you be flying? You know, the armada's out there and she's the, like, Oh, that's a good point. The best <laughs> part of the episode was when Tyrion kept pressuring Jamie to tell him what Brienne's pussy looked like. I like I got a kick out of that. <laughs> the the worst part and this is not, this is a continuing theme. Is I am tired of pretending that the actress who plays Daenerys isn't a horrible, horrible actress. Go back and watch the battle where she's crying over Ser Jorah when he dies, and look at her tears. She has to like awkwardly angle her head down so you can't obviously see. Like this bitch looks like she just ate a warhead. That's not crying. You know where <laughs> I got the opposite the opinion, with- Taylor? When she interacts with Sansa. When, when she interacts with Sansa... Sansa's a way better actress, I think. I, I wouldn't disagree. I, but, but the way that she does this, like, mean girl thing, like, you know, I'm the queen, and, and you know, Sansa's like, yeah, you're the queen, and, and they're just sort of like... There's a so lot of unspoken, unspoken communication and one-upsmanship there that Amelia Clark does really well for me. Kyle? I have another thing I hate. Okay. I have another thing I hated from the episode. Bronn walks right into a bar... Where there are only two people in the bar. One of them is Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer. The mm-hmm. other is Tyrion Lannister, Hand of the Queen. No guards outside. Nobody's even in there to have a beer to look at two of the most famous men in the realm. Like, like if if you knew that, they, that there was a bar and Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt were chilling in it, and you're like, wait, they weren't at a bar. They were in like a private quarters, like in the Lannister no. side, or, or they, they were, were just they, at they a were, bar. They were in like a tavern. Oh, that's like, even dumber. Like, I don't even know who's serving them the beer. The bartender was like. <laughs> Like, oh, shit, Bronn's here. <laughs> First of all, Bronn makes it into the encampment. Even though he was just at... Last time Bronn interacted with Targaryens, he was at war with them, with Jaime, at that battle. I'll buy that nobody recognized Bronn from the battle, even though he was the guy doing a lot of shit. Um, I'll buy that, 100%. But I don't know about Tyrion not having a single guard. Okay, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's real loose with it, loosey-goosey, and everybody knows the, the half-man, and nobody would mess with the imp. And the Kingslayer is there, one-handed and all, so maybe, maybe that's just okay. Braun shows up with a crossbow. Again, this goes back The most back effective to, close combat weapon. It'd be pretty good. If we're, me and you are in a room with a crossbow, you're a dead man. If you but, miss, I have three minutes to stab you. Thank you. Do you remember the... <laughs> I think Braun literally says this. This might be Braun's line. It's someone's line in Game of Thrones, though. It's a good weapon. Takes too long to reload, though. Braun, Braun fires a warning shot at Jamie to let him know he means business and goes like it's a 12 gauge pump and he's locked and loaded again. Like, like what the fuck was that? Even what the technology the that uh, that's a special crossbow that they, like, they crank it up. You've got to crank it, though, because it was and made. it takes forever. You have to put it face down on the ground, put your foot in the little holster thing and then 
it was made for that weak ass bitch Joffrey who had no physical like gifts at all. He couldn't cock his own crossbow like a man where you grab it and pull it. He needed a cranky danky like a. All right, like I object to you giving Joffrey a hard time. <laughs> that was the show's peak. You no, Joffrey's the best. Was? Joffrey's your second best villain that you've had in the show. Probably second best acted character. Esther Ramsey. Okay. Yeah, Ramsey. Ramsey frightened me. Joffrey made me a little nervous. But like, like, like when those two whores are in there with Joffrey, and he's like, "Hit her." No, now hit her with this. You're like, "Oh shit!" Harder. I, Ramsey <laughs> would have been like, "Fuck her." Now fuck her with this. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey's heart. Ramsey rapes. Play with, with her dogs. blood. Ramsey yeah. rapes people with dogs and has hounds rip you apart if you don't fuck him right. And if you if you get pregnant while he's raping you, he he'll kill you for that. Like Ramsey is evil incarnate. He's he's the kind of evil that that you see like Darth Vader and you're like, Ramsey's oh, he's a bad evil, but a lot of it is purposeful evilness. Joffrey was a whole lot of tear the wings off bugs for entertainment. Yeah, it's both. It's both. It, Have you guys noticed the <clears throat> precipitous decline in dialogue the last three years culminating in like, like to your point earlier, Woody, where you're like, blame George R.R. R. Martin. Go back and, and Michael watch Jordan episode, somehow. you know, episode four <laughs> of season two or some shit like that. I don't know. I just picked an episode <laughs> out of my ass, but the dialogue's a lot better because they have George R. R. Martin's source material to work with. That little like conversation between Daenerys and John, she was so ham-handed in it. She should have been wearing a fucking sandwich board that says, "I am a bad guy now." <laughs> like, it was so over the top. There was no nuance to it. Not that she's ever been a good leader in any capacity, but like the the back and forth, the 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 Tyrion and the Sir, the not Sir Varys, just Varys, their little conversation. Not reminiscent of, at all I of just the kind feel of conversations like they used to have. G.R. Martin should Remember take Varys more heat for this because Remember he's the one that quit, right? He mm -hmm. quit. Someone else is writing. They might be bad writers, but they're writing the fuck out of G.R. Martin right now, who is doing what? Chicks and pina coladas? I don't know, but not they're writing. They're writing the equivalent of like four pages of Martin, though. And Martin's there. Let's not act like Martin died already. He's there as a, as a consultant. He's there to like give them lines he's there as a writer as this is my, it is a, a this is my thor situation. is he though is he though yeah. you know like it i i know that he has a credit of some sort but my I, as far as i i don't see his influence i i think he's there i i think you gotta blame i, I don't know who to blame but the, but i i think the the two creators of the show the benioff guy and the other one like maybe D &D the brothers, they call I don't fucking know. I don't know. yeah, yeah I, I think they're to blame for this Weiss or something I, like, like you were talking about the writing taylor and how good it mm -hmm. used to be Rem one of my favorite scenes in the entire show isn't a battle or or a, or a cgi monster it's when Littlefinger and Varys are Doing going the back scene. and forth Chaos in the they're in like the great hall in king's landing mm -hmm. and and they're sort of one-upping each other in what they know about the other he's like well when was the last time i saw you hmm well the last time I, you saw me or the last time i saw you well you were doing this and that that you shouldn't have been doing well the last time i saw you you were doing this and that that you shouldn't have been doing with you know who ah a representative from Essos, our enemies. What was that all about? Well, I was talking to him about how you're a boy fucker, actually. He's a boy <laughs> fucker catcher. And there's like this one epsomanship. Boy <laughs> 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 On the boy fucker catcher. Where is he? <laughs> so, it, it, that was golden writing. It's I, I watched the episode and I didn't instantly hate it. I wasn't in love with it, but I was like, you know what? They're just setting the table for the, for the episode to follow. You have to advance the plot. It can't all be sword swinging. And that's what they did. And then I watched all the reviews about it, and everyone was like, Game of Thrones is freaking awful terrible now. 
I think they forgot some of the set the table episodes before some of the time. I don't think people dislike it because it's a set the table episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think this was necessarily a set the table episode. They didn't no, move forward with quite a it's bit. All that like, shit I said. You see Miss Sandy die, but like, it's That's just what I the think show is so, the show is so off the rails that it's like, what? This isn't what any of these characters would be doing. Like all the fan service they're doing. Like they're just basically creating woo moments for the crowd where it's like, woo, Brienne and, and they... uh, fucking Jamie finally got together. Woo. Oh, I wasn't fan serviced by so... that at all. I was looking for her to be with the redheaded dude. I don't know. Do none of us yeah, were. None of us were because we've been watching for a while and we kind of know the, you know, mm-hmm. and we've all read the books. And so we kind of know the way it would go and we know how to anticipate it. If you're just a show watcher, like, I, and, I've seen no, even, even the show watchers aren't liking it. I'll t- I take that back. Even the show watchers are starting to come around and be no. like, "No, this just isn't very good anymore." I don't like it. What's better? Good. What's a, what's the better show than Game of Thrones on? This is sweep seasons. It's everyone's doing their best stuff. I think it's still the best show on TV. Those two Indonesian guys that build mud huts on YouTube—that's <laughs> a better show. Touche. Those guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah. they, they make fish ponds. They make hot tubs. They make oh. they'll like fry. Who is the I, original I, the funniest guy? thing about those guys? I think I think Viking, they, I think the last season of Vikings, woods, but they still use Photoshop and their thumbnails. It'll be like, oh, we are going to cook a steak on a hot rock. And then, like the thumbnail will be a giant ass porterhouse on there, and then you click on the video. I did this literally last night. I think the last season it's of Vikings just a tiny was better. Strip. I think <laughs> the last season of Vikings was better than this season of Game of Thrones has been so far. I mean, granted, we're only like four episodes in, but it's only six episodes long. You've seen two thirds um, of it. Yeah, I've seen. I, 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 I've I, seen enough to know I'm not going to enjoy how it, this is going to go down with those. Lost and Sopranos no, for one of the no. worst kind of oh, ends. Sopranos, to no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Sopranos, But you talk about Sopranos. Have, I've never fin- finished either of those series. I'm only coming from the, uh, you know, what? All right, well, you're wrong the, about that. You, the it's ethos, Lost the and Dexter. Lost and Dexter. Those are the bad endings. You're right. I did watch. People Dexter. were shocked by the Sopranos ending and left a bit unfulfilled, but you couldn't hate it because it was nothingness it was a suggestion of what has happened and it, it hearkened back to tony's own words when he's in a boat with bobby bacala and they're talking about what it's like to die and and he's like i i think maybe it just all goes black an assassin walked into the fucking diner shot tony and it just went black because tony was our our, our eyes and ears and mouth in this world that is the sopranos universe i didn't love the ending but i don't hate the ending okay it's, hearing that the, explanation that's actually sounds pretty good yeah, yeah it, I, it, I thought it was good. Dexter, remember Dexter carrying his dead sister out of the fucking hospital and crying like a f- like a guy who's not a serial killer. Like a guy's not like, a sociopath. I thought the Dexter ending was okay, and I'm uh, most people really hated it. You and the mm. writers of Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Sopranos ending was good. I thought the Lost ending was so terribly horrific. I'm still a little mad about it. I'm mad isn't isn't that I, I I never watched Lost, but from I, I had a friend who was super into it at the time, and he was like, "So the polar bears that live on the island and the smoke ghost and all these things just happened, and there's no explanation." That's what I kind of feel <laughs> that's like. That's what they did for you. Uh, Game of Thrones is okay. it's like, oh Azora's eye, that's just nothing now. Oh that battle that was like long prophesied between the Night King and uh, well I mean it wasn't prophesied, but it was kind of led, led towards in the show between John and the Night King. John and oh, the Night King have been favorite, giving like, each other. Fighters. One day I'm gonna kick your ass looks for three you years know, what's now really dumb is they gave like five fighters on the team that we were rooting for valyrian steel swords and as soon as you see all of the night walkers or the white walkers you're like oh 
it's finally going to go down. They finally have a weapon that can compete. They're going to get in a big five-on-five brawl with the the White Walkers with their now Valyrian steel swords. You got all of them in there. Nope. Nope. None, none of that happened. Can all I give you a better gone. ending to this show than what we got? Like, 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 just off the top of my head, you get what Taylor just said, right? You get, like, I'm not even going to name them. Our five favorite guys. It could be different for everyone. Our five favorites. The ones with the Valyrian steel. They face off against the five or six of the white walkers right and in like single combat it's a big battle they're all fighting and we we we're, we're winning a little bit we're winning a little bit and then the night king really starts going ham and he starts killing our favorite characters and then like john snow is really going ham he's killing most of the white walkers and it's gotten down to like a 3v2 and it's like john and fucking name your other favorite guy redhead and then and then the white got quite the, the the night king raises up our heroes our favorite heroes are risen up and there's, and the sad music comes on the music that comes on when all hope is lost and they all get cut down as the, as, as the, as the camera rises into the sky, mm-hmm. you don't see Jon Snow get stabbed in his face and blood. The camera just goes straight up looking straight down and you see the swords fall upon Jon Snow. And then at the end, all of our heroes are white walkers and they're descending on um, Cersei and Cersei meets a horrific ending at the hands of our heroes who are now White Walkers. Give me that. Give me the Night King sitting on the throne. That's how Give you me... wrap it? Bad guys win. That's how I wrap it. Bad guys win. <clears throat> I, would, I, I wouldn't have loved that, but I, w- I would have respected it. S- just the same, the same way I, I didn't love Soprano's ending, but I respected it. What we're getting now is this fan service shit that's yeah. not only fan service, it's also not within the rules that you set for us, Game of Thrones. I, I say this time and time again about every sci-fi fantasy, name a show, you set the rules and, I'll, and I will follow them, but you better follow them too. I'll believe your rules, mm-hmm. but you cannot break your own rules I, without a massive explanation for why the rules are being broken. I can't get on board with a lot of the complaining I've been hearing. I'm mostly because I, I watch all these YouTube videos about it. And a lot of people are complaining about the talking in front of the castle. Cersei is so evil. She's shown a you know a pro- proficiency at killing people and 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 a lack of remorse over it. They would have wiped out Danny. She was within range, etc. And I'm like, really? You are complaining that she's a hundred yards too close? That's your big problem with the show? She's Maybe you're too complaining close. too much about little things. I, I you know I that one I didn't say that one, but I had thought about that one when I watched it. <clears throat> they absolutely that's absolutely what would have happened w- if weren't you think- there those ballistas on the walls in yeah absolutely scene, walls are covered- like well apparently these things are fucking laser beams so just aim it and just what would have happened in an earlier seat like if you remember how how cersei took power from ned stark how how she conspired with mm-hmm. some with a third party and then there was an ambush just when ned stark thought he was getting the upper hand it was like no 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 lord stark and the guy he puts his hand on on, on him and like it's it's game over and and it's like no no like as as like our heroes are all, all being cut down and all of ned stark's family guard are being chopped to bits and they're taking him away that's what would have happened right there she showed up with i'm gonna guesstimate 50 men and that's being generous all right 50 fucking men you could have sent the peasants of king's landing out to she could have been like peasants of king's landing a chest of gold to the man who brings me the head of Daenerys Stormborn and open those fucking gates and it would have been GG. I've seen more people in line in the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A yeah. than her army. Breakfast, right. like, forget she about it. like 65 people. Those chick minis are delicious. Oh, those chick <laughs> minis are so good. That, you know, I, I saw uh, something <laughs> on Twitter where they were like, 
Chick-fil-A is now the third biggest uh, fast food chain in America. I can't wait until it's number one because then it's going to be as popular as Subway. There's going to be a Chick-fil-A everywhere. None of them are going to be crowded. Or maybe all of them will be crowded. I'd be okay know. with that. No, but, but back to that, why didn't she just start firing the ballista? All the ballistas trained on the dragon, fire. Why is there not all of her cavalry in the woods that don't exist now because we can't afford woods. I feel like people are watching with a more critical eye than they used to. You know, people didn't say, why didn't Ned leave earlier? Why did Ned go to King's Landing? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why wasn't Arya clever enough to do this or that other thing? Why did she stay? Ah, No, she made mistakes along the way. Ned, because Ned was very honorable, and this is his best friend, and they had he had he, they had a long conversation, Robert and Ned, about how there Ned was a lot more development back then of why these seemingly stupid decisions were made. It, and like <laughs> something I could see is that if that fat fuck ever releases the books, that this exact same thing happens. But there's like two hundred pages it. of explanation of why it happens. And he will have hindsight. He'll have heard of all this complaining, and he's going to give us a good ending. He's going to if he if he writes the books. Let me just preface with that. No, if what he you said? You said books, he's writing. He's got like thousands of manuscript pages, right? Who said he's, that? He's oh, very deep in. You said no, he's, he's very deep no, in. I accused him book. of getting laid, which I'm sure is inaccurate. <laughs> well, that's even more egregious. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do you mean you can't find it? <laughs> You have no. to push the sides of the fat down. <laughs> Dude, I, I, in my head, here's one thing that I that I will agree with the complainers on. I feel like the pacing isn't right. You know, like what had got done in previous years, right? Like we had a whole season and all there was was Battle of the Bastards. In this year, there's going to be six episodes with two battles on that scale. In previous years, we might go a year and not that much happened. And now they've taken four years, crunched into six episodes. It's a little tight. They, I think it's three three seasons crunched into six episodes. I think that I'll that'd take be that. fair to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it really is. And and all those missed episodes. Let's call them. Let's see, thirty minus six is fucking twenty four. Those twenty four episodes that we didn't get. Hmm. That's all the stuff that we that that the three all three of us could agree that we love and we need. I need the minutia. This is a slow paced show. God damn it. This isn't this isn't like an action movie. Not necessarily like like it, it it's 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 a drama. It should it, be like a six to one setting the setting the stage episodes to like conflict. Episodes. I need the build up. You know, the one of the reasons that I I, I enjoyed the scene where Arya uh, had her little sword fight with Brienne in the courtyard mm-hmm. of, of of Winterfell so much was you spent six years showing me her train. You showed me six years of this little girl becoming a bad motherfucker, being trained by. The Hound and Sirio Pharrell, the Fersor, the Bravos. And then you showed me going and becoming a faceless man and being trained by the Waif and, and Jack and Hagar. You showed me you showed me her killing one of the, the, the King's Guard, who was a pedophile, in a brutal fucking fashion. You showed me her first kill when she stabbed that fat boy. You showed me her second and third or fourth kill or whatever when she's fighting with the Hound over the chick. You really want to die over some chicken? Someone is. Yeah. Like you showed me though. By the way, where does that writing come in nowadays? When was the last time you had a moment like that? Like the hound saying, "Someone's gonna die over some fucking chicken." I'm, I'm gonna eat every fucking chicken in this place. He had like three one-liners in five minutes, and every time he says one, you're you're getting harder. You're just getting harder the whole time. Those like, weren't even the best lines. Those were great lines, but when Arya, like, um, I think repeated the words that he gave to her as she killed him, I think that's how it went down. Yes. That was amazing. That was amazing. Taylor. I oh, love the, uh, that. 
his one-liner, uh, the Hound's one-liner in this episode was a prostitute getting too close to him and him going, Gah! <laughs> and I was like, she was what like the- are, are you hurt, boy? <laughs> like, 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 like when she's slowly murdering that man who killed her friend like like yeah. years before. Uh, look, we're probably probably about done with Game of Thrones talk about to be okay. fair. Yeah. I, I don't want to beat people over the head with it. By the way, so anybody what's all of our ten out of our, our ten ratings okay. out of ten ratings? The last episode at this one most out of recent 10? episode. I, I'm gonna give it the exact same rating I think I gave the previous one, which is a five. Five out of ten. All right, so my scale is on the scale of Game of Thrones episodes, not okay. on the scale of entertainment in general, because Game of Thrones has a high bar. Yeah, that's I what give I it. I give it a three. Hmm. Wow. I've got seven in my head. I don't know if I want to go that high. Is it a better than average Game of Thrones episode? I just don't think it was as bad as people are saying it is. I'll go six. Okay. Everyone's saying it's awful. And I'm like, no, this is just a Between the Battles episode where they kind of the, the crossbow thing doesn't bother you how at all. they got there. The reloading crossbow thing? Yeah. I feel like the, that's a piece of minutiae that I can overlook. Even though that, it's That is set a little bit before. of minutia that I can overlook because it's also understood that, like, you know, they both know Braun. He's got his little curved dagger behind him, and Jamie's got one hand. So if Braun wanted to, he could beat the shit out of both of them with his bare hands. Probably. I hated that scene it was, so much. I, I liked the dragon dying. I, I like the dragon dying, just not how, like how it died. I don't know how many times the dragon that. to die. Okay, fair enough. In a realistic way that's been set up by the show. Oh, you just needed some. Have you, you ever come up with that lore... fucking dragon horn? If if you're on, hey, go haroo, and the dragon head just go ah, and like like you know how the brown note makes you shit yourself. <laughs> like if he'd go haroo, and just the dragon starts, and then shitting. the dragon shits itself. Let, let me lay this out. Shitting oceans of green shit all over the crew of its own, like its own, the friendly vessels and dragon shit. No one knew this. Acidic, <laughs> acidic, and they're all screaming, and their faces are melting off like that scene in Raiders this of the Lost is Ark. Not the Danny, Lord. do you mean to tell me you've only been using one end of these beasts? <laughs> do show, watch- <laughs> show watchers even know about the dragon horn? I think they might. That's not. a double barreled dragon right there. <laughs> For anyone who's lost by the dragon horn, here's the scoop. In the books, Euron spent years away from Greyjoy. Well, no, what is it? Euron spent years away from Greystone, the Iron Islands. Where is that place? Yeah, the Iron Islands. Let's just call it the Iron Islands because I can't remember the actual seat of power. All right, so he spent years away from the Iron Islands, and the theory is that he was looking for a horn that lets you control dragons. And in the book, they think he might have it, but he doesn't reveal it and say, look, this is a horn. So Kyle's referring to that horn that controls dragons that he may or may not have. But I you guess it, it would have showed up by now. Have me a scene with Euron and Cersei. Give me a whole episode of this. Um, let me tell you that. 30 minutes. I don't minutes give a of this. fuck about Euron. Stick with me here. This is how you met that. And that's a problem, right? No one gives a fuck about Euron. I need a 30 minute scene where Euron is sitting in bed at, at post coitus with, with Cersei. He's okay. fucked her. And, and she's like, tell me about your travels. And I need a flashback. And now Euron's got long hair. Go ahead and put a wig on him. Shave his face. Let me let me buy him. This is long ago. And show me his travels in like a montage almost with his voiceover. I, cl- I climbed the highest mountains and dove the, lo- the lowest seas. I went to here and there and west or farther west than any man has ever dared sell. And that's where I found it. And I've like, raped like, in each corner of this world. Tell me a tell me a story. Like build him up as a badass, right? Like 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 I was listening to Kevin Smith talk about writing um with uh for for um Bruce Willis and how like there's a character Bruce Willis is like no this character's supposed to be a badass. You gotta we need to establish that here. Like like when he steps into the room, you need to know this is a badass. Kind of like in Rambo. There's a scene in Rambo where like 
Rambo First Blood, um, uh, Rambo Two. I think that's Rambo. No, Rambo First Blood. I'm sorry, the first Rambo, where he's in the the Northwest fighting the sheriff or whatever. He, where like the colonel comes in, and and the colonel's trying to explain to the sheriff who they've picked a fight with. You don't understand who you're dealing with. He's the best with guns, with knives, with his bare hands. In Vietnam, he was a jungle fighter, a guerrilla fighter, and he did his job well. No one's ever been as good. At like he goes through this whole montage, this soliloquy. Because the audience has never seen Rambo before. We know Stallone, mm -hmm. he was Rocky, but mm -hmm. is he really a guerrilla fighter? No, this colonel comes in, he lays it on thick, lets you know that, no, 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 you're dealing with the best of the best. We just dropped him in solo in the jungles of Nam, and he went ham, all right? If we'd had 10 Rambos, we'd be having fucking tea in, in North Vietnam right now, boys. You don't understand. And you're like, oh, well, shit, well, buckle up. We're fucking, this is, that's who Rambo is. I needed that for Euron. And if Euron had had, had fucked the queen, and by the way, show me some more titties. I don't need, I, I know. The actors have gone too big time, right? They used to. They've all gone too big time. He used to see pussy. Did you, you need to rewatch <laughs> the scene of Danny fucking Carl. That's what I call him. Screw me. Um, And, and her taking oh, a doggy style. It, it, I think it's rape. It's their first night of marriage, maybe. Yeah. And, um. Well, he um, owns her. So. That, that was rape. <laughs> I, I think she owned that rape. I don't know. It makes it anyway. Um, if you watch her to get a good dick in in that scene, you'll be like, "Damn, Game of Thrones used to lay it down. Now we have a hint of butt cleavage." And, and it's not lady boob. butt cleavage. The the, the 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 most nudity I can remember is Jon Snow's ass last year. I was talking about Arya's. Well, butt who cleavage. can forget that? Oh yeah. You know, look, look. You know, and, and, a good way for them to do it, like like the Euron thing you're saying, like something that would win me back over is if there's a Hank Hill cameo and he like berates Danny where he's like, God dang it, Danny, you could shoot that flame twice as far if you fueled your dragons with propane. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of accessories. <laughs> now, right. why I, would you not forget? We should probably that those ships move were there? on. But yeah, yeah I think the complaining's divert. overdone about Game of Thrones. <laughs> but Dad, she didn't know those ships were there. God dang it, Bobby, it was in the previous scene. <laughs> <laughs> I have a topic. Those those boats can hide in the rocks, Hank. You don't understand. They're Dad, invisible. It's been established Euron's an excellent sailor. Oh, <laughs> Bobby, I swear. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that I would need, win the show back. I need Dale's conspiracy theory about how that those boats were part of the Philadelphia experiment. <laughs> it allows ships to be cloaked and, uh, and virtually invisible. <sighs> those boats were never even there. <laughs> <laughs> I need that scene. But but yeah, look, like, dude, I'm back on the Game of Thrones wagon. If they got a bunch of King of the Hill cameos, I don't think they're gonna. I I DM'd the directors of that show until they blocked me with these ideas. Yeah, and yeah. They, <laughs> I choose to believe that's true. You do. They didn't care yeah. for my crude artwork depicting the the, the, the lesbian, <laughs> lesbian yeah, yeah. Nancy. Those boats were never there. <laughs> Slip John Redcorn in there. Yeah, yeah come like, on. Oh, fuck the you, Game boats of were definitely there. <laughs> in denver they've legalized magic not legalized they decriminalized magic mushrooms yeah. i didn't know what decriminalized meant uh and I, I imagine there's some viewers who don't correct me if i get this wrong but i think it means it's legal to use them it's legal to own them probably to some certain amount but it's still not legal to sell them so no. it's not the pot situation that you have in like 
I don't know, 20 states now. No, what it means is um, that it's not like a, uh, a criminal. You don't become a criminal by doing it, but you can still get ticketed. You can be ticketed for having them, selling them, owning them, using them, all that stuff. But you won't go to jail. Oh, you still get ticketed? Are you sure about that? Yeah, that's what decriminalization, decriminalization means, I think. Okay. No, and, I and thought it, it literally it, meant like using was okay, but selling was not. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I I, th- I think that's the the case. Um, but but yeah, that's a good step forward. Um, I, that's certainly not anything I'm fucking interested in to be a hundred. Do you guys honest. know anything about mushrooms? Like what the effect is? I, as per typical, with any time they take like a recreational drug and make it legal, suddenly it's a health food. Oh. Yeah, magic mushrooms are the greatest cure for depression out there. Magic mushrooms will enlighten, they'll make you creative, they'll make you wonderful. Magic mushrooms are just nothing but joy and sunshine into people's lives. And I'm not saying that these things are all incorrect. I'm just saying that the, the what I'm getting through my screen is that this is just a wonderful, yeah. no flaw I, I thing. don't know enough about mushrooms, but okay. everybody who rants and raves about them always says it opened their mind and i never hear about like all the stories about like meth or crack cocaine or mm-hmm. or crack it's like those people go crazy or a pcp that's the big one angel dust where people get fucked up on it and then they go stab someone i i never remember any stories Alcohol. of people getting like high on lsd or uh or magic mushrooms and then going out and attacking someone people so, hurt themselves i think sometimes and they can have oh, a, like a bad time yeah, accidentally. What is what's more powerful, LSD or LSD. mushrooms? Okay, LSD. Okay. Um, but I know but that LSD lasts longer. It's. I mean, you can probably also take a lot more of it because it's like a liquid, and magic mushrooms are fucking mushrooms. Well, usually it, you're usually getting LSD like like on a piece of paper that's like a, a miniature stamp that's torn off. And you yeah, a tab. It was a yeah. super close vote. As a matter of fact, they reported that it didn't pass the decriminalization, and then as they kept counting the votes, it did. And the article I have in front of me says 50 and a half to 49 and a half. What's a drug that if they voted to legalize it, you'd be like, well, settle down. Um, it would have <laughs> to be like, like I alcohol. I'm pretty libertarian <laughs> at, when it comes to like, like what you can and can't do. Like I, I was listening to Rogan and, and the Kevin Smith guy taught the other day and, and there he was, he was like, you can go up on a building and jump the fuck off and nobody can say shit to you, but you can't do heroin. Why not? Why can't I decide to do heroin? I, I don't I think, think heroin's I'll... a good thing because you get addicted so quickly and then that leads to criminality where you steal things and hurt people in order to further I don't think, your I don't think Oxycontin is a good idea. It. No, it's not at all. But Look but, at how but, much the pharmaceutical industry is lobbying to keep marijuana illegal. It's because they know that's going to steal business from the fucking pill industry. Like, yeah, yeah I, those, those opiates are evil. Yeah, I got no problem with any of that stuff. I think all drugs should be legal uh, 100%. Like the, nobody right now is not doing heroin because it's illegal. No, if you legalize heroin, nobody's gonna be like, "Huh, I'd like a shot of that." Yeah, come on. I mean, they I might. Mean, marijuana use, off, Billy. That's what Ron Paul used to say. Marijuana use goes up in uh, marijuana use goes up after they legalize marijuana. Of, Why wouldn't that be the same for heroin? Of well, mar- because marijuana is 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 like a two hour high that makes you enjoy Doritos, and we all know what heroin does. We've all seen fucking well. Not all of us have seen The Wire, have we? You uncultured <laughs> swine. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll watch it. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what should I finish first? Sopranos or Wire? How far are you in The Sopranos? Uh, season two. Yeah, you should finish. Wait, sopranos. how many Sopranos? Didn't you are watch there? season one of Sopranos like three years ago? 
Yeah, I yeah, got into season two that. and then I stopped. So I, I forgot. I forgot most of what happened, other than him going into his psychologist you, and just being like, "Ah." You phrased the so question like out. you were actively working on a season of something. No, I remember all of it. It's the fat Italian kid and his fat Italian dad and his loud Italian wife and the annoying Italian daughter. He is like, nailing they it. They go around town <laughs> and they they say things like, "Hey, what are you talking about?" <laughs> And hey, give me those drugs. Yeah, what and are you doing, it... Mickey? What are you doing with my trash? Company? What baffles me? I'm just a normal person, right? Like, like in terms of like violence, I've considered normal. Forty six, right? No, no, stay in your lane. I still feel like I could beat up most of the Sopranos. But those people do is, like, can't run be tough. Tony a little bit. How often do they get in? Fi- how, how often do they go fisticuffs though? Where it's any? Where, Tony where... is the. Like a heavyweight champion of the Sopranos universe. Oh, I don't think he beat up Tony. Really? I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he beat up. I don't think Tony has the cardio to do anything. He's been dead for three years. Fair point. No, Tony's Tony's a heavyweight though. Like like Tony fighting is so exhausting. Thirty seconds in, he'd be asking me to stop or or negotiating a break. How many of Tony's fights are anywhere near fair for he his opponent? He punches a guy Actually, like once. Honestly, he's he's six one and or he was six one. R.I.P. But he's probably he, five he's ten. A, he's, a, he's thick with four C's. Like he's okay. A, he's a I, I will make it not Tony though. But the Christopher beats people up. Um, that fat fuck pussy. You know, like like he's supposed to be intimidating. They're all hated, intimidating, uh, that guy, but, uh, but, but it's not about fisticuffs. It's about guns and bats and uh, organized crime. Okay, we talked about this here's before. something. I could stand still in front of Christopher and not get shot. That's my magic power. Um, You're forgetting. Fucking, <laughs> first, I'm pretty sure Christopher's the one who shot the Russian in the head, and Christopher is the one who, while being shot in the fucking spleen and laying on the ground, headshot um, Brendan out of that fucking moving car. I'm going to have to go against you on this one. Christopher I'm just is talking the... about the way he pushes forward when he shoots. Oh, well, I'm, I don't like his technique either. <laughs> he, doesn't get a lot of, he doesn't get a lot of range time, you know? <laughs> he doesn't. Christopher's not intimidating. I, I can only recall Christopher beating up one guy, and it was this really skinny black drug dealer who, didn't, who wanted to take away Christopher's corner, uh, and he kicked the shit out of him, and there was uh, like, a, like a crackhead that he kicked the shit out of one time. He Both, beat like, someone up in like a people. donut shop once. No, he pulled a gun on that guy and then oh. shot him in the foot. He didn't pistol whip him? No, he shot him in the foot. He shot his toe off. Maybe. Ooh, I'd rather <laughs> get pistol whipped. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather get pistol whipped than shot in the toe. Or in well, the anyway, off. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm Mr. Tough Guy. I just feel like the Sopranos needed some sort of... If they're going to be tough guys like that, they should be more physically imposing. Yeah, they should have gotten think- an even bigger whop. <laughs> 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 and just be like, this is Tony... Beat you up a lychee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I was fine with that because they mm. they were never like, oh you're not gonna pay, well you better get your uh, get your gi on and meet <laughs> me in the cage down the street at Walkins because uh, I'll be seeing you there Thursday night. Yeah, I, yeah, bring your mouth guard. It's go time. That, that never happened once. You're they were like so over he, the top though. They would fight in like a retail store. And it's like, well, he punched first, so you know, whole fight ends the second fucking ninety-seven-year-old Vinny throws one punch. I don't. Ah, when you scene. go to prison, you better still be careful because we got Giovanni Fuck Your Assoli in there. <laughs> yeah, they call like, him like, the I really, spreader. Like I, when I think of like Paulie, like getting people physically, he snuck up on the guy, hit him in the kneecap with a baseball bat, and then put a gun to his head. I don't care what kind of karate you're bringing to the table. 
it, it's not going to match that. Like when I think about um, all of them, it's always like when Pussy uh, like like had to get a guy, he waited. The guy turned around and hit him in the back of the head with a hammer, and then continued to hit the guy in the back of the head with a hammer. Like these are criminals. You know, they're not fighters. I agree with you. These guys are not physically imposing necessarily. They don't. They, you could you could beat up most of them. I believe that. But they don't play by your rules, and they don't. They're not. They don't care if they win a fight. I, I, I see your yeah, point there. I the, just the war, if not the battle. I don't know. I, look, they were like undefeated fighters. I get it. They're not fighting in fair rules and stuff. But what? Everyone else is so stupid. They turn around while this guy might hit him with it. Well, this guy's got they a claw hammer. He doesn't open up with, hey, I don't like you very much. He's like, hey, how's it going? You got some coffee on? These whack, mob whack, guys whack. tend this not to square up. The, the, <laughs> the complaint bleeds over from a Bronx tale. Have you seen that? I've seen a Bronx tale. You'll have to remind me of exactly what happens. There is a, there's like. one scene where a motorcycle gang goes into a bar. They start roughing it up. They're not playing by the rules. They politely ask him to leave. The motorcycle gang says, you know what? I'm not going to leave. He locks the door and says, now you can't leave. And now you can't, now yous can't leave. Yeah. So in walks <laughs> people yeah. who make Wings of Redemption look like Thor, right? And, and, and a bunch of other old Italian guys, <laughs> and they beat up a big old... You skipped an important part. Go on. In walks about six or eight big fatties with baseball bats. Yes, but the uh, bikers, shit, were they armed at all? No, <laughs> maybe you're right. I, I, I want to watch the scene again, but I don't want to watch it on PK. I, I, I just remember, and I don't think they're as drunk as you're saying, but yeah, we're drinking. They're in the bar. That's they're in the a whole bar, thing. but they, they're, you know, they're, it's not their first. They're drink. imbibing. And these guys were in the back having cannoli. All right. They were high on sugar and they had their bats with them. And the, it, 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 it wasn't <laughs> going to go well. High. I need to they see someone do that. You get a little sugar. I can win any fight because I'm really reactive to sugar. <laughs> come on mick hit me with a confection of sugar <laughs> uh yeah i i don't know where do you guys stack rank or i guess what's the what's your favorite show of all time i i bet it would have been game of thrones up until recent oh the wire rank the wire over sopranos i, yeah. I was pegging you yeah. for sopranos no dude the wire is the best show of all time the second season's a little bit weak but but i still like it like like the wire has amazing writing great character development amazing characters you like the good guys you like the bad guys everyone has motivations for their actions no one is perfect they're all very flawed individuals that you know the the the, the, the like the higher up management in both the criminal organization and the police department are all backstabbing crooked trying to rise up in the ranks and like doing mm -hmm. whatever they can. There's a great scene where one of the underlings, he's like middle management is teaching someone to play chess. And they're like, you know what you just stay a pawn. There's what if I get to the back? He's like, no, a pawn's a pawn and a King's a King pawn's always going to be a pawn. And he's having this little realization to himself that like, I'm never going to get out of middle management here. These guys are fucking lording over me forever. I, I work for them. They're the ones making the money. He's having this great, like, introspective moment but nobody mm -hmm. around him gets it because they are his lessers intellectually and in the organization while he tries to teach them chess they're they're playing checkers with chess pieces before he got there it's it's a great show and that scene in particular is one of the best scenes of any tv show ever on anything and you don't period. even notice the cgi in that scene i bet i bet you have no idea that there was cgi there you're There's right a lot of it is there you're right i had no idea <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's not a scene you would expect to need CGI. You know, have All you the seen the Wolf the of Wall Street effect. CGI? Yeah, you don't notice it. Yeah, what's the CGI in Wolf of Wall Street? There's so much, and it's mostly like scenery. 
you know, like oh. like the guy plays tennis at the federal penitentiary or something like that. And that whole scene, like every all the buildings and tennis courts and stuff is CGI. You know, he's sitting on a boat negotiating, you know, like he's trying to bribe a federal agent or something. And then you see that same scene without the CGI. Oh, my God. It's so crowded. There's houses. It's a lot less. It's more dense. So it doesn't look as rich. Yeah. It, they had a lot of uh, buildings in that scene and, and, and a lot and of they're scenes. good at buildings. But- yeah, they, they had a lot of buildings, and you do not notice them. I was hoping uh, you'd say something ridiculous. Like, do you know Jonah Hill's not even in that movie? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and when they went to HD, they, they remastered the wire, of course. They went from um, whatever, um, the 4x3 to 16x9. Well, when you do that, you're seeing... what they, what they, they had it filmed on film, which is widescreen, and then they just cut the film, they cut the ends off of it, and make it 4x3 for old-school old TV sets. Well, the part they cut off, a lot of times when they shoot they they're aware that oh well that's going to be cut off you can have a a cameraman over there because because this is the scene this over here doesn't matter if there's a camera there so when they go hd it's like oh well shit there's a cameraman there now so they're just cgiing out all of those guys like like wiping them out that happens a lot uh i forget i'm sorry i I can't stop thinking about adult cartoon characters making cameos in game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) but marge she knew the dragons were there (laughs) <laughs> she knew she knew the ballistas were there she talked about it in the last scene <laughs> homer i don't think people want to think that much they just want to enjoy a show in march <laughs> i like the dragons <laughs> i killed the green one that was my favorite one lenny and carl agree <laughs> the um in game of thrones i think that cersei's army is going to betray her i think that's <laughs> I what i keep seeing <laughs> That would, oh, that would, be, that would be such a funny, funny thing for them to do. Or if anybody's good at editing, do that. Throw them. Throw them <laughs> uh, yeah, The Wire is my favorite show of all time. I think um, because there's there's a good uh, you know there's a lot of great shows. Firefly was a really good show. You know, um, a lot of the HBO shit is just good, uh, but The Wire it is just just nails it on so many fronts. I, I like good writing. I like good acting. And, Game of Thrones the, might be my favorite. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, if you cut off this last season and half of the last season. He said they'd already established that those darts don't hurt the dragons. (laughs) They improved the ballistas. Am I supposed to forget How? How did they improve them? The YouTuber said, are you saying there was something untrue right on YouTube? No, no, I I, I know (laughs) that they improved them, but how did he make a technological advance that, you know, they they talk about the huge time period of Game of Thrones. For thousands of years, nobody figured it out. And Kyburn's like, Hmm, let's make them stronger. Yep, that'll do it. Kick, 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 kick. Like Kyburn is is, is just like fix it all for anything technological. Any problem you need solved, Kyburn's got the answer. Oh, you need a zombie giant? Boom, got you a zombie giant. Oh, you need a you need a weapon that'll shoot dragons out of the sky? Let's make a dual threat. You got some boats to deal with too, right? Like, oh, you lost your hand and it's medieval times. Let's just boil it in a bit of wine and I'll sew it up nice and tight. And hell, you'll have a you can put a prosthetic on there by next week. You want a gold one, by the way? Boom, here you go. Like, he is, like he's, he's like the perfect get out of jail free card in all these things. It's like, Mark, magic is inventing ballistas. Like, <laughs> I, I, it seems simple to, to me in that they made one last year, tested it, realized it needed to be beefed up. They beefed it up. But why did, why, why did it take no, them that long to beef? Why did no one in the Seven Kingdoms ever figure that out before just right now? While Do we we're know watching? that? Because I felt like he yes, brought because, back an ancient technology last year tried it said ah we need to go we need to step it up a little 
and then but, this new one's because better. Because when the Targaryens came over and took over the Seven Kingdoms and 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 conquered six of the Seven Kingdoms, mm -hmm. nobody ever came up with a ballista that could do this. That's how they fought off the dragons. They didn't fight off the dragons. They lost. Well, I mean, they tried. <laughs> they, they had ballistas, and they and they had to sh you, had, you had to shoot them in the eye. For, Is that right? Is that the lore? Yes, that's the lore. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't just punch through their throat second shot. You have to think Euron's sitting there like this couldn't this couldn't have gone better. <laughs> like just, I didn't think that eleven boats with these, and that was funny too, where like he's supposed to have this enormous fleet waiting for him, and they just fly around the corner, and there's single digit boats. <laughs> like, did they run out of money? They must have. I don't know. I, I, no more Game of Thrones, please. Okay. What's your, your, your well? I mean, you asked what our favorite shows were, and, and Woody answered Game of Thrones. So I'm, I'm, that that's kind of brought us there. What's your favorite show, Taylor? I'm different with my shows. Like I get really attached to comedy shows the most. Like the ones that like feel good comedy shows. I love King of the Hill. I love it's all honestly. It's always Sunny is probably number one. Yeah, like, I if, love, if I, I want a feel good show that I really enjoy, makes me laugh every time. It's that's always the Sunny. That's the office for me. Like, really? Like, yeah. I, have you seen the office? Like, in its oh entirety? yeah, I've seen start to finish of the office. But once, uh, once Michael leaves, it like it really just sucks, dude. I don't it, like it, does, it. It's not as good, um, but it's still watchable for me. Uh, 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 some of the episodes in particular, I didn't like um, some of the really later episodes when like Pam, when the when the when the sound guy is flirty with Pam and Pam is like. Pam was a real loser in the show. Everybody, everybody acts like Pam's a champion. Pam failed at failed at everything she ever tried to do. She was she, she was a secretary, and she she was she answered phones, and she was pretty she damn good. She did at that. not fail at answering phones, Kyle. She did not fail at answering phones, and that's where she should have stayed. And, but they were like, "Well, kind of sexist to have our main female be a just answering phones. Let's make her a saleswoman." And then it's like. The writers couldn't help it. They were like, but she wouldn't be a very good saleswoman, would she? The you sexist know, thing is you wish casting. That wasn't the reason. They were just promoting her, and she failed. I don't think that's a like, pro-girl storyline. And then she defrauded the company by telling them that she, she had been hired as the office administrator prior to them being bought out by Sabre and, and, and got everybody to sign off on it because it was a hectic day and gave herself a salary of like $45,000 a year. <laughs> And then just really did nothing from then on. Just collected a paycheck. She failed at art. She 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 flunked out of art school. When Michael that was, was impressed. Her one, her one talent. Yeah, Michael's a rube. Michael's the dumbest character in the whole fucking. I mean, she show. got Second further in art school than, than Hitler did. She she did he not even get make further it in art school than Kevin. Um, than Hitler. <laughs> than Hitler, I said. Uh, than, than Hitler. Hitler didn't I mean, even make it in. She Hit at least made it in. Hitler had some nice pieces, okay? <laughs> I, I, we've all seen Hitler's art. Like, if there's one... I can't Hitler. picture it, but... It's an original Hitler. That's what that whole It's Always Sunny episode is about, where they find out their grandpa was a Nazi. Oh, my God, you're going to love this. That's a show my, that lost me. My, my friend from New Zealand is doing... Um, in, he's in university there, and uh, they were doing... It was either art history or something like that, and there's this, like, part of the presentation... Where if you zoom in, oh, it was about German shepherds or something. Like, like I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember the exact context, but there's a lot of pictures of artwork, and one of them is Frank presenting the original Hitler, like stuck <laughs> in there. And it's a, it's their actual reading material. Like, like somebody has stuck it in there and nobody knows it, but <laughs> it, it's just the, the most hilarious reference. It's not like some like, yeah, we put this together. It's kind of funny. It's like, this is our learning material. 
and there's an original <laughs> Hitler if you look closely right there. But it's not an original Hitler. It's uh, it's what Charlie painted over the original Hitler. Yeah, it's right? what Charlie painted over the original <laughs> Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good reference. That's good, dude. Uh, yeah, I, that's, that's a great show. I Googled. I painted over it. He's got, he's got. I, uh, I gotta say, races I, at the time. Look, it's not Hitler's art is better than Pam's. Yeah, I don't remember what Pam's is. art was. And I mean, you never saw Pam leading a country to to conquer Poland. That's true. Pam never. Wait, if you turn that, that same critical lens on Pam that or on Hitler, you would say that he failed at what he tried to do as well. Wait, but that's not a fair thing because none of us have ever tried to conquer Poland. I've never failed at it. Oh, that's you know what? I'm never gonna. You try know what to Gretzky said? I'm still <laughs> <laughs> you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's going to be a hockey player sixty years from now who says something similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, 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 Pam, Pam was a real fucking loser. Um, her, her art was bad. Like, like she had no self confidence. Um, she, she, one of the things that it, that's interesting. And look, I love Pam as a character. I love the show. I've seen it. I'm not exaggerating when I've seen all of the office 10 times, at least I, I, I watch it a lot. Like it, it's, it's my background show. It plays like I'll be on my laptop, like doing stuff, but the office is on and I'll look up and go, Hey, yeah, get him, Kevin. Like, like I watched, I've seen the deleted scenes and all that shit, but Pam has a fake pregnancy, like a, a TV show pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, one season and she has her first fake kid. Then the next season she gets pregnant in real life. <laughs> Fake pregnancy, she's still pretty Pam with a fake belly on. Real pregnancy, she gains about 50. She gets, she gets they make a reference big. to it in the show, I it's think. It's a little large. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. like, yeah, he used to be thinner. Well, like, 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 well, um, what's her name? Um, Angela mocks her endlessly. She's like, look, yeah. it's little pregs and big pregs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Pam's like, I, I don't remember us agreeing on, on those nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> And like Angela comes back from her fake TV show pregnancy, and she is slim. Mm. And 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 Pam comes back, and she's still big. And 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 Angela's like, I brought everybody brownies. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's it's uh, Office is one of my favorite comedies for sure. What else is in your guys' like background queue? Like Our things track. you just put in. I got. It's always sunny. South Park, King of the Hill, Family Guy. Uh, I don't do background a lot. Like, like I, I really only do background. With, like, 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 I have a lot of, like, if I'm going to watch Star Trek, and what you mentioned, I pay attention. I, I have mm. to, especially if it's Deep Space Nine, because there's a lot of, like, shit to pay attention to. Like, you could watch Next Generation, I guess, in the background for sure, because it's... You can watch anything in the background if you've seen it ten times. Yeah. That's true. That's true, for sure. Yeah. Um, Star Trek's good. There's a lot of episodes of Star Trek, too. Psych. Uh, we watch Psych in the background sometimes. I've never seen that show. Oh, it's pretty clever. Funny. Okay. Um, Yeah. I do background shows all the time. Ed? Yeah. Yes. I have a topic to admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens uh, to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers won't grab your passwords or credit card details, but... You'd be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action, which is why 
uh, we're recommending that you use and get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks per month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months for free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months for free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. Let me double up here. All right. Tell everybody about Get Quip. It's time for some spring cleaning. Quip's got an easy way to start with your brushing habits. Just two minutes twice a day can help pave the way to a healthier mouth and mind. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulkier, traditional electric brushes. Quip's toothbrush also has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when it's time to switch sides, helping guide to a full and even clean which is essential since up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or clean our teeth evenly. Quip's multi-use cover mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-hoe brushing, as Chiz says here. (laughs) (laughs) Allowing you to not only declutter your sink, but be travel-ready for your Quip. Also, because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, the brush heads uh, from Quip subscription plan are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months, for just five bucks. That's why we love Quip and why over one million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill refill pack for free at getquip.com slash PKA. Yeah, get Quip. Yeah, check that out. Express PV, VPN, Quip, make your life better. Get yep. Quip. Be safe online and have great oral health. I use my Quip. Every single night and every morning. You should brush twice a day. Did you guys see the thing about the thousand weapons in L.A.? Uh, no. no. Okay. No. I, I will link it to you. They're going bonkers about it. And I don't know where my head is on this. <clears throat> so one of the like, things they're stressing is this is a really, really upscale neighborhood. Apparently the mm-hmm. average home is $17 million in this neighborhood. What? Yeah. Who's so, living there? Uh, I, it's in California. I like assumed it was like part of Hollywood or something. It's uh, the famous intersection of Beverly and Sunset Boulevards. That's Hollywood, maybe. I don't know. It's LA-ish. Michael but, Jackson, Neil Diamond, Frank Sinatra, Barbara Streisand, Bing Crosby, Gary Cooper, Walt Disney, Humphrey Bogart, Lauren Bacall are all people who have lived in this neighborhood. Lauren Bacall, you say? Yeah, that was just... <laughs> I don't know who that is. But she must have been pretty fucking famous. <laughs> So uh, there were a thousand guns they see from, seized from this guy's house, and and the people watching the video are, are seeing the guns out in like the I'm going to call the driveway, just laid out there. And I, I'm I'm of two minds. On one hand, a thousand guns is really a lot of guns. That's not a most gun owners don't have a thousand. If you told me you had a hundred, I would say you're a pretty hardcore gun collector. If you told me you had twelve guns, I'd say. You know, you're just a guy who likes guy who likes guns. Maybe you know you get a couple different ones. If you had one or two guns, then you probably just want a gun in the house. 
a thousand. Uh, but on the other hand, if you're a cost no object guy, and I assume if you live in a neighborhood where the average home price is seventeen million, you're a cost no object guy. Is there a limit on how many you can collect? This whole article um, doesn't mention what he did wrong at all. Yeah, they don't there know shouldn't yet. be. He that, can only shoot one at a time. No, he's done something wrong here. Like there's a there's a there's something to go along with this. Like mate, he was perhaps he was selling those guns uh, on some sort of black market or, 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 or there was some sort of like there was there was drugs or there was some sort of illegal activity to go along with having those guns. He, I, mean, no, he broke I, bet, a law. I bet he was just an innocent collector. <laughs> <laughs> These you are got just too many, boy. The, uh, looking yeah, at this, came in and was like, "You've got too many guns." For the audio-only listeners, when my when I eyeball this collection, I see a guy who just bought every gun he wished he had. He does not have like crates and crates of AR-15s that he would like sell to the. I was about to say the Yugoslavian army, a country that existed 15 years ago. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Here's the plan. I'll buy a thousand guns and then I'll invent the time machine. Sell them to <laughs> but like, like if you ever see like, you know, uh, is it God of War, Lord of War, something like that? Lord, with of, the War. God, Lord, of, War. The, yeah, Lord of War. You know, this guy has crates of identical guns or still tons of ammo. The, this is a gun collection. This is a, a collection of mismatched weird guns. Gun, not weird guns, but most look like, like hunting rifles, like exotic guns. It, it's real hard to tell here because, but a lot of them have wooden furniture. Uh, a lot of them are look, look old-ish. Like all the know, pistols from, are mismatched. A lot of revolvers. Now, he's not um, arming an army here. He just no, bought but, these but over he did time. Some, you know, you know, he he did something to to go along with this. It, yeah, it, undoubtedly. Or I would yeah. hope so. Otherwise, that's a pretty scary thing. Well, it was some sort of like a joint investigation. So like like the fact that the ATF was involved with the investigation itself, although you, you can never tell from the news article, like it's it's possible that he was doing something illegal specifically with firearms. Uh, maybe he was importing them illegally, you know, something like that. You know, that that could be it. Maybe this guy's illegally importing firearms or something like that. It, it's, it's, it's not a very useful armory i will say like, like it, if i was to arm an, uh, a group of people i would want them all to share the same ammo uh, to eyeball this i'd say you need like a hundred different kinds of bullets to make sure. all these guns go uh, maybe 50 different kinds of bullets i'm not sure yeah i i think anybody who's considering this some sort of like this is not like in terminator 2 there's a scene where you haven't seen terminator 2 either you fucking pig damn it taylor I, you know your parents are guilty of child abuse <laughs> There's that scene where Schwarzenegger drags the the big board off the in the desert and like oh, I love covers that scene. the underground bunker of weapons and it's just all the most crazy military hardware you've ever seen. Everything in there's black and there's grenade launchers and shit. That's not this. This is like it looks like a rich guy's collection who defrauded some people would uh, or something like that. This looks like Bernie Madoff's gun collection. Yeah, is he in jail it, it's not useful mer- yeah. ma- militarily. I'm looking to say. Yeah, probably not unless you're fighting against like. Rabid deer, and you have the a lot of different kinds of bullets. Yeah, yeah. Have sure. you guys seen? Uh, you saying Bernie Madoff and thinking about him being in jail. Mm. Have you seen? I think it was like a YouTube documentary, or YouTube video, something the pedo like that, dude? that showed what. Uh, no, no, Bernie Madoff, the uh, oh, okay, uh, Ponzi scheme guy. I uh, there was yeah. a YouTuber who was a pedo who was in the news recently. I should have let you finish. Oh, Shit. okay. Uh, they have like if you look up what like I think it's Finnish or Norwegian jails are like, like they'll give you Xboxes, they'll let you have a TV with cable, you can like order Netflix and things, you can custom like have food delivered to you. Like if you're gonna go to jail, go to jail in fucking Finland. 
it looks not that bad. So for all our Finnish listeners, if you commit a crime, don't be that scared. You're going to be fine. I mean, there's like 16 people in Finland, so no wonder it's so nice. Both of you. Both of you Finnish listeners. Yeah, both of you Finnish listeners. <laughs> One of them's listening from jail right now on an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> that is a very true. All I said was I want to listen to my favorite podcast. And they said, hey, you better behave, Sven. And I said, oh, you know I will. And so then they give me the PC. <laughs> <laughs> I complained about the internet. And they say, you're right. Uh, you know, Google Fiber is a human right. <laughs> <laughs> i miss google fiber remember that was going to be a thing my yeah, town got to approved for it off? i they stopped investing in it i don't maybe they did what they wanted to do like at&t started rolling out these like stop that punt i have at&t gigabit fiber because google fiber said they were coming i'm gonna watch a man get beaten to death this weekend Nice, like for fun or yeah. yeah we all have well, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay um, for for the right. Um, it's uh, this Hawaiian guy. Um, oh, I know this guy. He's old. Yeah, his name's BJ Penn. And he's a former uh, former champion of the UFC. One of the the greatest fighters of all time. Mm. Really is um, courageous. And uh, and this weekend, uh, stupid brain damaged drug user. Uh, and and this weekend, oh really? Uh, well, according to reports, you know, just you know, while while he was having his wife being while he was being cuckolded. Uh, you know, doing cocaine and forcing his wife to do the cocaine and then abusing her and stuff. Allegedly, you can never know what to believe in these news reports. But BJ Penn, uh, he's on like a five, six fight losing streak now. He's clearly brain damaged, in my personal opinion. Um, his last fight, they like Taylor picked his opponent. BJ, it, it, like the thing he's greatest at is like jujitsu and, uh, and and getting the guy on the ground, putting him in a Kimura or something, arm lock getting the guy to tap out. So they put him up, up against a guy who has a similar skill set, who's very young and experienced. The guy fucking like heel picks him and puts him in like a knee bar or something and basically cripples DJ to the point where he's limping out of the ring in eight seconds or something. It was like so that. fast. It, there, was it Ryan Hall? Is that the guy's name? That sounds very familiar, but, but I'm, I'm I have not his record. Of, like the, it is Ryan yeah. Hall. I have it in front of me now. Yeah. So this weekend he's fighting none other than clay Guida. Now, our, our good friend Joe Lozon lost a fight to Clay Guida a while back, and it was a real hard loss to watch. And, and I remember I showed my dad the loss um, like a week or two later. I think it was Thanksgiving. And uh, I was like, Dad, this my, my friend lost his last fight. Do you want to see what happened? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch. And he, you know, I, I play it on YouTube, and there's, there's Joe over there getting, getting hype, you know, bouncing around a little bit. And then they show Clay Guida, and Dad goes, well, no fucking wonder. He's fighting a goddamn caveman. <laughs> Clay Guida is a barbarian. Old he is and still effective somehow. Old and still effective because his fighting style is that. Like, like come forward and smash. And you can be old and still smash. And BJ, Hell as yeah. we said recently, he thinks he can still be a champion. Did you read this? He, <laughs> no. that's, that's why I said brain animal. That's why I said he has brain damage because if BJ Penn thinks he can still be a champion, he is the only person in the world who thinks that. Okay? It's just not in the cards for him. I'm trying to think of someone who has a better chance, who's like not even in the world of fighting. I think, um, 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 fucking, I'm spacing out right now. Who's the 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 um the celebrity that I did that shitty movie with? Um, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Logan Paul has a better chance of being a UFC champion than <laughs> BJ Penn does. You know I'm right. 
because Logan be. Paul's, I don't know. Like, I'm because thinking Logan of... Paul's maturity will be like six years from now, and there's so many unknown factors. Like, like it could happen. Like Logan UFC Paul could... is athletic to the scale where you're like, yeah, and a wrestler, and he's a wrestler. Yeah, like I don't think either of them are going to be champion. But if I had to pick, yeah, you got to go Logan Paul because BJ Penn's going to die this weekend. <laughs> uh, that really that really makes him like 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 I anybody who's a UFC fan or maybe you're just a super casual or maybe you just don't give a shit. If you're gonna watch one fight, you know, pull it up on YouTube or go to our MMA on, on Reddit after Saturday night, watch the BJ Penn fight. Is and look, I, BJ I'm Penn calling make my shot. You're calling yeah. your shot. I'm calling my shot. BJ Penn misses weight. He's been he's good about that. Uh, like like if, he's a professional. I think he makes weight. He's Hawaiian, he gets fatter every year. That's true. That's that's actually. Science. I don't think he's. I I think he's <laughs> at a new camp, and I I think that like his last camp was real hard, and I think he just kept camping it up because that wasn't long ago when he lost that that Ryan. Why do fight. Samoan people seem to get so fat? Genetics, genetics. Why do black people get sickle cell anemia and diabetes? Yeah, but to get fat, you have to be eating a lot. Like you can't. You won't just genetically magically become fat. You have to be consuming. Like what do they? I think, other, I, think I, know, I know they eat a ton of pork, but like, yeah. What's yeah. the difference between that and eating a bunch of beef? Like, oh no, but we're really fat here too. So, I okay. think they just eat nothing but like pork and pineapples, though. It's like you want pineapple pork or pork pineapple. You know, <laughs> you want me to stuff the pork with a pineapple or stuff the pineapple with the pork? We got it all. The, the, the all. crux of this is that we all have a thorough understanding of Samoan culture. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it consists of pineapple, pork, and, and the rock and pineapple and so the rock. Ryan Hall is actually a, a tough matchup. I'm looking to look and that guy who I'm sings wrong. somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah, Ryan Hall. I've got his record in front of me. He lost in 2006 and not since then. So he's pretty badass, actually. Um, yeah, but it's right in BJ's wheelhouse. Like if you're, it, gonna you're right about that. He's, he's not going to outbox him. There, there's a thing though. Like so, this is a little bit I know about the UFC. If your contract pays you a lot, then you fight tough guys. And that's actually a correlation. You would think the tougher, like the better you do, the tougher guys you fight. And that's true-ish. But a, a fighter might have a decision to make and say, man, you know, I don't know if I want to make 100 grand a fight or 60 grand a fight. Because if I make 100 grand a fight, everyone's going to be like Max Holloway. That sucks. But if I make 60 grand a fight, yeah, you lose one and they throw me a gimme. And I get to, you know, stay in the UFC. Yeah. These are well, just decisions that people make. It's a good card this weekend. But I, the reason I just... Like, where I'm like, headed like, is, I think BJ Penn earns a lot per fight. He's not getting any softies. I. Ryan Hall is tough. Clay Guida is tough. It's a good matchup for him, the Ryan Hall. One. Like, like, like it, it's, it, it, mm -hmm. If he was going to handpick somebody, he'd probably pick Ryan Hall. Like, like, unless he's going to fight an unknown as BJ Penn, you know? Um, that's on the preliminary card. Thank God he's not getting main. Who's card the main guy? Uh, when you go over to the main card, uh, the star of the show, the headlining fight, it, the main event is Rose Namajunas versus uh, Jessica Andrade, and that's one I'm real nervous about because I love Rose. I really I watch all her behind the scenes shit and her like uh, embedded shit. Great personality, cool fucking girl. She's pretty. She's incredibly talented in the in in the cage. I, I I like her a lot. She's emotionally available in all her stuff. I've been a Rose fan since she before she was in the UFC, and you know she just shares who she is, and you get to connect with her. Yeah, and and she's fighting a tough opponent. Um, 
she her last two fights were against the same uh, girl. I want to say I think she beat um, Joanna Janjacek twice in a row. Who was the who was the champion forever? And they considered to be like pound for pound best women's fighter for a long time. And Rose stomped her twice. And Joanna um, has a win over this Jessica Andrade uh, chick, but she's like the only one who could handle this Jessica chick. So it, it's it, there's some discussion on the, over whether this is a good matchup. It's also the fight is in Brazil, which is Jess, Jessica's Brazilian. So it's it's gonna be a, a scary fight for me to watch, and 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 I would imagine it's scary for Rose. I'd be scared if I was Rose. Um, the second fight of the night, the co-main event, is Jared Cannonier, who I've seen fight maybe once or twice, but he's fighting Anderson Silva, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I would definitely pick Silva to lose. Uh, he looked bad. I think he looked bad um, against uh, the style bender, and I know it's the style bender, but still, I, I thought he looked bad. I thought the style bender was taking it very easy on him, and I, and I've been I, I said that a few times. And then uh, third fight down, Jose Aldo. Uh, versus Alexander uh, Volkanovsky. And the only reason that this is not a co-main or a main event is because Jose didn't want to fight three rounds. Like, like it was his request. He was like, I don't want to fight five. I, I don't want to fight five rounds. I want to fight three rounds. And Dana was like, Jose Aldo gets what Jose Aldo wants. So, you know, we'll, we'll just do it that way. And uh, the next two fights are fine. I, I recognize these guys' names, but I'm not uh, uh, a hardcore enough fan to, like, know uh, what they're about or anything. So, so yeah, I'm excited about the card. The BJ Penn uh, fight on the undercard, I really want to watch it because I think he's going to get smashed by Clay Guida, and and I'm down to watch that, I guess, because I just feel like he's... I don't get why he doesn't quit. He's got money. He's got a gym. Like, why doesn't he go train, like, the next rising star when he's he's clearly too old and too broken to do this anymore? Why is he still going? This Anderson Silva fight is interesting to me. So I, I, I wasn't really on top of it. Um, I have a different theory than you. I think Anderson Silva is going to win. I think they're picking a guy that he can win and retire on a win. That they might just wheel some guy in if they have to. And I've never heard of this Jared dude. He's lost two out of his last three fights. I think he was picked to lose to Anderson Silva so that he can retire that night. Could be. I, it is in Brazil. There, and there's a thing that fighters do, um, not all the time, but I love it when they do it. They leave their gloves in the ring when they retire that's they mm -hmm. take off their gloves in the ring they leave them there and they walk out and uh it's that's a neat little thing little it, ritual i like stuff like that in sports it's a yeah okay it's a ritual that that sinks in deep in my heart and i hope i get to see it i'd love for him to win take off those gloves and just walk out have there ever been like michael jordan style fighters who did the glove thing and then like two years later <laughs> we're like i'm back they oh, definitely so come back all the time in boxing oh, okay. that's like a promotional thing like this is my last fight this is my now this time I mean it. You'll never You're get to see me. You're the hottest boxer on earth. You're 24 years old. What are you doing? I'm hanging him up. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, if Anderson Silva wins, takes his gloves off, leave him, and that's something I'd really like to see. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Anderson. Um, uh, he, I mean, shit. I don't know if I like Anderson or not. No, I, I like watching him fight. I like so, sometimes I like watching Anderson Silva fight. I think that's the honest answer because. I was watching a fight recently where, like an old clip, where he's hiding behind the referee. You know, did you see that clip? I did, yeah. For a second, remember, right? Remember, remember when he refuses, when he's like standing there styling on the guy and the crowd's booing like crazy and he's in there and he's in his Burger King shorts and he just won't end the fight and Dana's so pissed. Was it against Damian Maya by chance? I don't remember who it was against. I just mm. remember he could have, it was clear he could finish, but he like wouldn't. 
He did. He wouldn't. He wouldn't end the fight. He was just going to stand there and be like, "Yeah, come over here to me." Anderson oh, Silva walk over there now. He's come a counterpuncher, and he really frustrates me. So if people don't know, a lot of people think a, a better fighting style is to let you extend yourself, dodge that, and then attack you while you're uh, extended. And it can lead to a really boring fight because the other guy's like, "Look, this guy. If I try and hit him, his like secret sauce is hitting me while I try that." So I'm going to make him lead. I'm going to make him do his thing. And somehow his whole career, everyone is like, Damian Maya wasn't aggressive enough. Well, you know, Anderson Silva wasn't charging in. Anderson, you know, Nick Diaz did, wasn't aggressive enough. Well, Anderson Silva, Nick Diaz laid on the ground and said, come get me. And he still didn't. And they're like, Nick, you got to fight. He was making a point. Anderson has to fight too. I, I usually I'm not a, uh, yeah, don't love I, I, counterpunchers. And I got no problem with him using uh, steroids because, or, or I don't even think it was steroids. It was something to help him heal faster. It could have been a steroidal thing, but it wasn't like the the muscle building, like make you Paul Acosta not kind of type shit. Uh, I don't think it was, but I'm not an expert on that shit. You'd have to ask our I'm buddy. Not an expert either. A lot of people but, said he used it to help after he <laughs> broke his bone to make it heal better. To make it heal better. And, and look, if you saw that bone break, I, have we all broken a bone? At least one. I right. Lost yeah. count. There you go. Um, <laughs> But when you broke it, it was it was like ah, there's a crack in my bone, right? Like, oh no, was that kind of break. I got lots of kinds. No, Woody's had uh, <laughs> compound fractures, haven't you? No, did you ever have? Never busted through the skin. You ever have oh. your like like this is your shin and it did this and wrapped around another man's shin like a cartoon character. One time my no, arm. No, I've seen that clip. It was like I had another wrist. Like it, it was straight Hot. and then it went up like that and then across again like a Z. How, That's how did a that legit break. Car accident. I put my I was my car was flipping over. And I thought I was gonna fall out the window, so I posted up out the is more than one flip. So the car landed on the roof, all the windows broke. Now the car was landing on the driver's side door. I posted my arm out the window, and that's when I broke it so bad. Damn. Oh that's Ow. awful. Oh. Ten and two, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the out. root cause I've was only, falling asleep. I've only broke my nose uh I've broke it twice, but that's the only bone I've broken. Yeah, that's why I've got a pristine right edge, perfect nose. Yeah, same here. Wait, it broke right here. A right edge, perfect nose. I can't tell. If you were here uh and you ran your finger over my nose, it's like there's no round part of it. It's you would go whoop, perfect right angle here, flat, perfect right angle down. It's like the guy literally went in with a fucking sander and was like, oh, so you had yours worked on. Yeah, it was when I broke my nose. The second time I broke my nose, and they were fixing it up. The the first time it freaked me out because I was a I was a kid. I was a little kid playing tag with friends, and I ran into a, someone's forehead and just poof, my younger brother's forehead, and it smashed my nose. Blood was pouring everywhere, and I remember my first thought as I was running through the basement because we were playing in the unfinished area, and I was running through the carpeted area of the basement. My thought wasn't like this hurts so bad, or I'm going to be in trouble. Or my thought was oh my God, I'm getting so much blood on the carpet. I'm going to be in so much trouble, <laughs> was my first thought. But then the second time I broke my nose, which was during a fucking basketball scrimmage game in middle school, mm. and someone on my own team, I was wrestling at the time. I was playing high-level competitive hockey at the time, and I broke it during a basketball practice. And this dude went up on my team for a rebound and came down and then swung his elbows like that, caught me, and it cracked in the exact same spot and blood was just pouring all over. And then when I was getting it fixed, my mom, you know, ball or move, mom. Hell yeah, won't ever forget this. She was like, you know what, while you're in there, because I used to have a little bit of a hump in my nose, mm -hmm. she was like, just take care of that while you're in there. 
And so I got, you know, my, my nose is perfect. I'm the opposite. Yeah, so I've broken my nose four times. Twice wrestling dogs, actually. And they just like... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and one, I counted as two. Because in a fight, I got it broken in two places. And um, uh, I went to a plastic surgeon to like get it worked on. But he didn't... like. He was just really disrespectful and kind of an asshole. He would ask my mom every question, even though like it was my nose and I was... He'd ask my mom a question. She'd relay it to me. We're all sitting within two feet of each other. And then I'd like answer to the guy. And it, I just hated him. And I never got it worked on. So genetically, I am better looking than I actually am. Well, then that's an impressive looking man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was born to go through life with a better nose than I did. <laughs> but here I am. What did you link? Oh, I, I was about to link this as well. So... I just read through the article where you guys were going through uh, UFC talk, and based on his responses to all these allegations, I genuinely believe that uh, his wife or ex-wife going through the messy divorce, it seems like she's lying. Like, his explanations make more sense. And also, it's because I'm biased, because I don't want to believe that Pooh Bear was raping Piglet. <laughs> what does oh, Winnie the Pooh sound like? Whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm not entirely sure about that, Piglet. Like, what, <laughs> what does he sound like? Is that it? That works I for me. It, it's more I like. I don't know oh, about that, Piglet. Oh, it's. You... it's I, I can. I can. I can hear it, but I can't do it. It's like he, he's like. Oh, I don't know, Piglet. I can't do it enough. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't hard. know, Piglet. It's kind of, kind of like that. It, it's. it's Piglet, sort of... if you don't settle down, I'm gonna rape you again. <laughs> I, I hate yeah, to ignore it, it, like you know rape charges and such, but I always take things in the context of a messy divorce with a grain of salt. Yeah, and well, this seems they were, to be they were, very messy. Well, divorce. they were already like split, and like I guess he would he would tell her, he would like grab her boobs, grab her groin, slap her ass, and uh, say that he could grab her tits if he wanted to because he paid for them. And, he, <laughs> and dude, cool ass guy of the week. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone's tracking our cool ass guy of the week because I'm kind of curious about them. <laughs> and uh, she, I, I guess, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, he would demand sex from her in exchange for meeting his, I'm guessing, like support obligations, which is maybe child support or um, oh, uh, alimony. Over here and suck my cock. <laughs> and uh, and then she says that he abused her dog. He apparently broke the dog's hip by hitting it with a broom. And I like I like this one. See if you see if this sounds familiar at all. Stephanie also alleges that Jim abused the family puppy, once shattering its hip with a broom, and on another occasion, placing it inside a metal bucket outside of the house on a day in which it was 100 degrees and leaving it in there for a long time. I think Taylor doesn't get this reference. Until it came close to dying. Ooh. Close to to dying, all right? I, I don't get the reference, no. Good, good. It's Our listeners do. Yeah, that, 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 that's the funny part. Um, so, so yeah, are, uh, who's, who's on the side of Winnie the gonna put it in your poo bear uh, actor? Did who, I ever put a, um, an animal in a hot bucket? Wings of Redemption did. Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh. <laughs> it was a kitten, yeah. <laughs> to I, was, I was thinking back in my head, I was like, well, I don't think I've ever abused No, it, 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 the story goes like this. He's very young, so everyone keep the context in he had a i think it was a kitten he really loved this kitten he wanted he enjoyed playing with the kitten he put the kitten under a bucket so that it would be there the next time he wanted to play with it and it kind of cooked it he was 27 he was not the crown made that part up <laughs> this was 2009 <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know how old he was but i say eight you know is a good reference 
Well, I, I hope Jim Cummings. Is that this guy's name? Yeah, Jim Cummings. <laughs> oh, I hope, God, I, that's I his hope name. that he did not that he did not actually do these things. Some of this stuff sounds, if it's made up, it's well made up, right? He would forcefully put his hand on the back of my neck and kiss me while holding my, holding me in place against the wall in front of their four-year-old daughter. And he'd say, he's allowed to touch mommy's breasts since he paid for them. And then his response to that, he said, forcing? Please, everyone, Gracie, myself, and especially you were all giggling and laughing. It was pleasant to have one moment of lightheartedness. We both erupted into laughter, he wrote, per the site. Good counterpoint. Okay. Good counter. Yeah. That wasn't my point. That was what you said. <laughs> yeah, I, right. Well, I didn't read the whole thing, Mr. Showoff. <laughs> <laughs> name but three name paragraphs. Maybe me, me 30 other times that people who work in industries around children have abused that. Just just thir- 50 other times that's happened <laughs> off the top of your head. You can't. You can't name 100 times that's happened. I think Catholic Church counts for several hundred. Okay, that counts for... All right, name me 500 times. <laughs> I think I'm still there. <laughs> yeah, you probably are still there. Did you, you see the Pope the just put religions. a new rule out that if um if someone rapes a child, they have to report it now? New rule! Dude, he's like fucking Bill Maher. New rule. I like it to keep uh, a score. If you molest a kid, you have to tell us now. And all these people are like, but the what are we supposed to do for fun? <laughs> I have already read the Bible as much as I need. Can we All go right, to my I, topic that I'm excited about? The, can the, we please? Mine's quick. Okay. Oh, mine's mine's yeah. a quick little video here, and I just previewed it and, and made the determination that, that we should watch this. Audio this 30, on, right? 30, 30 second video. I'm queued up. This is called Guy Bit in Face by Snake in Oklahoma, if you want to find Thanks, it. Thanks, Taylor. Spoilers. All right, ready, set, play. All right, my audio's on, but there's not much to see. Guy's walking up his, a driveway. Stumbles. He might he be drinking. <laughs> he's got mandals on, so he's cool. Ow! Kurt, ah! <laughs> take me to the hospital! Take me to the hospital! I can't to the hospital. I can't to the I, I, I'm a little upset at that woman. Like, I just got bit by a snake, huh? What's confusing about that, you moron? It's a mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> where? Who fucking cares where I got bit? I got, I got, I, it, On my face. It came out of your mailbox. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. What a horrible way to go. Poor guy. It Poor bit him in the dude. eye. It bit him in the eye. Yeah. This I bitten face, but man, I hope I never get bitten. I'm gonna be careful next time I check the mail. Fuck. This yeah. one's fun to me. What could go wrong if I try to blow up a gopher hole? Oh, I've I've done this. <laughs> you've done this? Uh, I know that well, you sure you have that some contraption ex- is over there, but but oh yeah yeah I've done this exact thing, but um I, I <laughs> yeah I've done this exact thing. All right, uh, I, I'm all uh, I'm all cued. I, I want to shrink it to fit the screen better. Yeah. I went no, and bought no the tanks. I went and bought the <laughs> tanks and the hoses just to do this. this it's not like I. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready. Set. Play. All right. One so this guy has. Ignore it. It's a flamethrower. It, it's an oxyacetylene setup, yeah, and it and it's um. I think that thing is done for melting tar. You might use it to install it on a roof. And he's just pumping fuel into the gopher holes. He said this interconnected tunnel system in his yard. So give her a guide. Here we go. 
See? A little nice. pop. Nice. I've been blowing up the fucking moles. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> the ground. The ground's come alight. Burnt the fucking tree down. <laughs> Burnt a hole. <laughs> this guy, I think he's been setting fires all day. In all the fucking wood. <laughs> Maybe caught the fucking house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Look at that tree! Yeah, it's just that guy is hard to rattle. <laughs> I would have been panicking, but he's like, you know, things didn't go as well as we thought they would. on fire. Yeah, yeah, I did that same thing. I, I used uh, um... So, can you explain what exactly it was he was doing? They were pumping fuel into the interconnected little. It's a liquid know, fuel. Always. It was an, a gas. Okay, so it was a, a gas fuel, and then when he makes it go. He's lighting. That was just him lighting it. Yeah. Taylor, is this a common way of getting rid of gopher? I, you know, I usually use it on voles, and I highly recommend it. What could go wrong? <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll end up tweeting my own video where I'm like, "It caught the bloody ass on fire." <laughs> I'll still do it. Yeah, yeah. I did it with um with rats, but then the the real reason I got it was for a video, and we were pumping it under 55 gallon steel barrels that mm. were just sitting on the ground, and then igniting those because then the barrels shoot up in the air. It's kind of kind of hard to get them to work right because we. I don't know if you remember that video we saw. I liked these it. Argent, these Argentinians, we saw them doing it, and they were doing it like lighting it with a torch, and they go boom and like go hundred and fifty feet up in the air and shit. It was hard to duplicate that because I isn't used, acetylene the gas that uh, that like burned Kyle. Ago, Woody, you were like, <laughs> I'm gonna do an acetylene balloon or something, and Kyle was like, Don't, do not make acetylene balloon. Is that the same gas we're talking about? I it's think the it same is. Gas. Yeah, it's but very I, volatile. Uh, I, I use propane myself, and that's why I think that I use the results. Yeah, I use propane. <laughs> so uh, now, uh, why would you choose acetylene gas to kill your gophers <laughs> when it's cheaper and more effective to use propane? I My bought... dad says acetylene is a bastard gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, there, I guess I, I was I was probably inspired by FPS Russia, and I had an idea that I would I had big balloons, and I, I thought maybe I'd start with those ones you punch, but I have balloons big enough for any of us to get inside uh, back in the closet there. So the idea was I would put it on a very long string, you know, maybe a uh, hundred feet in the air, and shoot it and see how this goes. And Kyle said that this was not a smart idea. It would be like a fucking bomb going off. <laughs> like, like I can't. It would shatter the windows of your house. A hundred percent. It might deafen you if you're under it. And I don't mean like, oh, my ears are ringing. It might rupture your eardrums. I can't. Str I've seen a, tr a garbage bag of this shit go off and shatter windows. So you're like, saying like, it'd be cool. I'm Welcome saying to PKA 325. <laughs> I've got a story to tell about that week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kyle and I that week. Like <laughs> <laughs> the video viewers have to skyrocket on YouTube. Nobody's listening on iTunes anymore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I can't stress to you how incredibly concussive and powerful a balloon that size full of oxyacetylene gas, which would acetylene plus oxygen, uh, you know, at the right mixture. You weren't and, happy with even the filling method. You're like, you, are you going to stand next to this thing while you fill it with gas? Like, <sighs> that is a death-defying act. 
if you've ever seen like pictures of like a burn victim where they're wrapped up like a mummy, that's what could have happened to you in that scenario. Like, like not something if you I stand want. there like near the tank to fill it up. You mean if you near so, the balloon? So, so when you operate an acetylene torch, you've got tiny amounts. You, you first you, you a little bit of acetylene coming out. You take your sparker or your I use these lighters. It's just more convenient. And you got you got like a little poof, a little flame that's not much bigger than a lighter. And then you add a little oxygen to it. And then a little more acetylene, and then a little more oxygen, and you get this perfect flame that's meant for. In my case, I always used it as a cutting torch to cut steel, and and I can I know how to set the torch perfectly. My shop teacher taught me back in the day. It's it's the only thing I learned in welding. Uh, and and you know you get the blue flames are coming out about a half an inch or something like that. And now you you heat up the steel, and then when you hit the handle and give it a little more gas, it blasts the molten steel, and you can cut straight through a half inch of steel with this thing. It's very effective. Wow, but when you when you get the gases mixed, the oxygen and the acetylene, they're now explosive. If and if and, and if you have a volume of that, which would never exist in normal operations of the torch, because you're just burning it as soon as it comes out, it becomes a bomb, an incredibly powerful bomb. And and, and like I lit a, a balloon of acetylene when I was a kid. I mean, I've said it many times. And and just a balloon that's about this size made a fireball five times as big and burned all the skin off the back of my hand because not only is it explosive, it burns at a very high temperature. And that was only acetylene. That wasn't oxygen. That was just the acetylene. You add the oxygen and you get an, a, a more explosive concussive force. And the more volume you have, the more incredible that force is. And if you use something like a trash bag that doesn't stretch, you've got a pretty scary bomb. And what a lot what rednecks will do is they'll fill it up risking their lives doing so and then they'll tie it off and they'll let it float because it's lighter than air with the acetylene and then they will shoot sparklers at it like like regular old like um roman candles and mm -hmm. the roman candle will burn through the bag ignite the gas and you get a big bomb in the air that will shatter the windows of a house what well, woody's talking about using those balloons not only do you have a much bigger volume but now it's pressurized to some extent a few psi at the very least Whereas in the trash bag, no PSI. It's just whatever the, the mm -hmm. air pressure is. He's stretching a rubbery vessel out, and it's squeezing the, the gas. And so you get an even bigger concussive force. It would have been monumental. Like, like, like I've blown up some big shit, like hundreds of pounds of explosives and C4 and debt cord, but usually from a decently safe range using high explosive. Um, I can't, I, I've been in a house that got leveled in a tank like they, they they put explosives on the roof and blew the house down on top of me. There's no way in fucking hell I'd fill that balloon up with oxyacetylene. <laughs> I, that would be where I was just like I would I would be shivering with terror. Like me and Jeremy have been wrapping up like a tannerite like charge to blow up a car before and like using like the really really sensitive stuff that if you hit it with a hammer hard enough it'll go off. If you light it with a lighter it'll go off. And mm -hmm. wrapping this thing up with the fuel and basically making a big, like, scary bomb, a charge. That'll if you hit it with a hammer, it'll go off. That's interesting. Yes. Very sensitive. It's got sensitizing ingredients in it. Could it explode Which just one from is the that? process is that of the filling a balloon with stuff? it? My yeah, it, 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 yeah it, it was that stuff. Um, and, uh, and we've got 22 pounds of the shit. And we're wrapping it up tight with duct tape. Fuel barrels on either side of it. And, and Jeremy's, what did he say? He said something like, like, it'd be bad if this went off. That'd be scary, huh? I'm like, Jeremy, if it goes off, you'll never know it went off. <laughs> there, While you're telling this story, I'm showing a video of an oxyacetylene canister plant on fire. <laughs> it's just <laughs> popping <laughs> off everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that video. <laughs> I think yeah. Yeah, it's in Texas.
Yeah, um, and, and the charge that Jeremy and I made put a, col a crater in the ground about three feet deep and about five feet across, and it made a mushroom cloud that went 300 feet in the air. Um, it, it Jesus. And, and, and we were sitting there wrapping it up, you know, and it's like, could this go off? And I'm like, one in 10,000 it goes off. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, that's still a chance. I'm, oh, it... Yeah, <laughs> but a static electricity—that's my fear with what you're talking about, Woody. Like, you know, we've all like been fucking around with just a balloon full of helium. Uh, balloons and, and static electricity are not a thing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what you do. <laughs> get a little static electricity. Yeah, that scares me so much. The idea of you doing that—I was so scared for you to do that because I felt like you might get in some trouble. You might kill yourself. Like, like. At the at the best case scenario, you were gonna get in trouble because like they're calling the cops. The yeah, cops you talked me out of it. it. It seemed like it was more than I was looking for. <laughs> and especially when you put the explosives high in the air, I often had everything I did for the most part was on the ground. But just putting the explosives fifty feet in the air, it, it's like a radio tower. I call it a in dirty bomb. <laughs> oh, don't call it that. <laughs> There's already That's something called that. That was the video name. It's not good. No. Yeah. So I, I'm hey, this is out. Woody's lab, and today we're making dirty bombs. <laughs> you see, well, I'm going to sneeze in it first, and then fill it with gas to spread my germs. I got eight <laughs> kilos of radium. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to want to head down to your local Ace Hardware and spend $45,000 on uh, six kilos of radium. And then um, you're going to head back home. Actually, you'd want to go spend 45000 Oh, I, I probably shouldn't tell how to actually make a dirty bomb don't tell I mean, people how to make bombs yeah. actually they could probably just google it google will tell you everything I, that guy ted Kaczynski figured this. it out and google wasn't even i don't think thing. you should tell him kyle kyle i'll tell you I'll what tell if you. someone gets upset okay yeah yeah and uh, like I'm, i don't care i'm not gonna make one i i, I that I violates my homeowners association so if you had forty five thousand dollars <laughs> worth of those oh, okay yeah, this isn't even that feasible a plan but um Wow, that would take fucking forever. Yeah, so if you're an authority watching this, that's a joke. That's silly. Bill. No, no, it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one would laugh, Woody. Believe you me. <laughs> so, uh, I know it's Go the on. most popular topic on the show. I want to talk a little bit about NHL playoffs. Oh, I and thought we were going to talk about the Down on. syndrome troops stirring up the drag. I scene. thought we were going to talk about politics. You know what? We we can talk about the, the this the Down syndrome one first if you'd like. So no, you got there, me all hooked. Someone, I I, oh, I let's talk about hockey first then. Yeah. And then and okay, so the final four, you got Carolina versus Boston mm -hmm. in the East. The best two They're playing out there. as we speak. Playing as we speak. Last time I checked, it was one to one. Phillies. I'm pulling for Carolina super hard. Fuck Boston. <laughs> Fuck the amount of championships that goddamn city has won in every of the four major sports over the last fucking 20 years. Fuck mm. them. No, Boston, you don't get any more. Damn it. Now it's going to happen. No, they're but, up against the Giant Slayers. But I hope so. I hope Carolina kills it. So it's Carolina versus Boston in the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, you got St. Louis versus San Jose. And it's kind of funny that Woody's team, the Hurricanes, is in. My team, the Blues, are in. And Chiz's team, the Sharks, are in. And the Sharks, you know, I, I'll blame refing sometimes for problems. Like there was a, uh, in game seven when the Blues were playing Dallas, the only goal the Dallas Scars had, which tied the game at one, was Perron tried to, in our own defensive zone, tried to loop the puck around the back of the net to get it to one of our D-men. And 
usually the refs will jump to get out of the way of the puck. Mm. This ref didn't jump. He moved forward and he accidentally kicked the puck right out front to a Sharks forward and the Sharks forward scored immediately. And so the only, or I'm sorry, the Dallas forward scored immediately in that, in that round. And that whole game, I was like, God damn it, fuck. This is, of course, this is the bluesiest thing to ever blues. <laughs> We're going to get knocked out, but then we managed to pull out in overtime. In overtime, that game, game seven. First of all, was fucking ridiculous. In the second and third period combined, the blues had 34 shots and the stars had four. It ended up being it was 52 only of, to something yeah, low. Like it was like 52 30. to 29 or something yeah. like that. Like like Ben Bishop, the goalie for the Stars, playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. It's funny that the win- game-winning goal was St. Louis native Pat Maroon scoring on St. Louis native Ben Bishop. And so mm-hmm. I liked that as a chirp on the, the hockey Reddit, where it's <laughs> like, ha-ha, Stars, your best player is from our city. Where, and so they, they didn't care for that. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I can understand making fun of the refing and complaining about it, but... What's happened with the Sharks is fucking insane. In the first round, they went to Game 7, and they got a five-minute major called in their favor. And the way a five-minute major works is it's a power play, so you get, you know, the other team has to lose a guy. But if you score, unlike a normal power play where it's like, all right, you got your goal, power play over. A major doesn't happen. Still on the power play. They were losing three to nothing to the Vegas Golden Knights in the third period. The refs call this bonehead five-minute major. The Sharks score four, <laughs> four goals, and they take the lead four to three. Then Vegas ties it up four to four. They go to overtime, and the Sharks win it. That's a game that the Sharks had no business even being in without that bonehead call. Then last night, I was watching a lot of the Colorado-San uh, Jose game seven, and McKinnon... the second best player in the league behind McDavid is on a breakaway tripped egregiously by the Sharks and no call. They also, the Colorado Avalanche got a goal, a goal called back. They got, they, they had, they were, they challenged, you know, the Colorado Avalanche scored Mm -hmm. and then they're like, no, that guy was offsides. And so they went back and looked and the refs were like, nope, overturned. Yep. It was offsides. No goal. Turns out that wasn't even the right call from the rule book I read from a, a hockey journalist tweeting it, where it was like, no, that guy wasn't offsides. He was leaving the ice. He was he already had one step into the bench. Like he wasn't playing anymore. Like that shouldn't be a goal call back. And so the Sharks have fiddle fucked their way into the Western Conference Finals. And I just hope that we don't suck dick. You know what I don't like about the Sharks? They had a decent regular season, right? They were a pretty good team mm-hmm. this year. This isn't the playoffs where good teams do well, right? Teams like the Hurricanes and the and the Blues were the teams that are moving forward. Your Sharks mm-hmm. and your Tampa Bays—they're supposed to be at home watching us play by now. So oh, fuck yeah, them—they're not invited to this lopsided upside-down party. St. Louis versus Carolina is what I want to happen. Me too. In the Stanley Cup Final because I'm we 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 tend to play pretty well against Carolina and and their style. But it, uh, if we play against Boston, you sure about that this year? Uh, Oh, uh, this year, you can't even look at our first half of the season because we sucked dick. In the second half of the season, the Blues had a better record than even the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, the Blues mm. have been the best team in the league by far since Did we January just play 3rd. in the first half? Is that the screw? Uh, we may have played one of those games. It, I, I, don't, I don't recall the exact uh, matchup. I just know I'm just going based off, like, the style of the Hurricanes that we, we would do better against them. But I, I, if the Blues can't win it, I want the Hurricanes to because fuck 
the NHL and NBC. The N- NBC has the worst announcers of all time. Another thing, fuck the Sharks. All these fans being like, oh, I want Joe Thornton to get one. I want Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe is a player who's been for the Sharks for a while. He's uh, a big guy. He played for the Boston Bruins. Uh, he started playing in 1997, I believe. He's 39 years old, which is like being a 1,000 in hockey years. And all these fans are like, oh, this guy, We, I wish Jumbo Joe would get a cup. It's like, no, fuck that dude. Fuck that guy. He out went out of he goes out of his way to injure people sometimes. He went out of his way to injure David Perron his his first year in the NHL when he was playing for the Blues, took away a year and a half of that guy's ability to play, gave him concussion issues. Fucking Perron has to wear a tinted visor now because the <laughs> ice is too bright because he's had Pussy. so many concussions and that fucking cunt Joe Thornton started that whole thing. And so fuck Joe Thornton. I hope he never wins a Stanley Cup. That guy sucks. You won right, me I have over, a few questions. Joe I have a few questions from a non-hockey person. Hmm. Um, is, it like, is there a team that gets like home field advantage, home ice advantage? Yes. Based the on team seed? with the better record. Do, do the Blues have the better record in their matchup? I think the in, Canes uh, have a better record than the Blues. In, uh, yeah, I don't know. The Blues and Canes were so close, I'd have to check. I think, I think, the, I think the Canes finished with 96 points, I think, and the Blues finished with 99. But if, if, it's very, very close regardless. Here's another question. In the, do in the either of you Louis, have any intention uh, of... Wait, wait, are your te- teams playing each other? Is that the case right now? Only no, if St. they Louis win this round. My, my team is playing Chiz's team. Okay, and but there's a, potential the for, there's a potential for your te- teams to play each other, huh? Yeah, if my so, team wins, Taylor, that's really cool. team wins, then we'll both be in the Stanley I, Cup final. We both got 99 points in the season. The Canes oh. have more wins. Dude, what's the ROW, the regulation wins? That's what they go by. Uh, the Canes have 46, and the Blues have 45. Yep. Damn, so then the Canes so would have home. Oh, wait, wait, but that's R-W. good for us. I'm still right. 44 42. The, the Blues have had a way field advantage the entire time. Our away record is fantastic this playoffs <laughs> compared to our home record. It right. doesn't make All any right. goddamn sense. Another follow up question. Yes. Do either of you have any intention to perhaps watch one of these games since they're in, you know, they're so close by you? And it, it, I might. it gets hard I, to get I'm, into a I'm, finals I'm, game. I'm definitely going to at yeah. least one of these Western Conference final games. And if there's a Stanley Cup game in St. Louis, I'll shell out to go to that. I would love to go watch a Stanley Cup game here. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah, I don't know how like Ticketmaster, StubHub, shit like that works, but is there a way you could like potentially pre-purchase the tickets in case they get the matchup now? Uh, I don't think so because they don't schedule it until Uh, it actually happens because uh, NHL and NBA playoffs happen at the same time, and so there are cities that have a team of both, and so they like have to like do every other night because they just remove all the ice, then reveal the court then yeah that's the really back. cool that I'm is sure really cool seen, how they do that i'm sure you've seen the time lapse of that mm-hmm. happening really fast it, it's pretty neat pretty neat how they do that those like where do you find the people who are professionals at that like in, in atlanta when they first An started man yeah yeah like, like in atlanta for example like like all right hawks gotta play tonight boys get that ice gone and and get get the court out here uh what none of us know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, now now you need to cover that uh, that court back up with ice. The Thrashers are on tonight. We have a hockey team. <laughs> See, that doesn't sound right. Some rednecks with hoses. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna freeze this. It's so fucking funny. I that Atlanta this was is a like... slaughterhouse. <laughs> I, why ain't there no hooks in this? <laughs> like, it's so funny that the NHL tried so hard to get Atlanta to come on board with it, and they gave Atlanta a team twice. And both times Atlanta just was like, I don't care. And they learned from that mistake because the Thrashers were frankly horrific. 
they were getting their shit pushed in most nights. And so when Vegas came about, they clearly learned their lesson about all of those those teams, and they yeah, made I'm sure they'd be sure good. Yeah, they're like Vegas. You can have one player from everyone. <laughs> Kovalchuk hated being on the Thrashers so much it poisoned his his ability, <clears throat> his NHL uh, desire. He went back and played in Russia for a long time. Yeah. So the I, I just, oh. I'm excited about it. I know I haven't been basketball for a long time or anything, but the Sixers are trying to force a game seven right now, and they're up by 15 as we speak. So I'm excited. Who plays for the Sixers? Embiid is their... Uh, his name's not Joel. It's like Joel Embiid. Oh, he's the Embiid. unibrow guy. No, that's Anthony Davis, I think you're thinking oh. of. But Embiid is their star. They've got this guy, Ben Simmons, who is like this great sort of finisher in the paint, but he can't shoot. So they have two guys who are good next to the net, and they don't play that well together. They've stocked oh. up. They've got Tobias Harris. They've got um, Jimmy Butler. They have like uh, maybe the second best starting five. I know you're very interested. I was really in, hoping in the you were going to name one of those four players that I've heard of. <laughs> Sorry. No, it, Joel Embiid is their is most famous. Is it LeBron famous. James? Because if not, I don't know. <laughs> they have and J.D. Redick is, is like the last guy in their starting five that is like the, one of the best starting fives in all of basketball. Wait, J.J. Redick's on the team? Yeah. Oh, you know him. Yeah. Of yeah. course, Duke. Yeah. That's right. So, um, yeah. yeah, he's still in the NBA and he's he's a good player. He's a shooter. He's, he's weak on defense. And so the uh, the team they're playing Toronto is kind of like... Like, anytime you can, get it to the guy J.J. Reddick's defending. <laughs> but uh, um, it looks like it's halftime, so you don't know, but it looks like they might force a Game 7, and I would like that. Something about Game 7s that you have on your side, Woody, mm. is if the NHL, if the Carolina Hurricanes go to a Game 7, you have Justin Williams. He's a guy who's <laughs> like, he's pretty good in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Like, just kind of, he'll never make the Hall of Fame or anything. Not even fucking close. But in the postseason, he's known as Mr. Game 7 because inexplicably <laughs> over the past like 12 years on all these different teams, Justin Williams, like his points per game in Game 7s is insane. Yeah, I'm like, pretty he sure just, he played he for the Flyers too. To just win. There's a couple like Brenda Moore is another one who played for the Flyers and the Hurricanes. Uh, there's he some... played for the Blues, I think, at some point. Brenda Moore. Or no, no, no I'm getting mixed up. Sorry. Um. Uh. Oh, and the, other, the Hurricanes are oddly good in overtime. Like, whenever we go to overtime, I'm like, we won. Because <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh, no, we did draft Brenda Moore. I knew it. Did yeah, you? Yeah, 1998, we drafted him. How long or did no, you have him? no, not 98, in 88. We had him for three years. Three years, and then the Blues were like, this guy clearly won't be awesome. <laughs> Always. He's and, not going to be the heart and soul of the Flyers <laughs> before he is for the Hurricanes and wins a cup there, probably. But that, like, Justin Williams is a guy I wish we had on the Blues in the playoffs because the, it's inexplicable. I was watching the Hurricanes game seven in the previous series against uh, the Island, or not, not uh, in, in the first round against Washington. Washington Capitals. Yeah, against the Capitals. And I was like, and like all the announcers were like, Mr. Game 7's here, and they can't count these Carolina Hurricanes out. Washington's tough, reigning champions, but you can't count them out. And I'm like, I mean, this guy's like in his early to mid-30s, which is old in the NHL. I think that Mr. Game 7 thing is, is kind of done. Nope. Nope. Serves up a big apple on a plate. <laughs> finishes up the game. And it was... I like little storylines like that. Like th those players, I wonder what it is. Those players that kind of are whatever in the regular season and then the playoffs that come alive. Pat Maroon's been like that for us. Big Rig, you know, the the guy who scored the game-winning goal for us in Game 7. So I I'm just excited to Sometimes see where it goes. I think it's players whose style isn't ruined by physical play. And sometimes it's, it's almost like a, a horseshoe thing. Like 
where if your style is hindered by physical play, someone like Johnny Gaudreau, who's a very, very small guy, plays for the Calgary Flames, he gets throttled in the playoffs because the refs, if you if you don't watch NHL playoffs, the refs swallow their whistles in the playoffs. They let you get away with anything. Mm-hmm. And so in the regular season, you know, you slash Johnny Gaudreau, boop, two minutes, get in the box. Postseason, you slash him, you just steal the puck and move it the other way. I think we're agreeing. Yeah, I, oh, I think the players maybe that, I misunderstood. that yeah, I think the players that do well in the playoffs and, and people in basketball again, it's happening to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, all season long, you know they're getting these like three on two fast breaks and stuff, and he does great. He's one of the best players in the leagues. Come playoff time against the Raptors, well, they're defending him. They're giving every play a hundred percent effort, and mm-hmm. his style doesn't seem to be thriving against that. But in, in, and then in hockey, same thing. You know, I, I think guys who just depend on like speed and you not giving a hundred percent and i do and i just zip around if if suddenly if i can't do that against you know you're all then um i don't do well i think that's what it's going on i mean that's why that's why maroon is doing so good for us like he's winning those board battles whereas Uh like in the regular season like he's a six four thick thick with two C's kind of guy. I'm familiar. And, yeah. Like he's a, he's a big <laughs> dude and his ability to hold on to the puck and keep possession in those corners, especially in the postseason, because the regular season he throws a bow or well, not an obvious bow or something, you know, you get called for that. Like you can really rough people up and do that. And if he's up against a guy who's, you know, if he's up against a five eleven, like a small defenseman, that guy doesn't have a chance. He's not getting the puck. So it, I'm I'm just so stoked the Blues won that game because I was sitting I was rooting for him too. I was watching game seven and we if like I've never watched a playoff game where one team absolutely <laughs> dominated the entire game. Except I saw the like scoring a, a, part. an NHL except for the scoring part because <laughs> we couldn't get it past Ben Bishop. He was playing out of his mind. We were shelling that dude with everything we had, just howitzers. And we couldn't get anything past him until the very end of the uh, the second over the the middle of the second overtime. But like, oh, I was just thinking the whole time, I'm like, God damn it, the shark or the stars, they're just gonna score some fluky goal, and then I'm gonna be sad the rest of the night. And nope, we actually made it. So a- anything from here on out, even if we lose in the Western Conference Finals, this is such a good season for the Blues. I did not anticipate them making it this far. So that's that's really cool. And the Hurricanes, and just as great a story. Yeah, like it, both no, the Blues and the Hurricanes. It's pretty do, cool they're in the playoffs, let alone the final, remember, the conference finals. Uh, months and months ago, like near the middle of the season, when <laughs> I know the, where the Hurricanes sucked, and I was like, "Dude, look at how many shots on net they're getting. Look at how offensively powerful they are. Their bounces just aren't going their way. They're gonna turn it up." That's not where I thought Whoa. you were going. I thought you were gonna say, "Remember when?" Like mid season, we were both like, Well, I hope we suck even harder for the draft pick. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, up until the first round of the, of the uh, this Stanley Cup playoffs, I was like, I was half like, God damn it, Blues. <laughs> we're, we're just giving fucking uh, yeah. the Rangers. We or, can't uh, even we're lose well. A really good pick. Yeah. But, uh, but we didn't even do that. By winning game seven of round two, we moved to Buffalo's pick from like ninth overall to like 19th overall, which kind of sucks because I don't mind Buffalo. I feel bad for them. Like they, Buffalo for a team that has sucked <clears throat> so hard for so long, their viewership is insanely high. Like the Buffalo, the people of Buffalo love the Sabres. So good for them. But I don't love Buffalo. They got that. Oh, I don't mind. Them. They had Barnaby forever. He was impossible to like. They were just a team that sucked that had a, the best goalie in like the history of goalies. 
Dominic Hasek. Yeah. I remember watching a VHS uh, tape of him, like when I was a you know a kid and I was a goalie. Like I, he was like my him, Marty Brodeur, Ed Belfour. Uh, who the fuck else? Mike Hasek's Richter. Backstory is like the Dominic Hasek is like you know. I really don't like it here much because the coach fucked my wife and I'm not okay with that. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, that's a strong point. I guess we'll have to fire. Is it Lindy Ruff? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's, uh, he was coaching the fucking stars last year, I think. Was um, he? Yeah, the, uh, the thing about Dominic Hasek as a goalie was like, like now it, everything is about like form and squaring up and geometry and cutting down on your angles percentages. and making sure you're in the best possible positions. Yeah, percentages. And the goalie with the best save percentage across their career of all time is Dominic Hasek. And he didn't give a fuck about form or anything. He just flopped around. He's the most flexible man to ever exist. He just would throw himself in front of the puck in awkward ways. Like, I, I don't know how he did it. Like, I'll still watch his highlights and be like, you're so out of position. How are you going to, oh, you're just going to jump? You're going <laughs> to, okay, I, I guess jumping didn't, you know, jump into anybody's. Uh, <laughs> it's know, funny. That happens in fighting sometimes, too. They're like, all right, you got to protect your face. You got to do this. You keep your arms in. They go high, you do this. You go low, you do that. Like, well, the best striker ever, what does he do? Oh, well, he kind of comes at you with his arms down here. <laughs> 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 and, and, and just, you know, somehow throws from the hip. And don't people see it coming? Yeah, no, I don't know why. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's what they do. <laughs> so anyway, what I desperately want and I'm wishing for is the San Jose Sharks versus the Buffalo or the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup final. Oh, I see I what you're doing. I want that so much. <laughs> oh, Lord, answer my prayer. San Jose versus Boston. <laughs> and definitely, definitely give Joe Thornton a cup. Don't you dare, God, let him get grievously injured. I like that you're Don't let pulling, that one, pulling the wool over God's eyes. This will work. It has worked on my Twitter. Like I, I got like I, I, it worked in the first series, both games that we were close about to lose against Winnipeg. I tweeted, "Go Jets, go!" We won those games. I saw in that game tweet. seven. I saw people tweeting at me, being like, "Say it, root for the stars, say it!" So I tweeted, "Go stars, go!" Won that game, and so I, I'm doing a good job of fooling God. Unless he's a patron, I, we're set. <laughs> so, anyway that's enough hockey i'm just i'm just super yeah. excited about it so it, it's really cool to finally once again because last time we made it to the western conference finals the sharks knocked us out in 2060 so but the blues and sharks have traded off series since their inception in 2000 i think so so we're due I, anyway I feel like Kyle, something you'd be interested in sorry okay change up i was saying oh, i was the, giving you the floor i mean yeah, go ahead Taylor. Kyle, we're... No, Taylor, you said, Kyle, something you'd be interested in. Oh, I, and I, I was saying that as a question. I, I must have had the wrong inflection. Oh, I, I was meaning uh, more like, I'm sorry, Kyle, let's jump to something you want to talk about because you've been enduring our hockey shit. I have a thing. Uh, uh, Kyle, do you, want, do you want to pick a topic? No, you go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I thought I was bailing you out, and it appears that I'm not. Um, I, I, I had this video that I liked from earlier of these, uh, these two African men stealing a gazelle from two leopards, and I thought I it was like that. the most... I thought that was the most badass thing I'd ever seen. This is already sounding pretty dope. I want to hear it. I, I want to watch I, it. I, I mean, it's just absurd. Like, like, like Stealing we, we, it from two leopards. We're always talking about like man versus beast and shit like that. And like, here's a case of like our intelligence and just not, not even that crazy of a tool. Just a, looks like a stick. 
Not even a, a good stick. Like a whippy like, stick. Like a whippy stick. Can like, we like start a, it? Yeah, I'm at zero. Taylor? I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Oh, no fear. But cats are unlikely to charge. They hit the ground first to show they meant business. I like that they show a little offense. The like whenever the cats get a little spicy, they're like, "Don't you dare!" Yeah, yeah. If you if you were to just run, he'd be dead. Are there more videos like this? This is so cool. I'm loving their this. Stolen, I, 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 the cheetahs will not call the Bushman's bluff. <laughs> Look at this guy. What a badass. What a fucking badass. That guy looks like he's 50. Finally, 55. Like, like he's an older gentleman. It's amazing because... I'm sorry, Winnie the Pooh guy. You have been dethroned for the cool ass guy. <laughs> it's this guy. Was he the previous guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think oh. so. Yeah, I because when he said your I house paid for those tits, I can grab them. Oh, you're right. That, okay. um, I don't know. It's pretty neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... like. It's exactly what I said. That the the cheetahs are like coming at you, and they're like, "Don't you even think about it." And the cheetahs are like, "Huh? Maybe I shouldn't think about it." He has yeah. a stick with the fuzzy end on it. It's not scary to me. Yeah, he's just slapping him in the face, and like, like he's being aggressive. He's 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 acting like something the cheetah shouldn't. He's fuck alphaing with. And, those cheetahs. Yeah, and in the animal kingdom, I guess that's enough to like. Well, he's acting like something I shouldn't fuck with. Maybe. Well, maybe I'll chase him a little. Oh no, he's really he really means it. I better not fuck with him, and they just believe it. It's yeah, like, and I, I feel like those animals, like like those cats, were probably like, "Man, that's a really tall animal. It must mm -hmm. be huge. I don't want to fuck with this guy." I bet he's really strong. No, actually, yeah, their yeah. muscles are super ineffective compared to what you'd think. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you, you cheetahs, you you could have fucked both of them up pretty good. Yeah, and those cheetahs are probably their children are probably going to starve to death now, so that Kunta Kinte oh, they, they can, can catch another. Whatever that I, is, I, antelope. I, I, I well, they earned that catch. That. They came in like scavengers <laughs> and just whipped around their their cat toys. You know, I would think they putting paid a fuzzy the iron end price. on those things would be a bad idea because a fuzzy thing on the end of a stick always gets a cat's attention. That's true. <laughs> That's right. You know what they should have done? One could have distracted them with yarn while the <laughs> other stole the prey. That would have been very clever. <laughs> or a <laughs> <Just> laser pointer. <laughs> a laser pointer. <laughs> now, the local Umbambi use an ancient technique. They use a laser pointer they found on the body of a man they killed and ate. <laughs> that's that, that's awesome though. I, I love seeing shit like that, like people fucking with animals. Like like I like seeing those guys kill bears with spears. I, I know it's kind of frowned upon. Some people don't like it. I know that's been outlawed some places. A lot of the bears. kills don't go well enough. Yeah, that's that's the that's the worry part that people don't feel like they're um, humane enough. I guess uh, you know the animal doesn't die quickly enough, and and I get that. But look, if the bear catches the man, he's not going to kill the man quickly either. I, I I don't know something about it. I'm just I'm just yeah. okay with. If you're going to get killed by a wild animal, the best kind to get killed by is a big cat. No, because big cats kill you instantly. Like they what don't. they do in their approach is they they'll paw you down, and then once you're down, straight to the back of the neck, you're dead. A bear will just eat you alive. We Wolves watch eat you alive. Different documentaries then, because the ones I see say that 
all cats, big cats, little cats, etc., tend to toy with their prey and play with it. And uh, they don't necessarily... Maybe the kill shot's quick, like you're saying, but they will definitely fuck with their prey before killing it. Uh, maybe. I think some of the big cats, like, they'll, they'll bite you on the neck and, like, suffocate you, like the lions, for sure. Like that's, Lions, that's tigers, their... panthers, the big ones. Um, but I'm sure we've all seen those nature's metal videos where, like, an antelope is down and the hyenas, like, pull its fetus out and then rip the fetus apart when it's still alive. <laughs> Nature's yeah, Metal is rough to watch. Dude, yeah. Nature's Metal is my favorite part of Reddit. You don't yeah, find I, it... Is it ever hard. too much? No, it's always fascinating to me. It's cool to see what animals are getting up to. I, <laughs> what they're getting <laughs> up to. <laughs> I tend to root for one, and it's not always the way you want it to go. You know? And, like, sometimes I'm just cruel about it. Like, I think I saw an eagle rip the neck off like a dove. So now it's like, it's a full, intact dove... Except for the fact that he has nothing but like a spine connecting his head, and he's standing there. Have you guys seen this? Are you thinking of the duck one? Where it could, a duck maybe it is a duck like, then. Wah, wah, and then it just, and then it's just stumbling around with no head. No, it's like that's. The, oh, it's that's different cool. then because the one I saw has a head, but everything like around what I'm guessing is what what is the breathing tube called? An esophagus, maybe. Esophagus, yeah. And, and and the spine is gone, so the duck is alive, but clearly not too much longer because his Spot. neck has been like removed i, I hope that those animals don't, don't like nature is metal that's so because cool. i feel bad for the animals when they're being tortured Sometimes, apart you know yeah. like like if something dies quickly like like i feel like that's how it should be but that's just not how nature goes like like hunters get a bad rap i think because a, hunt, a hunter's goal is always to instantaneously like kill the animal if they can um i mean the spear guy is a bit out, out there but he's doing a whole nother thing and i've seen hunters use a blowgun um like i saw this guy hide in this vessel of water like up to his eyes with this big blowgun already cocked and ready. And I don't remember what he killed, but it wasn't like a rodent. He killed like a, a mountain goat or something. He shot it like in the heart with this barbed blow dart. And if he doesn't hit it in the heart, it, it don't, it doesn't die. It, it was crazy, but I think you should use a bow or a gun. If you're going to go, I, unless it's a bear, cause fuck bears. Fuck I have this bears. standard scoring system of, you know, these animals are good guys and these animals are bad guys. And I don't like it when the, Good guys suffer on nature is metal. Like that's a penguin. That's not cool. But See, I don't mind that because like you always have to remember like the the predators are trying to get food for their kids. Like well, intellectually I know that life. you're right, but hyenas are clearly bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the Lion King. Jim. Yeah, Taylor. Have you not seen? Is, is we gonna have to put that in the, the Wire and Rambo two <laughs> on your I've playlist. Seen the Lion King. <laughs> I've seen the Lion King. But like, uh, well then you wait, should know. Have you not seen Rambo bad. either? No, I've seen Rambo. I saw okay. the first one. Right. I mean, the second one's pretty good. You really need to see Terminator, dude. Terminator 2. Oh, that's what I was thinking of when I said it, yeah. Terminator's fucking good, man. Like, it's not just a silly action movie. Like, like it's, it's, it was groundbreaking. It's, it's James Cameron, right? Is it James Cameron or is it... James, James Cameron, the bravest pioneer. <laughs> it was James Cameron, yeah. That, that song reminded me that, yeah, same guy, same guy. Oh, Avengers <laughs> beat Titanic. Um, like, 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 that happened, like, since PKN, it, it beat Titanic. And James Cameron tweeted at him, like, congratulations. They're always and he good. had this he had this infographic of, like, the Avengers A capsizing a Titanic. Like, like he, 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 like, had that included in his tweet. Very, very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever, no, nice tweet cool. from James Cameron. Yeah, he wasn't like butthurt about it, which you know I, I feel like a lesser person. Like if he had if he had one big movie, he, he might be like fuck <laughs> you with your stupid zero he, shit. But he's got like eight of them that are like that. Um, How long do you think it's gonna be in the future until people like are young enough that they don't realize Titanic was a real thing that happened? 
I think there are people right now who don't realize it was a real thing that happened. Taylor said and, it backwards, uh, didn't he? Am I crazy? I, I, no, must have, I, I must have phrased it poorly. How long, how long oh, will we be I in the future before it. there are people who don't believe the Titanic actually happened? They, they, just, they okay. just think of the Kate Winslet movie. Uh, I, I, think, uh, I think there are people right now. <laughs> like, like if Jimmy Kimmel went out on the street and, uh, and, and like phrased it correctly, he'd find like 30% of people don't, don't, aren't aware that in, what it was, in 1909 or whatever, that there was actually a big fucking boat called the Titanic that went down and hundreds of people drowned. That's a funny conspiracy that I hope is out there. I'm going to look for it, is people who don't believe the Titanic happened. <laughs> I bet that is, those are people out there. If people believe the flat earth is real, I saw, I saw a conspiracy where uh conspiracy theorists who were into like moon landing shit and all that were saying stuff like the entirety of the flat earth conspiracy is meant to make us look ridiculous. It's all fake. All those people running that site are grifters and they're inside men with the government meaning to paint all conspiracy theorists as a crazy person. And it's like, you're not helping your case. Who said that? Uh, Alex Jones? It was some random comment. Oh, okay. No, no. I, if it was Alex Jones, you best believe I'd be pulling that voice out. My friend, I, like, like I watch a little bit of Alex Jones, but very little. And I had this opinion of him that, you know, he's an entertainer, you know, he doesn't say, he doesn't say crazy shit all the time. But my friend Mitty has a soundboard um, that he uses in Rust. Like he'll, he'll play it to people and, and mess with them and stuff. And he's got a lot of, he's got a bunch of like quotes related to us. He's got a bunch of quotes from like wings. He's got a bunch of, and he's got Alex Jones quotes as well. And he started playing some of these Alex Jones quotes that I'd never heard before. That man's insane. He's like, I'm an American. My my blood is red. My heart pumps blood. I love having children. I love being free. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he did like the, the who was it, Howard Dean? Or yeah, I knew you. I was thinking the yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that was such a funny like little moment where everyone in the country kind of realized at the same time, like, not maybe not that though. guy. Not this guy. Maybe though. not that guy. Yeah. Well, they'd already kind of realized that because he had lost that caucus. Or, yeah, th that's why he was all pumped up. He was trying to reinvigorate his his base. Yeah, like, we'll go to we Missouri. We'll go to North Carolina. We'll go to South Carolina. Yeah! <laughs> and uh, the way that it, it turns out, like it didn't sound that crazy in person, they say. That uh, because he was like talking into a mic, it really came through. In like a, more shrill and weird. And, and, you know, it the wasn't audience noise. part of an audience. Yeah, the audience noise was removed. He was yelling over a crowd, but... And with a crowd, who were and all And with screaming. a crowd. In the same way that if I sang with a crowd, it might sound reasonable. But if you isolate my audio... It's horrific. Yeah, like if, if you listen, if you're at Man, like now, a, I feel bad for this guy. Kind if of. you're like a sporting <laughs> event, you know, one guy will like do some kind of like crazy scream out there, like woo woo woo, and you're and it, it's like oh yeah, that's part of the crowd. Everybody's hyped up. But if you just isolated him and took everybody out of the picture and put him <laughs> on a stage, and there was one like forty year old guy like that's out there with like some nachos in his hand, and suddenly he went woo woo woo. <laughs> oh shit, that's my dentist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want that guy in my mouth. Never again. Never again. He just licked his finger. Did you who's see that? A, I like that winning? Taylor says, I don't want that guy in my mouth. I'm like, <laughs> but wait. Oh, his hands. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just, just open up. <laughs> this, is, this is a depth test. Uh, it yeah. wasn't. The hands was like the third thing I thought of. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> you haven't quite mastered the throat opening technique. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mr. Uh, Thirsty's coming. Who's, who's in. winning the? Is it still Biden winning or is Bernie winning now? Last I saw, Biden's winning. It's really early to mean much. It's yeah, really early true. to mean much. Um, have you seen that website that's like JoeBiden.info <laughs> yes. or whatever? Oh, it's so good. Have you seen it, Taylor? No, I haven't. All right. Well, we got to look at that next. <laughs> it's JoeBiden.info? I think so. That yep. sounds oh. right. Joe Biden. Hurricanes are beating the Bruins. Hell yeah, dude. Go Canes. Fuck. I'm looking Biden 2020. It. I'm sorry. Go Bruins. <laughs> Thank you. Go Bruins. Biden 2020. Uncle Joe is back and ready to take a hands-on approach to America's <laughs> problems. Joe Biden has a good feel for the American people and knows exactly what they really want deep down. He's happy to open up and reveal himself to voters and will give a pounding to anybody who gets in his way. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, that's so fucking funny because it looks official. It, it does. does. And if you scroll down to like the, the, the bank Oh, of it's just gifts. a bunch of gifts. Dude, before like, I read the words, I was like, this isn't a joke. This is fine. And the, <laughs> but then you get to it. Yeah. Oh, that, that that the funniest one is that little redhead girl who's like. Dude, have you read the quotes? Away. I promise you the president has a big stick. Joe Biden, 2012. What else has he got? Dude. Against gay marriage. Oh, my God. Look at these gifts, dude. Like, like, like you said, this one's the best one. I'm, I've, I've looked at them all in like, like concentrated on them. Oh, There's, look at the third one. Yeah. Which one? Oh, one? it's the one where he's like petting this girl in a, in like the, right here. Like oh, the it's normal place so to dirty. Touch a kid. Look at, look at the bottom right one. The one that's like road to the white house. And he shakes this woman's hand. He's very cute. And then he goes for like the little chin grab thing. Like, oh, aren't you a little doll? And she recoils and as she a normal. Like she's like, ah. And then bottom left, when he kisses this this little child being held by her father, and she is, this is what it looks like when you like poke a dove, a dove with a with a knitting needle, like a ba if a baby dove were in its nest and you kept poking it with a knitting needle, it go, like it's it's she's pulling her little. You hand know what's up. cool though about all this is that. The fact that he goes in for two to five kisses. I think it's three. It's on a loop. It's hard to be is, positive, but is I the think fact it's three. That he can tell that these people aren't appreciating it, these girls and women, but that doesn't stop. Wait, Joe counterpoint. Biden. Biker chick, bottom picture in the middle, totally digging it. Yeah, it's her husband who's not digging it. Look at the two men who are like, look at this creepy ass fuck. Oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah, the husband. I think the husband and, and son are not happy. If 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 Joe Biden showed up at the Woodworth estate and was like, "Hey, oh. oh Jackie," and then he like sat down and like pulled your wife onto his leg and tried to like give her a little chin touch, Joe Biden would no longer be running in the That's presidency. That's the weirdest because part you to would, me. You would kill him. All these guys get cucked by him, and I'm like, are they just too polite? Are they just like like they don't Definitely. say or do anything? You don't say you don't you can't like like berate somebody that powerful in public. Or what? You know, like, I don't you know. End up Clintonized. The, yeah. All right. Now <laughs> scroll down a little more to Joe's legislative accomplishments, and look. You get. I'm sure there's some people who would look at the gifts and be like, Ah, come on. That's just eight instances that he was creepy. <laughs> eight <laughs> over a lifetime. Of Did being you miss in front the, of the camera. second batch of six? <laughs> okay. I, there's like 40 minute YouTube compilations. Baker's of this. dozen. Baker's <laughs> dozen of Uncle Joe being a little creepy. I can get past it. Hey, Donald Trump claimed to have touched a pussy one time. All right, I heard him say it with his own mouth. And they let me do it. 
They let, let you me do whatever do you want when you're powerful. When you're a star. But now, that guy, school- Joe Biden, my goodness, he, you know, he's got balls. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be the funniest approach. Even if, if you're a star, like- the kids say no. <laughs> you no, know, the problem with Biden is he's still pushing for the kids. The kids have no idea the power he holds. <laughs> My tip Cut. to Mr. Jones. Are you on from Ukraine with women. love? Is that where I'm supposed to be showing? No, people? I'm on his legislative accomplishments. Yeah, uh, if you scroll in down. 90, he was against gay marriage. Too low. Uh, in 1996, Joe Biden voted for the Defense oh, of Marriage are. Act, which defined marriages between a man and a woman. This also prevented states from recognizing same-sex marriages. Um, he was for mass incarceration and the three strikes you're out policy in '94. That result in many people spending life sentences for in jail for minor crimes. Uh, it was nicknamed the Biden Bill. Uh, he was against abortion rights. In 82, he voted for a constitutional amendment, which would have allowed states to overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, the Supreme Court decision which legalized abortion. Uh, he was for the death penalty and harsh drug sentences, uh, including cis- civil asset forfeiture without a conviction and imposing death penalty for drug-related murders. Um, in, uh, he was for the Iraq War. Um, he Man, voted for all the resolution of those to, were for the Iraq. All right, well, let's just add, I'm just adding it to the other half dozen, just like the creepy pictures. Uh, and the, the Iraq war, which, you know, and then they talk about the Iraq war. He was against school busing in the 70s. He stated that I have become convinced that busing is a bankrupt concept. He actively worked to oppose busing as a way to desegregate schools. He even wrote letters seeking the support of people who thought that schools should be segregated by race. <laughs> some of this stuff i wonder if it's true some of the stuff i know to be true right like like i i happened i was paying attention to politics at the time stuff like trying to overturn roe v wade ish you know letting the states do it i'm like really i wonder if that's on target Dude, um, this side is hilarious but uh yeah and well there's a source linked oh that's a good point um he uh he opened up his oh, it's the new york times too it's a pretty solid source um, he, uh, he opened up his campaign with like an apology tour for all the legislation that he got wrong. Like they all do. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. You know, the pandering of the past often doesn't match the pandering of the present. He's literally <laughs> cupping this girl's breast. I mean, there's no oh, other that way. That little girl this. with the black shirt on. There's no, there's yeah, no way you cannot weird. say that he is grabbing this little girl's prepubescent nipple. Like, like, like is, so does she have like a red skirt on? Which I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. And she's clearly trying to get away from it. It makes her and uncomfortable. It, and, and like, watch the beginning of that gif. This is awesome because it's a dual grope. He's trying to kiss that woman as he's groping their daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, this is actually uh, that's not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Not you know they're not gonna if they run Biden, he might do all right, but like. You're going to lose all the Bernie bros. I, one thing that bothers me about Biden, it bothers me about Trump too. I heard him speak recently and he has this thing that impacts people in their 70s. Like he's slurring. He has too much saliva in his mouth. Everything's just sounds like, and, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Did he just recently get new teeth? <laughs> I, I, he sounded awful. And I, I'm just like, you can't run this. I never get this word right. Septagenarian? Septagenarian. Septagenarian. You can't run a septagenarian. I'm not down for it. I don't want it. I don't want our septagenarian going against their septagenarian. The only choice you have is which nearly dead candidate you're choosing. Look closely at the vice president. Like a 35. Mm -hmm. They should have a maximum age as well. Oh, shit. (sighs) Like you shouldn't be able to run if you're 80 years old. What about a weight limit? 
Unless you made it into the presidency. <laughs> a BMI. Beforehand. Oh, oh what, what if Hillary didn't make the BMI, though? I, Dude, Hillary's... If Hillary didn't make it, fucking Trump wouldn't have made it. Yeah, I was going to say, who struggles more, Hillary or Trump with the BMI? But with BMI, I, I, would, I don't know. I She's guess like 5'4 or something. I would guess they're both about the same BMI. Uh, also, it should like be different for women. It just should be. Should it? It's BMI, not body fat content percentage. Um, maybe I don't understand BMI, but I thought women carried a higher BMI. I, well, I, but I, they uh they have different scales for it. So like yeah. the the range for overweight for men is different than the range for overweight for women yeah, because of that body. Uh, but I think that the number is different. See, the I think that's what I'm saying. It should be different for women. They should have their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, it, it already is. So like, well, let's yeah, say the the yeah. over the 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 disqualifying BMI for a man was. 35 right. or something then they would then for a woman it would be 37 or right that's what i'm saying exactly. yeah, yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. It, it for a second it almost sounded like by the time it gets to the number it's already sorted out but no yeah uh yeah. i i i i think they would both struggle because i think i would guess i don't know but i would guess she's 5'4 145 and he's 6'2 240 Funny point though, they he would both struggle. I two forty. <laughs> I'm talking during that the election. A, that is a two hundred and sixty no pound man. Yeah. I'm during the election. Well, if he's two, if he was two sixty during the election, he, what is he three hundred now? I, if he's if he was, he I might, he he might be three during the election. I Come bet he's two seventy now, two seventy five. You don't think he's three hundred? We Have know you seen him in the who, look, No, I, yeah, three hundred is too high. Here, look but he's definitely past two fifty. A lot of it's how um, tall he is. Yeah, but that that's like into the equation. I mean, I mean, in BMI it is, but we're talking about his weight. So I well, look I, what I wrote in the chat. Like, like, come on, like, like. Um, he's not that big, but he's. T look at look look. That's an overweight man. I, I'm I'm with you 100. percent But that's not 300 pounds. Look at that fucking gullet. Yeah, he's 70 fucking years old. Fat. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't he be getting thin again? <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's look. One one argument against this thing we're doing right now. What's he doing right there in that picture? Right, Golfing. he's out there playing a sport. You know, I, I I wonder if he rides the cart. Do you really? Oh yeah. Wonder that? <laughs> Do you really wonder that? That's the greatest question. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident he rides the cart. Plus, I read he does. I read Dude, it. If, if there were a sudden thing where it's like, all right, I'm no, I'm still gonna golf just as much as I used to. It's probably not, not true. using the cart. Definitely not using the cart. If he, he didn't show the back up, he'd be losing weight so quickly. That's so funny. Because <laughs> you do 18 holes of golf. I bet that's like a couple miles easy. It's got yeah, it counts for something. It. Yeah, I, I do think he's taking I think I even read that he's possessive about the driver's seat. Hmm, interesting. I, I mean, I am too, too because it's fun to drive. I'm uh, not. Drive I like it when Colin drives. Like I, oh, I, 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 I like it when he. Drives. I heard he's quite a good golfer. Like, like, I've heard like, that too. I mean, you can't be I've shit and play good. with Tiger Woods. Like, he's like, like a scratch to... golfer, I think. Yeah, I, no. like I'm. I bet he's like a three or four handicap or something. I've so I've read that. that he's a good golfer. I've read that. I've also read he's an insane cheater and that his scores are dumb. Like he's a scratch golfer, but he's really like a a nine golfer and. A nine is good. It's not something you should be ashamed of, especially if you're over 70. But he has to lie and act like he's a scratch golfer. And that's, but that's consistent with uh, everything I don't about Trump. Know. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, frankly, I don't care how good of a golfer he is. Golf is boring and I hate it. Never uh, saw him grow an underage it, girl. Saving it for my old age. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Biden's not the guy. I, I, I hope that, like, because I'm down for a Democrat to, to win this thing. I really am. I, like, 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 don't think that I'm some, like, rah-rah red team guy here. Like, I, I think that it'd be good if a Democrat won, you know? But 
don't hang your flag on Biden for all the reasons that I just read on that joke website. Which <laughs> are all true, unfortunately, you know, and all those gifts are creepy. They honestly are creepy. The they gifts are, are creepy. If, but if that was any that... of our loved ones, mm, if any of those yeah. children were our loved ones, we would have a very sour opinion about Joe Biden that we don't have because it's separated by the Internet and a third party. And he's a famous mm. rich man who is world renowned or whatever. If that was your niece, your daughter, your cousin, your 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 sister, you'd be like, Joe Biden's a creepy motherfucker. Do you see what he did to my sister? She was 11. She was 11. You know what she said when she got home? I don't ever want to go back there again. That was my shining moment. I was being awarded. For my for my work in economics or or for my Nobel Prize, and I had to sit there and watch while Joe Biden, while I was cuckolded, my daughter was was groped, and my wife was smooched on and snipped. <laughs> I wish just one of those gifts was the dad batting his hand on. off his daughter's six year old daughter's breast <laughs> and being like, "What the fuck? What the what the living fuck? You just grabbed her boob, you know, just like." Just smacking it down and let that gift play in eternity. I want to see one of. I want to see him grow up. Oh, you broke all the blood vessels kids. in my old heart. <laughs> Where's that, that? Oh, there's a really funny Jeff. Session. Yeah, my current favorite is Pete Buttigieg. 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 Yeah. But um, he's also he's kind of taking a little heat right now for not doing anything policy wise. He's just sort of introducing himself to people. Yeah, I, I see him as kind of like a Manchurian candidate in that like nobody knows anything. Or no, that's the wrong use of that. Sorry. I think it is. Yeah. Just, yeah, you it, think he's a Chinese that? set him up? No. Ah, <laughs> oh, he is a Peter Buttigieg. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like nobody knows shit about the dude. Yeah. And so he's kind of like almost like Obama in the way that nobody knew anything about him where he's like a a nice seeming guy where people can like yep. almost project their beliefs onto him. And that's why I think he's intentionally not making any policy prescriptions because he's capitalizing on the, well, this guy's not Trump and he's pleasant to look at and, Oh, he's gay. How pro that's progressive. Okay. Yeah, I I'm in. I don't know what he's going to do. I have no plan. He doesn't seem Afghan to have plans, but okay. Veteran. That's one of his big oh, things. Yes, veteran. That's a big love one. a buffaka. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> I, I, and I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just putting too much on that, but if you want to contrast him with Trump, you know, he, he, he's like a gay mayor, war, I was going to call him a war hero. He, he served in war in Afghanistan, and, um, and he's well-spoken, and he's likable, and he's good to look at. And now, something that uh, hasn't been brought up in these debates, I've never sucked a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to know if you people out there, if you're comfortable, and you know there's nothing wrong with it. I've heard a lot of great things. I've heard he's the best cock sucker out there. I'm not taking that away from him. But are you willing to vote for a cock sucker? It, it, like, dude, like, so I'm about that. as pro gay as it. Like, I'm pro gay. That's it. I don't have a problem with it. It's cool. It's whatever. Yeah, who gives but I fun? swear there is a little hint that's like, if you find out he's a bottom, do you view him differently? Ooh. Would you? Would are, are you? That's so funny. If you were like, <laughs> I was all about this Pete Booty Geek guy until I found out he wasn't even serving up the dick. He was taking, <laughs> he was taking orders. You know? <laughs> You're like, can a man who isn't even given dick? <laughs> this country. Now, if you were a top, I'd be all on board. I've I like that Kyle's leaving. Russia. He said this is too hot for Kyle. But you know, I, I, no, no, no. I if I were, uh, believe you, believe me. Ask anyone. People have said if Trump were gay, not only would he be the gayest, but he would be <laughs> a top. People say to me, "You would, you're not gay." I say, "Of course I'm not." If I was, though, I would go whole hog. And by whole hog, I mean a whole hog in my ass, in my mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Buttigieg, I think it's pronounced, is my favorite so far. But we'll see. There's a bunch of candidates in there. Maybe I'm waiting for so the debates. Time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter time. at this point. Uh, uh, 
So long as we're in politics, have you been have you been paying much attention lately? Honestly, since the playoffs started and uh, just with like work and other things, I have not paid a lick of attention to that stuff. It's it's pretty interesting right now. They're the the Mueller files are still being debated and argued about. Um, Trump is oh, doing want to know about, his victory lap. Uh, India and Pakistan. Whatever happened with that? Right? Just nothing because they were amping up a full on nuclear war. Now it's and- Iran. Um. So oh, it's I, always fucking Iran. Dude. Iran I, hasn't done shit to us. So what are we doing? John and Venezuela is the other one. John Bolton, of course, wants to go to war with everyone. And Trump Fuck is... Fuck that dude. Trump is like, I'm actually the one telling him to pull back. And I thought that was interesting. I think it was a, a rare moment of truth from Trump. Dude, and that guy, John Bolton, is the fucking he, he loves war. He's such a hawk. And... um uh, but Iran, so we're currently sending like an armada of ships over there, and an aircraft carrier, and you know, of course, all the company trips that go with it as a show of force. And Iran is doubling down. I think they're building weapons or saying that you know they're going to start their nuke program. And um, so Iran is going in the wrong direction in a really big way. North Korea's like did two missile tests in five days recently, and then <clears throat> Bolton, of course, wants to go into Venezuela. And Trump, to his credit doesn't seem to want war like obama i I think he'd be droning shit by now because he did that you know he would just be they just he didn't send boats to go look at well he did that too but he would literally just fire rockets off the uavs and even so it's not enough like both trump and obama ran on their you know and we're gonna get out of these wars in Uh the middle east doesn't serve our people and it's ineffective like they both ran on that shit and neither of them have done enough like that they I, I, i i I've been saying for years, we need to start conquering some of these these lesser countries that are, <laughs> you know, like it's 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 like in rust. All right, we got a big. I want base. nothing to do with the Middle East. I don't care what happens over there. Kyle, all. I'm not going to respect your opinion until you put it in terms of civilization. All right, it's like in civilization. All right, <laughs> you've gotten a couple of you're climbing the tech tree. All right, you got your trebuchets. You're almost to cannons, mm. but you got a neighbor over there who's just fucking sim cityying up. He's just building population, just farms everywhere. Now, if you don't nip this shit in the bud and conquer that city and make it your own, he's gonna fucking explode in the mid game. All right, he's gonna put out a shit ton of little cities. His population is gonna crush you. He'll have way too many hammers. It's the distribution of hammers. So we need to be conquering some of these bullshit countries around the world. Name a few, Taylor. What are the what are the faggot countries? The countries we should conquer? <laughs> uh, are yeah, you looking the, for shithole countries? One. Faggot no, countries? No, 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 no. We number want infra- one. We need infrastructure in place. It just needs to be disorganized. Greece. Number one. Turn. We can conquer Italy. Canada in 40 minutes. And then that would ensure that a Canadian team never won the Stanley Cup ever again. Oh my god, do you know <laughs> the, what would happen to the price of maple syrup? It would plummet. Yeah. We'd open and the dairy market. I yeah, love we could, we could conquer Canada. I'd be cool with that. I like Canadians. I, I'd like to, to bring them into the mix. Bring them into the fold. Uh, Greece. Greece, I'm not sold on that. They seem far away, and I don't care what goes on over there. Italy? Um, <laughs> Italy. Uh, they're doing fine on their own. Uh, no, we get to control the Vatican then. Then we get the Pope, and we'd con- we impose our will. Mm, as if we don't we have enough kitty fuckers on now. The Pope. I mean, uh, what countries do you think we should conquer? Canada uh, comes to mind as the most obvious one because it's right there. How about Mexico? No, Mexico's a no, fucking Mexico wild, wild west. Mexico is kind <clears throat> of a, a, a poopy place. But I'm what sure we get if we, take, we take it over, it'll be wonderful immediately. Do they have resources? <laughs> we'll teach them to speak American. 
Look, look, they don't <laughs> have America. resources. They've got a fucked up infrastructure. They don't they, have they, resources. They're one of the leading marijuana of... producers in the world. I, I mean, no, yeah, we should be a wildly <laughs> successful country because they do have resources and they have two enormous coastlines. So do we. Yeah, and are we? Do you want to be we, neighboring all those are real successful country. countries? They are yeah, our buffer. <laughs> they are the buffer between us and like fucking judge. They're Dredd. not doing a great job. They're doing a pretty good job. They're like an old pool filter. All right. Yeah, a little scum gets through. All right. But <laughs> but the big chunks, the dead rats, the frog legs, that the stuff's moles. getting caught. All right. The, the the voles that fall in, that the neighbor's cat that jumped in last week. That's all getting held back. All right. You get a little algae here and there. All right. A little pond scum. But do you want to be dealing with frog legs and and gopher eyeballs right on your border? I don't you think so. You know, it would be easy as shit. Not easy as shit, but effective. We just, we conquer Russia. And then mm -hmm. we've got a ton of land, a ton of space, and all these U.S.-Russia problems go away because it's we only We will be global warming compatible, right? Now we have places like Atlanta that are all built up and about to be 219 degrees Fahrenheit. We get a little Siberia, and we're 2040 ready. And then we just ship the cold down. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think of that. What we're doing is we're taking the biggest tankers we have, we're filling it with the coldest air. Ask anyone, this air is cold, my people. And <laughs> we're shipping it to Atlanta, letting it out. It costs, I hate this it, idea. It puts, it puts 15 tons of. Kyle, do you have an affinity for Russia still? Drive <laughs> I, I have an affinity for, for avoiding World War III and, and thousands of thermo thermonuclear weapons. You mean on. you think if we try to conquer Russia, it might start a war? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, the, the the world would end. I talked to John I, I, Bolton. He said it'd be fine and painless. Look, I guarantee. I would bet. I would bet my life that we could conquer some little bitch made country, and there'd be a fuss. They'd sanction us at the UN. Like like they're everybody. No, would they be, wouldn't. You want to we show that charge, you're a big swinging dick? Dominate the UN. Get Crimea. That'd you know be that fun. might see. Then we don't even have all of Russia, and they're still very upset. Uh, but but you would look tough. You'd be like, What's you know, I told you not to do this, and uh, now I'll show you how it feels. What's a bitch-made country we could conquer in your Greenland. eyes? Greenland. Take Greenland. Oh, mm. perfect. And it's Iceland. Right We're already there. Like, like all that shit in the middle between us and, uh, and Europe? Take all that shit. Dude, you if you're take... going to conquer Greenland, that's like going to get fast food, but on the way, like you stop at a grocery store and pick up a few essentials. Like, we'll conquer Iceland, too. Iceland yeah. and Greenland, what are they going to do? They're going to bring Not out... Well, first thing. of all, their infantry is probably terrifying because they're Icelandic and Greenlandic and those Northern European kind of looking people are 6 foot 11 and Bring jet. it, Sven. Bring it, Sven. We're going to beat the, up my The tank? trick is, is that there's only nine of them. <laughs> mm, that's how we and won so World we War II. We conquer them. The Tigers versus say, the Panzers. We say, you know, we conquered you. We don't want to change your way of life. You know, we just want to be in charge now. You guys feel free to continue winning all the world's strongest man competitions. <laughs> and they'll be like, you know, that is all we really want. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What do you guys like to do here? Well, I like to look at the, at the biggest stone in my vicinity and then just spend five to six months practicing to lift it up. Kyle, I have three <laughs> countries for you that we should take. Okay. Cuba, Haiti, Dominican Republic. If you look at a map, they are in a line. Like, it goes pretty much Florida, Cuba, Haiti, DR, Puerto Rico. We'll just finish the line. I yeah, but Haiti... don't want to be responsible sucks. for, those, for those, those countries. They suck now, Haiti. but as soon as we Americanize them, 
Nah, Cuba would be a good one though. Although you do have some real issues with Russia then, because that's their that's their little buddy over here. They used uh, to be friends. Oh, and Jamaica. They still are. Um, you know, I'm Jamaica. fine conquering Jamaica. Then Pretty I wouldn't have a passport country. to go on that. Uh, dude, impoverished. Not compared to fucking uh, Haiti. No, not compared to Haiti. I, I remember like when they had that. Um, what was it? An earthquake or a tsunami that killed all those Haitians? Yeah, I think it was an earthquake. A earthquake. Yeah. Oh, what was that cruel ass gif I saw? It was like a, it was a meme. It was mean as shit. Mm. Oh, oh, oh! So there was a there was an image of you, you ever see like two guys get on each side of a dead body and they do the whole heave ho, you know, like one yeah. two, and they throw it in like a pile. That was happening because there were so many dead. And the meme said, "They see me throwing." The Haitians. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that's mean as fuck. That was a natural disaster. That's, that's a dead child. But I can hear the song in my head now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good memory. <laughs> let me so, do an ad. Let me, let me yeah. do an ad. I, I, I'm happy to talk more about conquering countries because I think we'd be good at it. And it's just something we don't do mm. enough of. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell keeps you from focusing on anything. <sighs> other than finding an excuse to leave. Now, what if Joe Biden has bad breath? And that's why the girls are really recoiling. I don't think that's in the read. I don't think so either. Now just think of, about all the times that you were the gross, smelly one. And the other people, uh, the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples. That's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own bad breath. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth, not even realize that you're grossing everyone out. That's why SmartMouth has invented SmartMouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula. It combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day and you'll never, uh, you'll never have bad breath, guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath uh, spells success. Go Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find SmartMouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA for your coupon. Is that our last ad or do we have Toro to do? I have uh, Turo to do. Turo is a peer-to-peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want it. From a community of local hosts, Turo is available in over 5,500 cities across the United States, Canada, UK, Germany. They've got over 9 million users worldwide. Choose the best car for you, often at a lower cost than traditional car rental agencies, and customize your experience for whatever your adventure demands. Turo has over 850 uh, unique makes and models available, including Tesla, Porsche, Mercedes, BMW, Ferrari, Subaru, Toyota, and more. Check them out. Very cool. Check out both those guys. I'll help you. Uh, I uh, oh, super fast sports talk. Hurricanes up by one. Sixers up by twenty-two. Looks promising. Okay, all right. Yeah, I uh, I haven't been following the Braves this year, but uh, I might go watch a game or two. I don't know. I bet it's just there's this eventuality. Like I know what what the deal is. Like I guess if you're a real baseball fan, which I I, I guess I'm not. Like it's the love of the game. You could mm. y- your team could be way out of competition, and you just want to go see them play the game. And, and win or lose, it's still good. But win is good, but lose is okay. And we don't need to be competing for the division or 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 the conference or any of that. It doesn't matter if we get to a series in the next. Race fans are spoiled by like fifteen years of playoffs. I 
not lately, you know. It, it, it's mm-hmm. been rough for a long time. Like, like there was a time in the 90s, sure, but it, it's been like a decade since we've we've really okay. had a standout team. I hate the the way baseball is set up, and, and I just can't go watch a, a middling team, and I don't understand how others can. I guess you just like the game. You really like seeing the, the game. Are the Braves play. middling this year? I, that's what I was saying. I thought I, I, baseball, like going there was a pretty neat experience. Just you take in like the sun and the entertainment and it's almost like a movie and and people just love the atmosphere yeah it's more just the atmosphere hanging out at the ballpark i think the cards are pretty good this year uh the braves are second in their uh in in the eastern uh they are are the cardinals doing good um the braves are three and a half games behind the phillies and i'll see what the cardinals are doing the phillies are ahead and i haven't been looking yeah phillies are ahead maybe i should keep looking away (laughs) <laughs> Cardinals are only Cardinals are only two games back, but they're in third place. So it's very mm. tight over there. Cubs are leading, Brewers in second, Cardinals right behind them, and then the Pirates. And the oh, speaking of the Cubs, did you see that? Uh, I saw something on Twitter about it where this guy, like they they were filming like a, a you know player or or someone you know doing their uh, interview, and the guy, no, he didn't do that. He did the. If you look at this, I get to punch you in the arm thing. Yeah. He did that behind him. They banned him for life from a, from Cubs games for doing a white power symbol. <sighs> it's like, dude, am I the only one who went to middle school? Am I living in a dream world where this wasn't a very common prank to get to punch people in the arm? Like, it, are, are you kidding me? That was common for you guys too, right? Yes. It was I know the game, but I never played it. it yeah. Made- it was huge in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, it was really big in the 90s and early 2000s. Not in college. It's, in high school, even. Mm, it, was what, it was what dudes did. That's all it was. Just, oh, ha I got you. I put this near my dick, and now I get to Boink. pop you. They do that, or you do the game where you stuck your hand in your pants and undid your fly and then stuck your, your finger out. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, you, look, it's my dick. And at first, you're like, oh, it's a dick. You know, and it really, you know, in public. And it, it, that's, that's kind of a funny gag, too. That is a very funny gag. Man, I hope they don't tell people that that's a white power symbol. <laughs> white, white supremacists are unzipping their flies and sticking their fingers through it, and it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> was it Kyle who laid out the whole sequence of like first it's a game, then it was a white power joke, and then the white power people adopted it as a real thing, and then the people who knew it was a joke suddenly weren't right that it was a joke anymore. Yeah, it, like they like they didn't fall for it. So they're the smart ones, and then they flipped over and became the dumb ones because the white power people fell for it. How many white power people are there out there? Dozens. Where, where are where are these people? Charlotte. Where are these people who were like, yeah, unite the right? Yeah, this is definitely not the universal symbol for okay. <laughs> it's definitely what, and that was that was literally, it's literally how it an O and a K. Like, 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 like. Yeah, is, <laughs> it's just so silly. We can't get people. This is the, what the next president needs to run on. We can't be getting rid of hilarious hand games and pranks. <laughs> um, Too many people have attacked it. I wish I'm, I wish Trump would would start doing it to troll people. Like that like, would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. The, the comment don't don't worry, the economy is. Okay. <laughs> Even funnier than that, if he like in a debate did that next to oh, like fucking then, uh, <laughs> next to like fucking Ted Cruz, and he's like, huh. Got you, loser. He pops him. <laughs> well, it would be against like Bernie or somebody. Like, like, can you imagine if? Look, I'm not. I'm not under the illusions. He's that claiming that I looked at the hand gesture. <laughs> that is not the case. He punched me under a pro- false pretense. 
Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to make that hand gesture. I'm sorry. These but pretenses I, were more false than the Iraq War. <laughs> There's a guy who I wasn't did not for the look war. At the prank. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I just, I, I'm not under any like misconception that Trump is like a super athlete or even healthy or even an athlete or even healthy. But well, he's athletic to some extent. He plays a game that's a sport. But if he hit Bernie Sanders in the arm, I think Bernie Sanders would be notice, noticeably hurt. Well, I mean, they're both old as fuck. Yeah, Bernie's but I do think Trump, Trump wins in a fight. Trump is older. Trump would oh. win the fight because Trump's the bigger, heavier guy. He's a little Biff-like like from Back to like the Future. Age, he, he you're gonna just, just ram like into Biff from other. Back to the Future, like especially when they go into the back to a later uh, past. When he's like the Biff's casino old. mogul. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's based on Trump. It would. It seems like it. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean. I mean. They've said it. That, oh, they've said it. Okay. Yeah. That's based on. You know. He's. A, he's. A, Did they say that at the time? Yeah. Yeah, he's like a, a rich casino mogul who's, who's 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 like kind of a bad guy, and it's he's got the hair and everything. It's Trump. It's dude. So I love true. that. Uh, we won't stay on this for long. I love that the guy that gave the Canes the lead is Greg McKegg. Greg <laughs> McKegg. Dude. And there was a, there's a funny clip of announcer getting his name wrong where he's like, "Good pass by Gregory McKeggery." <laughs> <laughs> dude, they, I was watching a Greg basketball McKegg. game and they had to advertise Rose Namahunas. And it wasn't even close. <laughs> I don't even know how close I was, and I follow her. <laughs> Pretty close. You were close enough. But 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 yeah, I've seen people butcher it, and it's like ah, oh, I don't. Even, that's not a close. That's that you, you've never heard that name or read it before before, have you? Mm. And you would think that like like sometimes when, in these ad reads, there's like I, I can't remember. Oh, and some more specifically, I know for sure we've had guests where like, is it? Barella or Borelli, you know, I'm just making that up. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can't, like, how, how do you pronounce this guy's fucking name? We're Googling it beforehand and getting that Google thing to go, Borelli. Yeah. Like, All right, Borelli. Should we ask him? I don't want to say his name wrong right in front of him and, 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 and you know, the audience. Mr. Like, B. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> B is here. Do you guys want oh, to watch I, freak out? Yeah, I had this pulled up as well. This is one of, one of the things Chiz had suggested for the show. Uh, I am getting queued up. It looks like some combat is going to go down here. Ooh, this yeah. is one of the funniest forums. I like public freakout. All right. Sometimes public freakout, though, is like, like whoever's posting it and the people commenting, it's like, are you so awkward in public that you can't complain when your food's wrong? Like, this isn't a public freakout. This is someone saying my salad's wrong. Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I just go to like top all and look at fights. Well, that'll get the job. Done. Hmm. Ready, set. Oh goodness! Oh, these guys are throwing. The bigger oh, the guys, guy not, not a lot of defense here. The tall yeah. guy's got his eye on the prize. Ooh, yeah, the white guy's throwing blind. Ooh. Oh, there's a female police officer breaking up this fight, and they're not respecting her authority. No, not respecting her authority one bit. Well, I mean, she looks not tough. Look how little this fucker is. Oh, you hit the wrong. <laughs> what? Who did he just hit? A redhead? A girl in red? No, no, no. The, the, the big black guy tried to split the fight, and the little kid hit him too. Oh, that's a clean ride. It's, it's developed into a free throw. The, the way it's... Oh, you're right. Well, I'm sure that police officer will do it. Oh, now there's a big... Big... Guy cop. Yeah, that's gonna help. Now there's a man to save the day. <laughs> wow. Um, and this is why women shouldn't be allowed in even small 
authority roles. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I don't know. Men can jump the gun, though. Literally, we we watched a video last night, and I could pull it up if you want. It was a it's, it's on the Police Activity Channel. Maybe we should watch it. It's 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 a hardcore shootout. Would you like to see something like that, or of I course, can describe? Definitely. It's I, I maybe describe it. Oh, I'm a little worried. Watch it. Uh, Is it on YouTube though? We could cut at the end when you actually see blood. The first part, you just see guns going off. But if it's a YouTube video, l l let me let me. Yeah. I I'll describe it a little bit too. Um, it's uh, basically so basically the, this little slow speed chase ensues, and um, the 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 cops are chasing the guy, and they are shooting through their own windshield at the guy. The driver oh. is is. This is a different one. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. The driver is emptying his handgun repeatedly, and the passenger cop is emptying an AR-15 repeatedly. Uh, and it is a wild shootout. Um, now, when you get to the end and they approach the car, then you do see the dead man. So maybe you cut it off. Oh, it's five before. minutes. It is five minutes, huh? Yeah, maybe maybe not then. Um, we can talk over it. Yeah, we could just talk over it. I, 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 you know, your call, whatever you want to do. But it's wild. It's it's five minutes of him shooting out of his windshield and actually it, it by two fifty we're done. Eh, we'll play it. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm at zero. Ready, set, play. Body cam footage of Anaheim officers shooting suspect in California. Yeah, so we've got the uh, the driver's like body cam right now, and uh, if you're not watching. He's telling this guy to stop his car, and the guy's sort of slow chase running away from him. The cop already pointed the gun at him, and uh, what they're going to see is the driver produce a weapon. I feel like we like this video is age restricted. <laughs> like, oh, so will ours. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think the age restricted part is the end. Okay. Like, 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 like I'll, I'll definitely tell you when you should stop watching it because, like, all we're gonna see here is him shooting out the windshield. Like, it's is a he hitting versus... anything? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he hits him in the head uh, from from here. Uh, but but don't think he's too accurate. He fires about forty times. Uh, I think eighty shots total were fired. Um, and the, the guy's getting the rifle out. Uh, I've fired a gun just like this before. It's incredibly loud, and you get these sprays of glass windshield that are sort of atomized, vaporized within the car. So these guys are getting glass in their eyes, and they are essentially deaf when they get out of the car. They literally how, can't hear. How can you shoot? I thought they were bullets. Did you hear him glass. suffering from the noise? No, absolutely not. Can you hear him? After oh, the yeah, gun, he's like, him. oh, oh. Oh, it's even louder for the passenger. The passenger's getting worse than the driver, for sure. Okay. Yeah, because he's off to the side and the driver's behind it. But but it's loud for both of them. I did, I, I, like I said, I did this before and immediately I fired one shot and I was like, oh, there's a reason you don't do this. That was concussive and loud as fuck. They're going through a residential fucking area, dude. And he's he's on his second or third magazine in a block. Yeah, he's just spraying everywhere. No, what did this driver do? He... He showed them a gun, and he drove away. Okay. Um, that'll do it here. Um, the uh, the one officer was fired, the the shooter here, and his friend is under like some sort of department like sanctioning, like being punished, but uh, but keeping his job because of their bad decision making and just spraying through the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, we can probably stop here because they're about to murder the man. Goddamn Bruins! They're they're gonna they're gonna get out and murder the man in about thirty seconds. So we could probably stop right here. So I've um, I guess I'll just.
I kind of want to see it, so I'm going to put yeah, it on okay. mute so, and leave it playing in the background, but I'm not showing it to everyone. Yeah, so, I mean, if you guys want to watch, ser seriously, go to body cam footage, Anaheim sh officers shooting suspect in California, because... So, yeah, I mean, I'll describe it. He hops out of the car. He's using a parked car as cover and just unloading. I think he's on his second magazine since he left. Fourth. Since he left the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he sort of pulled over. Wow. He's on his third magazine since exiting the car. This guy... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, so the driver had his door open and, and maybe even hands up. And the officer is just unloading his pistol into him. And this guy got a nice trigger finger. <laughs> an exhausted trigger yeah. finger. Well, they drag him out of the car and throw him on the ground. Good guy. By the way, he had a BB pistol. Well, then he shouldn't have brandished it at the police. That, you're right. But I feel like on the scale of bad decision making, the police are probably worse. Yeah. Well, the department found the same to be true. Not only shooting in the residential area 70 or 80 times, I think it was 76 times, uh, but also, you know, killing a man who was mentally uh, ill and had a BB pistol. What did he have? A BB pistol. No, 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 like mental illness. Ah, oh, he's, you know, depression, PTSD, upset, whatever, um, you know. Well, then now, now this makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, it should make you sad. Yeah, they murdered that man right there. Um, yeah, that, they're cuffing well, a dead guy right now. <sighs> well, I don't know if you've ever heard of a zombie, Taylor, but... <laughs> yeah. No, no, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that they're cuffing him, like it... Because <laughs> he's just like shaking his body. I know you guys can't see this, but, <laughs> but that guy is really dead. Elbows on a dead guy. <laughs> they Rodney, they Rodney King style beat his shins, and he's laying there dead. <laughs> Man, Larry just a, got here. A, Let him get a few licks in. That Rodney King clip, like and that was before my time to see it live or anything. But yeah. man, that that was a rough one. The riot, just like uh, wasn't it the same riot? Another even like just as tough thing to watch was when uh, yeah. what was his name? The guy who got like the brick, like oh, shatter. Uh, Start with uh, a B, maybe. Reginald Denny. Is that, that it? Sounds right. Yeah. La riot right. brick. I think it's yeah. Reginald Denny. Um, this is a good YouTube channel to watch. It you is Reginald Denny. If you like to see shit like this, this is a good YouTube channel to watch. It's called Police Activity. We've referenced it on the show before, um, but they don't just show like they show good shoots and bad shoots. They show just as the title would describe police activity. Sometimes you're like, that's a hero cop. He just saved a bunch of people. And mm -hmm. sometimes like this, it's like bad cop, no donut. You just mm -hmm. murdered a, a man with a BB pistol and like with bad overwhelmingly over the. Yeah, that's a subreddit, by the way, if you want to. You want to enjoy some more content like this. You Back guys off. are hilarious with your subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so this, I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, but I find it super fascinating. Reginald Denny is the guy driving a semi. He finds himself in the riot and he parks so he doesn't run anybody over. The rioters pull him out of the semi, beat him up, throw a brick at his head, and start dancing. So... They charge him with attempted murder. They charge the, uh, the rioters with attempted murder. And they get off scot-free. And the reason is the dancing. They said that if, like, if they had charged him with assault, the worst kind of assault, I don't know what that is, third degree, whatever it is, they would have got him. 
But because the prosecutors were too ambitious, too aggressive, and went for attempted murder, the fact that he danced after smashing a brick into his head meant that murdering wasn't his intent, and he got off. And I, I've uh, always thought that was incredible. I thought that's pants on head retarded. Like, like they're judging his actions based on their own rational uh, mindset. They're like, I would never dance if I just tried to kill a man. It's like, well, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but they're saying he wasn't attempting to murder him. He was, it, his goal wasn't murder, because if it was, he would have finished it. But instead... His goal was to assault him, and like sometimes what prosecutors do is they charge people with nine things, and they let the jury choose. But they said, jury, nay, nay, not this time. You either have to find him guilty of attempted murder or let him walk. And the jury let him walk. Uh, it's a, that's, that's crazy upsetting. how the justice system works, or it doesn't work. Yeah, right. that's upsetting. There was just some um, bad... Because uh, the guy was guilty of something, but he got off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's attempted murder. I, I, I think if, you, uh, if you're injuring someone, if you're throwing a brick at someone's head while they're laying on the ground unconscious, you're trying to kill them. Like, like, yeah, like, no doubt. Like, that, would be, that would be like a, inviting a neuroscientist to come in and be like, well, clearly the angle he threw it at. He's not, he's not getting anywhere close to medulla oblongata. Like, like, that would not be a lethal brick throw. It'd be, that's the same as using your rational mindset about the dancing. It would be like having a brain surgeon come in and be like, well, he threw the brick wrong. If I were going to kill a man with a brick, I would do it. You want to use the pointy end for one thing. As a surgeon, I could. Like, no, this is a, a street thug with a brick. He's trying to kill the motherfucker. Like, like guy's unconscious. He's And if you, I, I believe he like double two hand raised it up and threw it, didn't he? Yeah, he threw it a, not uh, sure. pretty, pretty aggressively. Yeah, he didn't lob it at him, you know? He, I, it, I don't wasn't, know a, it certainly was not a friendly, not a friendly you know, <laughs> You know, friend between friend brick throwing. <laughs> I was just playing hot potato with a brick, Yana. He passed out on me. It wasn't like, like between that's... the friend brick throwing. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get caught with one of those. Somebody got caught with a puck in a in a playoff game recently because it deflected and it popped him in the mouth. Oh, uh, oh, some dude got thrown out of the Dallas-St. Louis game and started a huge fight because he threw beer at the Blues bench. Fucking Bruins scored two, right? Like yeah. back-to-back? Yeah, back-to-back, both in the third. Come on, come on, Bruins! Yeah, finish the game out. Beat those Canes that I hate. I have so much reason to hate the Hurricanes. Their their history of <laughs> fucking with the Blues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, they scored yeah. thirty seconds apart. Twenty eight, I think. Oh, I, I, uh, I saw this on like a a screenshot of this article on twitter and i genuinely thought it was like a prank like funny kind of article and then i found it on the real uh new york times the article title is called was i right to call the cops on a black man breaking into my car (laughs) 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 and it's it's this this fucking loser going through a bunch of things like well you know that black people deal with police very differently and you know my heart breaks thinking about all the innocent blacks that will struggle because of this phone call and it's like someone is breaking into your car right now (laughs) You retard. Of course you call the police. Jesus. Isn't that insane? Was I right to a real op-ed piece in the New York Times? Was I right to call uh, the cops on a black man oh, breaking is, into my car? Is New York Times magazine something different? I don't know. It, it has the same uh, URL. Dude, it, yeah. it's definitely the same thing. 
Yeah, because it's the same URL, and there's no way the New York Times would let some fly-by-night company use the same text and their... I just thought maybe they had a magazine, too, that didn't have the same editorial standards. But it's, no, this it's is a dude by from the... Missouri. So. Well, you know... <laughs> Well, I I hold uh, you responsible. I don't know where I'm headed with that, but <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a usually people in Missouri when they see a crime getting committed, they just call the police. You don't hop on Twitter and go and put oh. a poll up and go, should I call the police on this? I, I'm skipping a around. Still, your anxiety that the police might overact to your call is reasonable. In a 2015 survey conducted by the researchers at the University of Chicago, about half of African-Americans reported being treated badly by police officers because of their race. Unjust policing is wrong. It's also self-undermining. One problem caused by flagrant that abuses. Survey? Yada, That's yada. just a how do you feel about what? I don't know. No, that, that mm. seems like an odd survey topic. Oh, or am I? Did I do the right thing so by calling got, the police, or am I bordering here on behaving like a barbecue Becky? I have a, a topic woman in California oh, okay. who called the police on a group of black people having a barbecue. Name withheld, Missouri. <laughs> if he's breaking into a car jesus christ it's not even a close call here's a topic <laughs> and it's a it's a gaming topic yeah. u.s senator introduces bill to ban loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions so i should mention i heard loot box and i instantly thought of like the thing where you buy uh, like, like a, a bunch of crate yes but it's not that it, actually, loot boxes appear in game. There are virtual loot boxes where you might buy like a bundle of things and then open them up one by one and not know what you're going to get, right? That mm -hmm. kind of loot boxes. So uh, the senator says that there are games designed for kids who are under 18 whose developers knowingly allow minor players to engage in microtransactions. And uh, he says that Candy Crush is an egregious example of pay to win. You can spend $150 on its luscious bundle that comes with a bunch of goodies. It also talks about um, Apex Legends, Overwatch, FIFA uh, as, as pay to win transactions and loot crates and things like that. And he wants to ban it. He's, he's a United States senator from Missouri. MO, is that Missouri? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so Senator Josh Hawley wants to ban it in America. And uh, yeah, what do we think? That's interesting. Yeah, because, absolutely. Like, yeah, it definitely they, they is ruin an games. exploitative thing that take. Well, even even hmm. beyond the fact that it ruins games, like it is totally a way for companies to make like help kids gamble without with while skirting the rules about what gambling is. But it's like no, you're taking advantage of kids right here, and you're taking advantage of the credit cards they have that their parents are undoubtedly having to pay for. Like you're, I, I don't you're care being, about children yeah. are taking advantage of children i care about um <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a i'm 33 year old man as of today and i care about my video games uh, happy birthday do you want you. us to sing it to you off tune no I'd, I'd hate that with the passion of a thousand burning suns happy, happy birthday, birthday no, to, to you <laughs> <laughs> 33 I the hate big that. three both three. of those numbers are the same same yep Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, see, I, I'm I want on, my games to be fun. I'm I, torn I on want... this. Oh, finish your thought, please. It ruins games. All that pay-to-play horse shit. It ruins fucking games. Like, mm -hmm. like, I, I like DLC packs. I like, uh, but I don't like pay-to-win. You know, I, I'll pay for skins. I, I do pay for skins. I'll pay for like little legs up in the game, like in Rust. You know, and in the server, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a VIP or a hero or something like that. 
I get little shit. I get to skin my gun any way I want. You know, like like hurrah, hurrah. Nobody hurts. But that's not giving you a profound advantage over people. No, you get little shit. You get little shit that makes the game a little more fun for you. You get um, doesn't better like, sights that helps a little. I don't get that. Um, I think you described it. Like there was a sight that you thought was better on the skin or, or maybe it was less obstructed. Oh, well, that's... that. You could pay for those. Like, like that's just rust skins. Like, like rust skins, some of them, like the, the tip of the front sight will be a different color. And like, Maybe that's what it was. I, I, I mean, you could just buy that skin. Uh, you know, it's already in the marketplace. I guess you could say that's a little bit pay to win, but I, I don't know. Like, like it's, it's, it's certainly not like having a stronger character or a more powerful gun. It's, it's still iron sights. It's just now it's painted red on the end. Yeah. Woodycraft had a lot of pay to win in it. It just did. And, um, Fortunately, it was. I feel like the pay to win backlash. Isn't that pretty standard for Minecraft? Or? It is, yeah. It, it ramped up a lot, or it was, I should say. I think it's less true now. It ramped up a lot as Woodycraft ramped down. Like, you know, at the time it was kind of standard. Like, that's how people did in game purchases, you know, like they helped you play better mostly. Um, and, and some people were like, oh my God, you're selling to children. And I always thought, like, yeah, but. Like children are allowed to buy things. No one rips at like, like when I was a teenager, I saved up all summer and I bought a stereo. And no one was like, Sony, how dare you take advantage of him? That's a stupid thing for a teenager to buy. And it is, but back when I was in eighth grade, like that was that was the thing I really wanted. A, a big one. It was like chest high. And the speakers ah. were chest high. And uh, and that's what I wanted. And <laughs> so I was like, parents love that thing at the time <laughs> that you're like, I'm saving up all summer to get this chest high. I literally speaker. did that, yeah. <laughs> and um uh, and my parents probably didn't love it, but it, it sounded great. And, and I was really happy with my purchase and I enjoyed it. And it, like, you could argue that it was a complete waste of money in the same way that this guy probably thinks a, a rust skin is a complete waste of money. But it was okay for me to buy it. This was my choice. Like, it, like I don't know. It seemed right to me. So is someone allowed to buy diamond armor or is someone allowed to buy... Now, when you get into the loot crates, I can see yeah, the gambling different. parallel. You know, it, it's now to me, that's like, are you allowed to pull the handle on a slot machine? You know, it's it's sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Like, like that's but what those loot to me. Are. This is just machine. some old out of touch fuck saying we shouldn't let people spend money on virtual goods because virtual goods are bullshit. No, no, no. It's gambling. It, no, it's gambling. loot crates like, are like, loot I, crates I'm kind of with you on that. But what's the, the other half? I microtransactions. Candy Crush, play to pay to win the hundred, the luscious bundle in Candy Crush. He's upset with things you buy in Apex Legends. Ah, uh, well, well, I don't agree with that. I think I think skins are fine, um, you know. And I think to me, it's like Star Wars to Battlefront. Me, to, to me, it's when oh. there's a randomized nature of it, where it's literally like a slot machine mechanic, mm -hmm. where it's like I'm gonna buy a a, a, a crate. And we'll see what I get. It could be something super valuable. It could it could be a loser, and that that's literally a slot machine. Mm -hmm. I, I I see where you're coming from. You know, I do see the gambling parallel for sure. Yeah. But I also like I don't know the, the, if you take away that part of it and just go towards like oh these children are buying skins. These companies are preying on them by selling things kids like like dude, it's a virtual toy. It's a toy like every other toy. No one is saying that Lego is taking full advantage of children for making them thirst after their Death Star model. They might if Lego sold a black box, a, a literal box, and like maybe you're still you get still jumping Han Solo, on the loot crate. But we've agreed on that one. 
Yeah, if we put that one aside and say, all right, now we can't do the randomized stuff anymore. Yeah. And you're just going to buy what you think you're getting. Then this fucker still doesn't like it. Hmm. Well, he's just wrong about that then. Um, I, I'm, he probably has some personal experience with some like young person in his family with Candy Crush in particular because I bet we all played Candy Crush. And it can be, be rather addictive. I never understood buying... The, I've never the shit for it though. Oh, it's fun. It's really fun. There's no need to buy shit for Isn't it. Isn't it the though. same thing as Bejeweled? It's very similar, but but it's got different, some slightly different like shit going on. It's yeah, just it's got very candy satisfying. instead of jewels. It's just very satisfying when you like get a get a row or you get, get a, a quadruple peppermint score. It, it, it starts all you know when the whole screen <laughs> goes <laughs> and it's just like amazing, fantastic, incredible, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> it's just and so encouraging. Just like, I've never good. played Candy Crush, but Fuck, you're describing yeah. Peggle right now, and I love that game. Oh, <laughs> Peggle is the shit. The you make like a, a decent shot in Peggle. But you don't even try, and it hits like ten greens or whatever. And it's like pew, perfect, pew, incredible. Pew, you it's rock. like a smiley a face dick. or something, and the yeah. ball goes. You, you, I am so good at Peggle. <laughs> like, like, I would be There's literally no other way that it could have gone. <laughs> I made that shot. <laughs> I'd be playing Candy Crush, and like my girlfriend or whoever would be next to me, I'd be like, "Hey, hey, come here, come here, watch this." and she'd be like fuck yeah that's awesome you got them all and like, like everybody in the house was into it like like i never I, we were all you, into if you've never Crush. played peggle kyle you would like oh i've played it that's when you like shoot the ball up and it bounces yeah. around yeah yeah and I've you get to that. play the the different like unicorn or frog or whatever characters that have their special move i didn't like that as much because because but um candy crush oh, to me right. at least to some extent felt like a mind game like there was planning ahead to like <laughs> It is. It really is. Candy it's, Crush. It, so is uh, Peggle. It's just a little like pool, you know, where you have to sort of visualize. Yeah. That's why Bobby Fischer's so famous. He dominated at Candy Crush. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Kasparov, noted Peggle. Yeah, Kasparov. I, the part they most enjoy is when it says, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> just that. Um, <laughs> I lost it. Oh, I, I played... Um, there was a game, I forget what it was called. It was like a you built out a hotel or building or something and people would move in and you'd like put them on the right spot and you'd take elevators to the different stores and you'd have to like put people in jobs they they thrived in and build like out this Like SimCity kind of thing or Yeah, nah, maybe ish, but it was just literally one hotel and you built up the hotel and made it like a better building and and you you're You'd spend money on a store, and then that store would, you know, the investment would pay off. And I spent forty dollars on it one night because the elevator was so flipping slow <laughs> that to yeah. do it the normal way wasn't enough fun. And then I spent forty dollars, and all of a sudden I've got this booming hotel that's doing all these different things, and I have like I don't eighty employees to manage and stuff. And I'm like, actually, doing well at this game is worse like it's just yeah. a job I, I i always have something i'm behind on and i just dropped it oh yeah i i played a yeah it's like four years ago now i played clash of clans a little bit on my phone which okay. is like the you like you, you have your little fortress and you build your walls and your defenses and your your barracks and things and you have your units and i was just getting molested day in and day out where i'd like open the app and be it'd be like your base was raided and they stole everything. And then you can replay the raid. And it was never like, come on, Arrow Tower, you can do it. Take down the last guy. It was hordes and waves of people who paid for the game just 
trouncing me. And I spent like 20 bucks on it one day and was like, I'm buying the better walls. I'm buying the better towers. <laughs> I'm getting it solid. And I spent that and did it. And then like for three days or so, it was like pretty good. I would like see raids and it was like, so-and-so attempted a raid. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and then like after three days, it was the same thing. I was there was just someone who spent $30. Yeah, I just got butt fucked again. And I was like, this isn't fun. Like, clearly yeah. these guys just yep. bought really good soldiers and really good barracks or whatever, and I don't get owned. Like, I, yeah. I can't spend the... And, and if you went to, like, the leaderboards in that game, <clears throat> all of, like, the top people had Arabic names, which means it was just some rich-ass prince dropping a, you know hundred grand on this to be the best guy ever and so i i, I just quit i don't that. like pay to win i spend money on games like like pc games often have mechanics like that like I, I got a bunch of money invested in PUBG, maybe a couple hundred i don't know um total war just in maps you know I, i've probably got 200 or something like that um uh you know i've bought a bunch of shit for rust mostly just like uh like vip and hero positions within servers so that i can skip the queue get right to the front of the line and uh, like, like like get little things like, like not game breaking things, but little legs up here and there. Uh, but I'm trying to think in PUBG, I got, a, I got a lot of skins. Uh, I got lucky in PUBG. I was one of the, like there's a gambling ab- aspect in PUBG too. You'd, I want to say you'd pay $5 and get like a crate mm-hmm. and you'd open the crate and it'd be a skin, like a, a skirt or a shirt or whatever. And like, maybe I spent $50 on these things. Like I bought 10 of them. The third one I opened was like a $300 skirt that was like a 0.001 drop rate or something like that. Like it's what like like the big streamers are using. That was like like the guy who spends like $5,000 for his fans to watch because he's going to make all that money right back. Like he's got that skirt cuz he spent $2,800 to get mm-hmm. it. I I spent 15 I was I was always so proud of that stuff. People in game would would see it be like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey. Where'd you get that skirt?" And I'd be like, They'd be like, oh, they call me a no life because they'd be like, oh, you paid three hundred dollars for a skirt, you faggot. And I'm like, no, I, I want it. I, I spent like twelve. <laughs> what did it look I like? Wanted. What was so amazing about the skirt? It, it was it, hot. It was a checkered school <laughs> skirt, and they were very rare. Like skirts, period, were rare to mm. drop, but there were tiers of skirts. It like, should be and a like, full length like prom dress. That'd be um, fun. They've gotten crazy with Wedding the Fortnite dress. skins in particular. Like Fortnite oh. has crazy skins. Like you can be an Avenger and shit like that. Mm. Uh, but but I haven't played PUBG in, in a while now because Call, Call of Duty came out and that, it drug me to that. And then I found Rust and I've been playing that since then. Have, you uh, played purely Rust or do you move around? You just moved Rust. around. You played something else. You tell oh, me we played some Mordow for a night. You know, uh, that's, that's the, right. uh, it's like a shivery game. Yeah, that's fun. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Um, like, like, like me. And I my watched friends. another video after we got off when we were talking about it on PKN. That game looks way too hard to get involved in. It's a little hard, but there's plenty of people who are who are at your skill level. Like, and there's a lot of funny moments. Like, there's there are dual servers, like D U E L, where everybody like goes by. You know, you'll crouch and you'll flourish your weapon, like to signify that you want to have a duel with one person, and nobody breaks into your duel and like th- and, and and is an asshole, or they just get immediately kicked from the server. And so like me and three of my friends are there. We're dueling each other back and forth. And this one guy indicates to, to my friend that he wants to duel, but then seemingly changes his mind. And, and Mitty just turns around and literally cuts his head off with a single swing. And it was just the, the most, it was the funniest moment. Cause the guy didn't have armor at all. He was wearing like a green jerkin and had a, had a, <laughs> had a medieval guitar, which is called a lute. 
<laughs> like, so he had a jerkin and a loot, and that was it. And Mitty as a giant knight with full plate armor and a long sword that's like a two-handed like, and he's just and the head flies off and blood sprays. It's very gory. Uh, I like to fuck around. I, I play the scoundrel sometimes. The scoundrel throw has a. Uh, I think I've got a, a. His skill is molesting. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that scoundrel. <laughs> I think I've got. Uh, I think I got a sword. Uh, yeah, I've got a sword. Um, a bear trap, which is hilarious, and like one firebomb that'll like set the ground on fire. But the bear trap's hilarious because if they step in it, it literally cuts their foot off, and their foot is left in the trap, and they'll be hopping around like the Black Knight from uh, from Monty um, Python. Monty yeah. Python. There's and uh, there's a perk that allows you to like live for a few seconds after you've been dealt death. And so the other day, someone cut off my left arm and I'm dying. Cause if you lose a limb, you are in the process of dying. Like the, the, the blow that will like dismember you is also the killing blow. The, mm-hmm. the limb being cut off is just sort of a visual thing. That's fun. And my left arm is gone and my character's going, Oh, Oh, so the guy stops swinging to admire his work. Hmm. But I keep, I keep coming and I start <laughs> punching him, punching him with my one good hand. He's coming in with a couple of overhand rights and then a right jab, a lot of rights. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mordow's fun, but like it, it for me that that's the kind of game that I like I'll play occasionally and I'll try to get a little good at. But Rust is like we played Rust for fifteen hours straight yesterday. Like you, you can't fuck around time. with Rust. Yesterday was Wipe Day, right? Brand new map, time to get in there and grind. So we got in there and grinded. We 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 played until I think I got off at five in the morning. I don't think Six in the morning. I, I've never played Rust. I've watched a ton of videos on it, so I feel like I know the vibe of it. Yeah. And um I just don't like a game where the mechanic encourages assholery. You know, Left 4 Dead's the opposite. You know, Left 4 Dead really need teamwork. The best mm-hmm. of players would struggle to have, you know, no teamwork. And uh but Rust, my God, it's it's about betrayal. It's not. It's it's more hyped up in YouTube videos than, than okay. it is in practice. Like like there's no betrayal. I've never seen. I've I've seen like three instances of betrayal ever, and uh, and it was just people being stupid and like trusting someone. So you don't trust strangers. You know, you play with your friends. Of course, a stranger is going to lie to you if you're like, "Hey, do you want to come to where I keep all my gold and be my friend?" Well, can I just choose one of those? <laughs> like, because like, I'd love to see your gold, but I don't care for you. Uh, you know, I'm going to come and take your gold, and I'm going to leave with it, right? Like, see, but, and live for dead. You don't know this guy at all, and you say, "Hey, there's a pipe bomb here. You, you might like it. There's there's pain pills here. Yeah, Perhaps because he can benefit you. you by using it. You know, you've only got you got the there's a because you're in it together. Plus. Yeah, there's yeah, but in this, your friends and you are in it together, and the, and the horde of zombies are the rest of the people out there. And some of it's just like a, a real life potential like Mad Max scenario where mm-hmm. resources are scarce. Some resources are incredibly valuable right you know like maybe an ak or like heavy plate armor or explosives for sure and uh i don't know it's it it brings me real tight with my group because i got to count on them for a lot of stuff you know we got to work together as a team and not just like you work together as a team in call of duty where it's like yeah we'll work together as a team as in we'll all shoot at the same people it's like i'm gonna go do this you've got to go do that and you you got to go do that other thing. Like we have to split up here or we're just going to be the guy sitting over here with a bunch of cactus juice and like, like no cloth or no like fuel, like, like somebody's got to get fuel. I'll get metal. 
you get wood. Like we have to like split but duties like, up. What and... I hear is people are acting reasonably, but the mechanic encourages this. Yeah, that's the best part. It, well, it's scarcity. There's a scarcity of goods, it's, and so everybody's fighting for the goods. It's I about just fight. like everyone in it together, and the bad guys are the environment. <laughs> that's it. You my can do preferred. that. That's PVE. Yes, that's the kind of game I like lately. There are PVE Rust servers. Interesting. Yeah, right, we huh. we'll do that. Uh, yeah, it's but, not your but cup there of tea. are PVE yeah, no, I... Rust servers. Yeah. Where where nobody fights. There is no fighting amongst players. It's about. Uh, I guess, you know, survival and it does sound lame, though. I don't know what it's lame and rust. It's not supposed to be that way. It's real easy to survive. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. You go find three pumpkins and you eat you eat them and then you plant the three seeds and then you get three more pumpkins. But this time you take clones of each one. Now you got nine pumpkins. And if you do that again, you got 27 pumpkins. It's like, well, I'm familiar with Minecraft. Yeah, I'm going to have to become a pumpkin salesman now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I hear you. I tweeted out before the show for people to send me things to talk about. Do you guys know who Pro Jared is? He's that's the, the group that's trying to get um, um, Jared from Subway out of prison. Yeah. No, yeah. is he the YouTuber pedo dude? No, uh, I, I just saw a tweet and I looked it up on Twitter and it, and it seems like he's like a popular guy in like the the kind of JonTron sphere of like parody things who cheated on his wife. Oh and well that's worse than pedophilia that's that's all that i know about i was hoping one of you would know who that was because i i, I actually didn't until i saw I something about that Where? but i like kyle's idea more that it's people being like we love sandwiches and we forgive jared <laughs> <laughs> we want jared to come back and sell us some of sandwiches hell no we won't go they all got hoagies in their hands the funniest fucking movement to start is you know, bring back Jared. Bring back Jared. Bring back Jared. I, he didn't rape those kids. He just gave them a six inch. <laughs> Austin I like Jones. Subway. I just want to clear this guy's name. Austin Jones is the YouTuber child pornography prison time dude. Oh, okay. I, uh, so pro, pro Jared was... I don't even fucking care. You guys know who he is. This guy had online conversations with six girls, all between 14 and 15, and he used his uh, platform on YouTube as like an influencer to get uh, child porn from these teenagers. This is the guy you talked about? Yeah, Uh, his name is Austin Jones. Well, hopefully uh, that guy is in prison. Yeah, a minimum of five years, it's saying, so... Hopefully, yeah. I think I've already I got ten, but that's my foggy memory. You can't go by that. I, I say it time okay. and time again, like like you don't have to be great at a game to play with me. You do have to be an adult. Yeah, that's a, I like that policy. You must be this old to well, no, that, that's not gonna <laughs> to ride the Kyle. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I, I, I saw where that was headed, and I, I changed my mind. Okay, wait, to uh, you know, uh, to, uh, uh, not I a wish pedophile. You'd finish that thought. I, I never fucks a kid. A no no one younger here. than my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Older than my daughter, younger than my wife. Don't fuck kids. <laughs> is, where is, is this a reference? That's from when, when Frank Reynolds oh. when he accidentally starts running a beauty pageant, but it ends up being a child beauty pageant, and so he. Yeah. He doesn't want to write a song basically about not diddling being kids. a pedophile. Yeah. 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 They're very funny. I wouldn't diddle kids. 
and he's he's yeah. he's had his makeup done. Yeah, he, he, breaks his nose. <laughs> he breaks his nose so he looks terrifying, like right at the beginning of the episode, blood everywhere. And he has his mortician friend do his makeup, <laughs> so he literally looks dead, like a ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks so ghoulish. <laughs> so he's pale. got the the white ass face with the little <laughs> tiny dots of red. <laughs> I I figured if I have someone like this creep around. No one who's actually diddling kids would hang out with a creep like this. He's like, <laughs> and he's no, on Frank, a hot. This makes you look even guiltier. This makes you look horrible, Frank. It's like no. he's on a hot mic in the bathroom. He's like, let me ask you a question. You ever, you ever fuck the bodies? <laughs> <laughs> so fucked. Yeah, that's no. good. That's one of my favorite episodes. That's a, that's a good one. Um, that's the one where like he's saying like, I mean, all these people talking about death, and when I die, throw me in the trash. Yeah, just throw me in the trash. I'm dead. Do yeah, whatever what you want with mortician. me. Fuck me, burn me. I don't care. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care what happens to me when I'm dead either. Like, like I, I you know, um, uh, again, a Rogan thing. But he was talking about this, uh, this thing called a sky funeral. I can't remember where it is. Like somewhere Tibet. in South Tibet. Right? Yeah, isn't call. it in Tibet? Tibet. Yeah, uh, it's a, a Tibetan sky funeral, and that's where they, your loved one dies. You hack them into bits, you quarter them up, and then you put them up in a tree, I guess, and the vultures eat them down to the skeleton. You leave them on the ground because it's a very flat area. Then you smash the bones up, and then the birds come and eat the fucking bones. And that's a a Tibetan sky funeral. And I was thinking, like, man, I think of vultures as this dirty thing, you know? Like, like I would rather, like, if you told me a lion was going to eat me, I think I'd be okay with that because maybe... And this is stupid, I know, but maybe a little bit of me is gonna live in that lion now. And you know, you're right. Gonna, that is dumb. He's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go do lion shit now. But if I'm in a vulture, it's like, well, my proteins are now in that vulture muscle, and that's just used to eat more dead things. There's an image of the Tibetan sky burial. It's it's unwatchable. How big That's are those like birds? another five tallies in my autism column. The fact that I knew that was Tibet right away. Yeah. That. Oh my God. I'm scrolling. Look at that. Look, look at those fucking just yeah. bones picked clean. Yeah. Those vultures are huge, though. Look at them compared to the size of the body. How big they are. Yeah, that's either a woman's body or those are the biggest. How do they ever. prepare a body for sky burial? Do they like cover it in honey? They hack it up. Well, well, they're vultures. I didn't even they know they hacked it. it up. Like I, I thought they just kind of left it out there. No, they 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 hack it up in 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 some instances for sure. Because that's the video that that they were watching on Rogan, and they was describing the hacking up of the bodies and like quartering mm. it up and stuff. I, and, honestly, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like they're trying to like feed themselves back into the environment they're living in. I can see the ritual. I can see why they do that. Yeah, it's the complete opposite of the thing we do, which is inject our bodies full of chemicals and preservatives mm-hmm. like we hadn't been doing that our whole lives anyway <laughs> and then like putting ourselves in like a metal box under the ground so we'll just stay there forever in some weird decrepit state yeah it, it's i can totally you know i don't even know if i want to be buried i want to be burned cremated yeah cremate me I, I think if i had to pick i'd go with cremation are you it, when when you cremate yourself you know well you don't cremate yourself but you know how you're allowed to say like i want to be scattered over the fucking golf course at fucking whatever the hell yeah are you allowed to do pranks 
Yeah, I want to be post mortem pranks where it's like I want to be I want to be cremated and I want you to take fistfuls of me and throw it at unsuspecting people in Times Square. I, that's literally what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I want fistfuls of me thrown at this list of people. <laughs> I want to be made into a tea at Starbucks and served to people unknowingly. Ooh, that's a good one. That's hilarious. That's a good one. What else? Do you, I want to be given to a drug dealer and sold as drugs. Oh, that would be funny too. This is the dopest shit. You'll never snort. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, haha, I gotcha. It's a washed up YouTuber's ass. <laughs> it did taste bitter. I do think it tasted a little retarded. You know? <laughs> yeah, that would be funny as fuck. Giving people like prank requests with your ashes. I've already, I'm jotting that down. I'm doing that. Well, the hurricanes like, like got butt fucked like a, four to nothing in the last. Period. Like a glitter bomb, but it's me. Doesn't matter, Woody. They're coming back. Oh, a glitter bomb! I want to be mailed to heads of state that I dislike. You know, in my ashes sent there. Which heads of and state? So they'll, they'll. I don't fucking know. Yeah, this specifically. Is yeah, whatever, no, no. Whatever Which people ones? are shitty fifty years from now when I die, mm. and the people I don't like, you're being be like, pretty hey, fifty, <laughs> pretty optimistic over there, aren't yeah. you, Taylor? Like, like I, I'm pretty. You know, we you might end up getting seventy seven. That, that's only seventy eight. Seventy eight. Oh, you think you're making it to seventy eight? Well, let's see if you make it to thirty so. first. <laughs> Dude, if I die in a car accident yeah. this week, you guys are gonna feel awful. I won't feel a thing. Man, that hurts. <laughs> oh, said, I hope you're. I, I wanted you to add the N word on it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> man, that would be so sad. <laughs> I died, and the next episode of PK was like, "Well, we've uh, it! We've, we, we've lost. We've lost a Pay host, up! and Kyle Kyle did call it, uh, and so he gets to pick who replaces. There's Taylor a five dollar PayPal bet on it. Yes. <laughs> so Kyle gets to pick the new, and host then like five weeks later. In. At like four hundred is bitching pounds. at the other one, being like, you know, you never paid me the five dollars for Taylor's death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so fucking funny. But I wouldn't be around to see it. Mm. Oh, you'd be up, up in, up in heaven, looking down on us with wings. Look, if heaven's real, down from heaven, you say. Yeah, it's one theory. Dude, if heaven's real, I don't think I'm gonna make. Yeah, it. you'll be you'll be looking up from a very hot place after your after your take after your yeah. Bible story. That's exactly where I was going to. God's gonna be like, oh, real shit. funny, huh? I, I put some work into that Samson shit. I've been banking that God doesn't watch YouTube <laughs> this entire time. Dude, I watch YouTube so like we talked about how like I our affinity for Netflix is fading, right? You mm. know, it, it was the best value not for you. It, it, no, it's fading for me too. I, I I think Kyle said not for him. Yeah, not for me. Oh. Okay. Um yeah, so Netflix I thought was the best value in entertainment like three years ago. Like it's amazing that you can get all that for nine dollars, and now I don't know what it is, fifteen or something. I think you're not browsing right. It's possible I'm not browsing right, but all my t my best value right now is YouTube Premium. I never see an ad. It's got the music thing. I, that's that's my best value. I never see an ad either, and uh, there's plenty of music on there. Um, <laughs> I used YouTube Premium. Um, you know, they sponsored us or whatever, and I, I installed it on my phone. And the coolest part about it, personally, was that I could press the power button on my phone and put it in my pocket and continue listening to music. And I couldn't do that with just regular YouTube. It would, it would close the application. 
Or I could have. I can do my... that on my phone. Why aren't you fancy? <laughs> you just focus on this weekend. You can. What I like is I can have a. <laughs> I can have like a, a podcast. <laughs> I can have JRE going and flip over to the GPS, and it, it doesn't close off YouTube. That's the. That's a good value. God, I hope you don't die. <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly, it's a good bit. <laughs> Taylor had a lot of dedication to this bit. <laughs> not everyone would have hit a telephone pole at 97 miles an hour but but taylor was all in we kept telling him doing a ryan dunn impression while driving 120 miles an hour down the road wasn't a good bit but goddamn he periscoped it and before he died it was funny yep <laughs> yeah yep. That, so so that's what i'll do if I die in a car accident in the next five days, we I'm gonna haunt. I'm gonna haunt. Realistic. The, I'm gonna haunt the shit out of both of you. Oh, bring it! I invite anyone who Ooh. who to. to I, what kind of things it. would you do? I would let that fucking devil dog out and lead it to Kyle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tax or yeah, and then I would steal an acetylene torch and remove the moles in your backyard. Oh no! And then mm. I'd make a post mortem fucking video going. It lit the fucking house on fire. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I hope I don't die in a car accident this weekend. Yeah, you got a lot of good years in front of you. Man, but if I did die in a car accident this weekend, this exact clip would be put on morbid reality. Mm. Yeah. That Reddit. And I yeah. bet I would get pretty highly upvoted. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I, if I would look, if I die this week, people weekend, would look to me, and it as, doesn't even get the, ten thousand upvotes. Then fuck, fuck. Taylor, all permission to upload this as a separate clip and monetize yes. it. <laughs> and, and people would then look to me at That'd the very so least. <laughs> monetize my death to make like three hundred bucks. <laughs> see, see, here's the fun part though. If I if this happened, people would look to me at the very least as a prognosticator. They'd be like, mm. "What's happening next, Kyle?" I and predict some these people, things, and some people I predict these things, and some people would look at me as a warlock, and I'm okay with both. Okay, mm. I feel like warlock slash prognosticator could be a good gig going into the future. I just start mm -hmm. predicting things, you know, and making them come true myself if I had to, because we got to keep this gig rolling. <laughs> Dude, being a magic man would have been the best job in like 1850. A rainmaker. A rainmaker. Oh, is that what the Indians had? Well, they had did a rain dance, but there's a a, a con man uh, scheme that's called the rain the rainmaker, and and I don't know exactly how it goes, but basically you're like, hey, pay me this money, and I'll make it rain. And it, if if it rains, then you've won. But if it doesn't rain, you're like, oh, you didn't give me enough money. It, it, you know, and and and. You Give it a couple weeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's raining outside right now. It's uh, it's it's coming. Oh, did that huge storm so roll in, Kyle? I, it turned. You know, it wasn't so. It it was bad for like a little bit. Like I've got I've got lawn chairs outside and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, like when I stepped away to make coffee, I, I opened the back door to see what was going on, and the chairs were blown over. Um, so it must have gotten bad. But with these on, I I don't hear them. these do a pretty good noise canceling job, and I crank you guys up. What are they? Um, Audio Technica ATH M50Xs. Oh, that's a highly regarded headset. It is. It's uh, everybody. Uh, everybody likes it a lot. Um, Chiz recommended it, and uh, he's recommended it to many of us. And uh, everybody I knew sort of was like, "Yeah, that's a good one." Very comfy. You don't get sweat ear. 
Mm -hmm. you know um very adjustable i know it's kind of wonky the way i have it adjusted right now but it sweat uh, ear yeah like if you've got cheap leather or whatever this is like the the, the earpiece if it's cheap it'll make your like ear lobe like sweat it'll get real like gross in there after long like i said i wore this thing huh. 15 hours last night right like oh yeah hours. you're you're uh, marathoning with that yeah thing. this is as long this four hour show is probably as long as you ever wear a headset but why did you I get rid of the i literally um, only wear broke. this during this show they, they broke my uh my astros are on the floor over there um they, they stopped choice. working but shit that, those a40s i think the wired ones lasted me long time five six seven years something like that people um, said they were junk i always was pretty happy with mine <coughs> I was always happy with them. Is it a normal thing as you get older for your chest hair to like creep up your neck? Yeah, sure. <laughs> because like I'm finding chest hairs like over here now. Like in I, this area. Taylor, of you have got to let it connect. Yeah, Just let it go. You need a beard that goes to your balls. I was literally thinking about taking a photo of just my neck like this, of this square area, and tweeting it because there is no space between them. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Adam's apple and hair and hair. And it's getting a little out. Of, I think I need to shave this bit. What would you want? Like, like if you're gonna have this an is, open. These are long ass hairs, too. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Kyle? Sorry. Oh, I could do hair talk all night, though. <laughs> <laughs> would you want to to have them like trim all that up for you when you were in the casket? Mm. No. If anything, I'd want them to augment it. You want it bushier. I'd want he it, wants I, hair I want replacement. Well, I, I, like like a nice fluffing. Well, I think the fire is going to really do a number on a lot of it. Oh, so, you're right. I forgot I was I'm burning myself when I die. This no, weekend. the car accident this weekend. It's going to be a yeah, it's fiery. It's going to be a fiery <laughs> mess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to. Um, you might have survived if it wasn't for the fire, but after you're 10, gonna, 15 minutes, you died. So you're Hi, be, I'm Taylor, pretending to be Ryan Dunn, and this is Jackass. You're going to be going through an intersection, and somebody's going to run the light, and you're going to see it coming. So you're going to swerve to the left. You're going to go under a propane tank. And just oh. and as you're dying, you're going to go, you know what, Bobby? Propane's not so great after all. <laughs> if my last words are me being like, no, I didn't predict this. <laughs> and then dying. You know, if my last words are a Hank Hill, sh a shitty, bad, not even good, <laughs> pretty Hank, good. then that's a pretty sad existence. <laughs> I died the way I lived. <laughs> Burning alive. <laughs> <laughs> but Dad, you shouldn't have burned alive. Propane is a safe gas. Bobby, it can be very dangerous. That's why as a tank a pretty run, good accent. I, I go yeah, impression. top to bottom. Do never go bottom to top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he lived the way he died. They thought that um, who's the dog? Ghost from Game of Thrones died in the big battle from two episodes ago. And my favorite Reddit comment was like, "He died the way he lived, off screen." Off screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I, I assumed he was dead too because the fact that that dog survived through all of it makes like it, less it, than zero sense. Well, it's it's a huge wolf. Like it's a, it's basically it's a pony sized wolf. I, you know, it's funny you say that because watch the most recent episode after John leaves, and Wolf walks up next to a normal sized man, and it looks like a dog. Yeah, I, I, everyone talks about how expensive the CGI is for this ghost, and I'm like, 
I don't, they just got a Siberian Husky and have it walk around, right? Like, am I am I the only that's one that it, thinks it's just a dog? What it like, like no, nah, yeah, there, there were scenes in the in the early seasons where it was fucking huge. And look, I, I, it's easy to forget, man, because... I need to see them one, again. Yeah. No, they were huge in the beginning. Now they've shrunk. Like, if you go back to... like, There was that scene where Sam is getting his ass beat for defending Gilly from the rape of the Night's Watch guys. Mm-hmm. And that dog comes in, and it's fucking gargantuan. And uh, and look, John and Ghost had a really close bond in the first, like, year or two. And, like, God damn it, you established that as a huge part of how stark, how these, this is our sigil, and you... Every every person they bond with your wolf, and and we uh, all know he would, we, the three of us know where Sansa's or um Arya's fucking wolf is. It's out in the goddamn Godswood or some people shit don't, by King's Landing. People forget John was warging into that wolf. Like they were connected, not just like 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 we might be with our dogs, but he was literally you know warging into that wolf and seeing what it was seeing. Like if people don't yeah. know, warging is what Bran does, that where he like goes into crows and shit. He could yeah. do that with ghost. And uh, but in the movie, in the TV show, I mean to say, he's just a a pet that he takes care of sometimes. Sometimes he's like a wild. He's like a We're um, all better an outdoor owners. cat. We're all better pet owners, and Taylor doesn't have a pet. <laughs> That's true. I just have you thought about getting a pet? I just realized you don't. Yeah, I. I uh, my girlfriend is always pressuring me to get a dog. She wants a dog very badly, and does she want a little dog, big dog? Uh, I think like a mid-sized dog, like a, a lab, like something about the size of a lab. Yeah, like maybe like a a German short hair would what, make a what's great a, dog uh, for you. Well, a Labradoodle, a Weimaraner. You need a Weimaraner. Weimaraners like, are very intelligent. They're, what are I, I don't even know what kind of dog. I had a Weimaraner as my childhood dog, and it was pretty I did badass. Too. Really? Yes. Weimaraner. Uh, don't suggest Weimar Republic. I'm looking up dogs. Yeah, um, Sam, Sam. Sam was our. Oh, these, these are pretty big dogs, aren't they? Sam was our Weimaraner, and it uh, it literally saved my life. Essentially, one time it killed a deer that would have that would have trampled me. A wounded deer down in a uh, ravine that wow. four year old me couldn't have gotten out of. It killed the deer, uh, and um, my my mother was tired of feeding Sam. So one day she loaded me and my sister into the van along with Sam, drove him off to a dump on the side of a dirt road, and left him there. What the fuck? It was an eight hundred dollar Weimaraner in nineteen ninety. Wow, that's like ten thousand dollars now. Wow. <laughs> it's no, incalculable. It's incalculable. <laughs> but like Jesus, she just drove a dog to a dump and left it. Yeah, Dad, this dog Dad has searched, Taylor. Dad searched for weeks. Dad searched for weeks. That's sad. I give mom a thumbs dog. down. Yeah, I give her bitch of the week. Hmm. Love you, mom. Thanks for those kind text messages about my birthday. Hmm. But you're also our bona fide PKA cunt of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not co-signing that one. She sent me a lovely gift. <laughs> oh, what, what can you, you tell us? Yeah. Oh, she sent me a gigantic cake that I'm gonna eat. You know what my mom sent me that I actually really like for my birthday? It was a couple months ago. Um, they were like tie-down straps for my truck, but a little kind of fancy, like little tie-down, little bungee. Like they look more like easier to use and. Uh, I got them. I thought they were like a PK. Sometimes things come to my house and they're for the show. And I, I thought they might be that, but it turned out to be my birthday present. And I really liked them. It's, yeah, nice. I'm not easy to shop for. And uh, she got me a truck accessory. My, my dad bought himself a gift for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What did he get himself? 
Hey, like, he like he texts me, and it's like this brand new. Let me get the brand right. I, I want. He he got your like dad a, bought himself a gift for your birthday on my birthday. He was inspired okay. by your, my birthday. Your dad is now the cool ass guy of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Kyle! I bought myself a bike. <laughs> I think he it's him, a gun, right? No, no, no. Okay. He got himself a mule. Um, he got the newest mule, the the Kawasaki oh, mule. A mule is like a golf cart on steroids, not yes. a horse like being. He got the big one uh, with it's got doors and is it I don't Kawasaki? Know, did you say? Yeah, it's the Kawasaki mule. Um, I'm trying to see like what the the code is on the side, like LE or LT or whatever. Uh, but he got a red one, uh, and it's big. It looks like it's got. A roof. It's got doors. Uh, it's got what look, it's got what looks like a gun rack on the back, but it's it doesn't not. have an inside, right? Like, I mean, it's it, not enclosed. Yeah, it's what you I'm know, trying it's, to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's got you know, it looks very beefy. This is his third side by side. I don't know what the oh, I know why he got this. He he had a he was getting rid of a motorcycle and he just traded it in and added some cash to it to get this. Is it uh, he, uh, two two door or four door? Two door. I think we're looking at it on screen. Here, I'll just send you the link. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is super nice. I. Yeah, I, that's pretty much it. I'm in love with my golf cart, though. It. I mean, it's less expensive than this. I think most people would argue it's not as nice. But this I like no doors, no key. You just sort of slide in and press the pedal and start going. I asked him about that. I was like, do you like the doors? He's like, it keeps the dogs out of it. And I was like, ah. Oh. That's great because he's got all those fucking rescue dogs that he mm -hmm. has and they get in, they chew the seats off of like nice things like these. Mm -hmm. mm. Do you ever get that cow, by the way? Yeah. What? Wait, you got the cow? I, I told you like two weeks ago and it, it, like it, we were going to talk about it on the show, but it just it, it didn't work out. Yeah, my dad oh, has a friend. I do remember who, uh, you saying that. My dad has a friend who works in the cattle business and rather than my dad hooking his cattle trailer up to, to his big truck and driving all the way there and like interacting in an auction, he was just like, hey. Bill, you go to the auction Tuesday? Like, yep, every Tuesday. That's what I do. He's like, all right, Kyle wants a Kyle wants a black Angus heifer. He's like, how much does he want to spend? And and so now I have a black Angus heifer. How much did it set you back? Eight hundred dollars. And uh, I'm not sure what to name her. Uh, I'm I'm working on that. Ooh, uh, well, this should what be. Are your, what are your uh, top runners so far? T Bone. T Bone. <laughs> I'm gonna call you T Bone. <laughs> like the Seinfeld. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's a black Hangus heifer on the screen right now. Leave a comment if you made it this far into the show. It's almost four hours. As to what you think Kyle should name his black Angus heifer cow. No, yeah. name name her uh, Coco. Coco. Yeah. Is there no, something you're Coco. funny about Coco that I don't know. Is that the, it's uh, the George bit. Costanza when he was trying to make his own nickname in the boardroom meetings was telling George or telling Jerry like. I'm going to say T-Bone. Like T-Bone. That's a cool name. Like I'm, I'm going to say And so he's like, he like keeps bringing T-Bones to the meetings cuz he wants <laughs> them to like call him T-Bone or whatever. Uh yeah, I I'm going to How much does your Black Angus heifer weigh currently? I didn't ask. Okay. 3000 pounds. I um, told him a dollar amount and like he just kind of made it happen. Okay. Now, how, do you know how old it, it is? Is I it a don't. she? Yes. Yeah, it's heifer, a heifer means girl, heifer, Heifer's right? girl. Yeah. I'm not a cow person. It's like a before they become a cow. I guess that'd be a cowboy. I should have said I'm not a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it, it's pretty I'm trying big. to be, a, you know, not so sexist. I'm not a cow person. A cow. <laughs> uh, I would guesstimate that it's like 600 pounds. Uh, like, like based on what that 
the cost per pound, roughly speaking, and about how big the thing looks. You know how, how big it's expected to get? Like Oh, the twelve hundred pounds easy. So it's like, half size now. Well, I'm not gonna go to a full twelve hundred pound cow. Like like next year she's dead. Okay. Uh yeah. So what would would you in the spring? Like literally maybe twelve months ish? Yeah. Then give it give it twelve months. Let it let her let her fatten up. Get and you delicious. think she'll weigh like And you're a not gonna send pounds? us even a tiddly wing. Eight or nine hundred easy, uh, I would say, after another year. Um Again, I'm not a cow expert or anything. Cowboy, they're I'm called. Lot. I'm not a cowman. <laughs> but, uh, a cowman. Yes. Cowman. <laughs> I have been just been flipping from one naked cow to the next. It's it's like I don't have know. Have you found any with clothes on? <laughs> uh, so, well, this one's got a tag in its ear. Like the Chick Fil A. That would be ads. a really funny thing to do. Is like put clothes on your cow the way people put clothes on their dog. Like it's got um, jean shorts on. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm totally I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm gonna have it slaughtered and like all the lesser cuts that I don't like I don't use skirt steak. I don't send I don't. that to me, dude. I'll I'll use it, I'll make tacos. That's okay. Um I'm gonna have <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna take the lesser ones I, I, and like throw said, them away. Taylor, no, I'll you know what he's gonna do? <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> burn them and videotape it and say, Stop producing lesser cuts, dumbass yeah. cows. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor. You're missing the whole point here. I'm not going to have meat Saturday, and you're not going to be around next year. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll throw a steak on your grave. Like, like it's just pour, That's pour a little. That's wasteland. Yeah. If I die. A little au jus. Don't put a whole steak. Don't waste it on me. Just give me yeah. the shitty skirt steak. Like, lay that over the top. I'll sprinkle some ground beef. <laughs> but yeah, what I was gonna say is I'm gonna take like you know just grind up the lesser cuts and stuff like that and have a bunch of ground beef because I love hamburgers uh, and meatloaf and all the things that you do with ha- tacos and and nachos and all that shit. I love ground beef. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to have re- my mouth's watering thinking about this cow. I can't wait to have like huge thing of T-bones and fucking filet mignon and 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 oh, it's gonna be wonderful. All I that backstrap. He meat. says filet mignon like Pepe Le Pew. Filet mignon. Filet mignon. <laughs> yeah, filet mignon. Bank stramp. Now oh. he's becoming more Mexican. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I love that shit. I love beef. And uh, and I'm hoping that she's a tasty girl. How bad would it suck if like a year from now, after spending the money, getting her slaughtered, getting all the pieces chopped out the way I want, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you taste like hate. It was a mistake <laughs> to have her graze in the jalapeno fields. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would... That might just be good. Inadvertently invented a new kind of <laughs> racing. You know, I'm kind of a cow person. I want to a, a cowman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let him but but, but yeah, she'll be she'll be like 100. She'll be like 100 grass fed and like you know, uh, I'll make sure that she's got, not, you know, there'll be no antibiotics or anything. Dad doesn't do that shit. So like, she'll be 100 organic. It'll be good. You mean you're anti-vax when it comes to cows? Uh, it's expensive to vaccinate. So if they get sick, they get a bullet. It's much cheaper. He's rolling the eight hundred dollar die. It's one. very rare that a cow gets sick and like like there's no like black foot out on the farm. So like just a little <laughs> bit of mad cow. We're hoping she's resistant. You only get mad cow foot. if you feed them cow brains. Um, the prions, oh. any kind of cow product. They can get no, it. no, it's the brain. It's the prions in the brain, uh, brain tissue, the brain matter. Uh, that that's how you get mad cow. Okay. Why are that's cows eating cow brains? Because farmers, especially in the UK, uh, would grind up the dead cows and use the parts of the dead cows that didn't make it to market to feed right back to the. So the, if the they cows. just but chopped the herbivores. head off of that cow and did the same thing, they'd be fine. You grind it up and they don't fucking care. 
They'll mm. eat anything. Okay. Yeah. If you like grind it up and mix it in with some good stuff. Like if, if you got like one part brain to two part like fucking hey. like hay or like like the I've heard of people feeling them feeling all kinds of cheap stuff like corn stalks, like the, the stalk of a corn thing. Uh -huh. I thought that but, was okay. Like that, I thought that was like a big part of what corn was for. You know, we eat yeah, the ears. I think it's called but silage. They... Yeah. Okay. But it's like low tier feed. Ideally, it would be grass or hay or grain. Or if you're really fancy, like acorns. Yeah, uh, if you if you feed like an animal acorns, apparently it makes them taste delicious. Mm. Uh, <laughs> have you ever eaten an acorn? No. Have really? You? I have when I was little. When I was like, I can live off the land. I just watched <laughs> Land Before Time. That means I can eat leaves and acorns. And I ate a leaf. Not great. Ate an acorn. Even worse. I was thinking about it once because I read this book called My Side of the Mountain. And uh, it's Reddit. a very yep. cool book. Um, it's about this kid who like runs away from home, goes into the Catskill Mountains of New York, and lives all by himself. He lives in a hollow, like there's a tree with a big hollowed out spot, like like a crack in it. And he goes in there and he makes himself a little house and it's got a door that he fashions out of some shit. He, he finds a peregrine falcon in a nest and he gets it and he tames it and he, and he uses it to catch rabbits and stuff. And uh, there was a part where he made acorn pancakes. You know, he ground up the acorns to make like a, a, a mealy batter. And then I think he may have even used like maple syrup because, you know, all you need is a fucking maple tree and... Mm -hmm. Put a hole in that bitch and maple syrup comes out. Yeah. Good that was book. a good one. Also, Hatchet. That was, I was a gonna good say, book. those went hand in hand. Yeah. Yep. My side of the mountain and hatchet. I I loved reading those and, and just thinking. Thinking about living off the land. Yeah. But thinking about it was enough. I don't want to do that for me. I've I've tried it at an amateur level. It's no fun at all. I'm with you. No, I, I saw the videos. You you <laughs> you should have been there. We should do it yeah. again. Let's do it again. We'll we'll survive in the deep woods of Missouri, my backyard, and <laughs> and we'll be there's literally a picket fence we'll around. Be, we'll be thousands of centimeters from the kitchen, hmm. and so we so, are we, we talking won't... about going to your grandmother's house where she'll cook us multiple <laughs> chickens? This is a better idea than the first one. <laughs> Honestly, if we tried to survive at my grandpa's house. And we just went in like she I, I've said so many times. I feel like people I need to take more pictures of the food she prepares because people think I'm making it up <laughs> where it's like she will make. Enough food for 40 people. I want to see people. it. I wanted the pictures. I, and there's like 13 people there. And so she'll send me back with whole birds, whole like fuck. Last time I, I went up there or went down there, she sent me home with. I think like four pounds of steak, uh, both ribeye, uh, filet mignon, um, uh, uh, what the fuck is it? Prime rib. Yeah, all that. All, all the good ones, all the hits, all the classics. And so it, it's great. And, and the way she fries chicken, magnifique. Mm. So good. The best fried chicken on earth, my, my grandma. Uh, my so. favorite telling of this was when Taylor was like, people, you think your grandmother creates a big spread. I don't care what she's making. She can't compare to my grandma. It's not even close. People out there are like, my grandma made five lasagnas for only 10 people. It's like, oh, fun. My grandma fried 11 chickens. <laughs> and then she also had us go fishing. And then she fried up five catfish that we caught. And then she also 
cooked up like 70 ounces of filet. What does her oven look like? Like, is it just a, she had her. So basically they're, they lived in deep Southern Missouri farming Mm -hmm. and and all that shit for a while. And they did well enough for themselves that about 15, uh, less than that, uh, probably 10, 12 years ago, they built a big house that was on technically different property, but it was from their new house. You can see their old house that they sold to someone. And it is the kind of house. It's so nice for the area. They'll never be able to resell it. And she was anal about her kitchen. Like everything, the island in her kitchen, it's the size of an average kitchen. Like it, Uh, I can't overstress how big the island is. It would take you a solid 10 seconds to run around. (laughs) Like you, you, like it's, it's so huge. And she's got warming oven or uh, warming trays because she makes so much food. You know, you got like a couple warming trays to put stuff in and keep it. She's got three ovens. She's got uh, three stacked ovens. Wait, so much I'm shit. just processing that. She has three stacked ovens. Two that's, and then another one. That's how she's Two able to produce this huge quantity of food. That's how she's able to do it. Like She has a commercial I'll, kitchen. I'll show up when I go down there with, uh, with my girlfriend or my brothers or whoever, and we'll get down there, and she'll be like, oh, we are just so glad to see you. That's great. Now, dinner is almost ready, and it'll be like five of us and there will already be enough food for 11 people on the table. And then she'll pull out everything in the warming drawers and everything in the ovens. And it's like, grandma, why did you think that we needed 58 biscuits? <laughs> like we, we don't need it. But I, I, I gain weight there every single time. It is impossible to diet there. And it's not because of almond calories. Like you would, we would all have a blast there. There's almond enough room to shoot wherever no you want. I remember. I wish I had a wheelers all the time. A less calorie dense snack. Okay, we could do that. Okay, all right. Uh, Turo is a peer-to-peer car-sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want. Uh, From a community of local hosts, from exotic sports cars to practical daily drivers, you can choose the best car for you, whatever your budget. Download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play, or just visit Turo.com. You get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Terms apply. Turo. All right, PKA438. 